previously on Masks of Nyarlathotep. Recap. In sunny and hot Cairo, Jack has been hiding in the hotel working on his Prince Crux Unsata for banishing evil entities. He's brought up to speed on our plan to enter the Duat to speak to Nuri's spirit to find the lost capstone for the Red Pyramid. We need to head to the town of Quena to have a vision quest to enter the afterlife, but some of us must remain behind in case the cult attack us. Oliver and Penny head off to arrange transport to Quena and pick up the required supplies for the trip. Kat delegates and goes to the spa with Mateo. He, at least, meditates and learns skills from the Searing Llama. Mitch and Jack return to Dr. Kafur's office for the translation of the Black Rites, whereby Jack learns Mitch has accepted a large cash reward which he kept to himself. While there, Jack inquires about the ruins of Didera, where we need to go, and we are expected to meet the goddess Tewerat, the guide of the Duat. They return and share the scrolls with Gregory, who begins reading them. Jack inquires with Kat and about Tawera, but she doesn't have a clue about them, so she instead seeks the advice of Dr. Armitage via mystical communications. He confirms Tawerat and Lord Ra have not been taken by Nyarthotep, but Lord Osiris and Isis have been, so we must be wary about invoking them. Recap. The following morning, Gregory and even Matteo learn some new spells, whilst Oliver writes up a telegram, and Cat and Penny discuss how much red mead and bandages they have for the ritual, and who will be going into the duet. Except for Cat and Matteo, who are spiritually barred from entering the underworld. Furthermore, we haven't worked out how to return from the duet. We study our terms some more, including the Necronomicon. We learn that the living may enter the duet, but should not accept the invitation to step through the final resting place, or else they will not be able to return to the land of the living. During the night, Jack is sleepwalking into Cat's room towards the Necronomicon. Gregory is fetched, and he injects Jack with stimulants to wake him. Jack is clearly very disturbed, so they have a private session addressing his phobia of dogs. The following day, we board our hired plane and fly towards Quenna. During the flight, Jack looks out the window and realises we are off course. Inquiring with the pilot, he suddenly pulls out a gun and cries, Between Mitch and Jack, they subdue him and fly the plane steady. Suspecting low fuel in the tank, Oliver suggests we land in a nearby lake. Mitch, Mateo and Oliver attempt to lower the plane, whilst Cat manages to cast Levitate on the whole plane. It immediately halts our momentum and Cat slams into the bulkhead. The plane drops into the water and begins to sink. Everyone scrambles out and grabs a hold of the broken wings to stay afloat while we wait for local fishermen to rescue us. When we regroup on the shore, we figure we should head to the port town of Zafora near the Suez Gulf. The locals here kindly house us amongst their homes. Recap! In the morning, we hire a local fisherman to sail us down the river to the town of Zafnafa, near the Suez Gulf. From there, we can get a train to Cairo, or go down the Gulf, and then land to cross to Quena. Jack, Mitch's and Mateo's desert survival skills do not impress Kat, but Penny suggests hiring a local, as it is unlikely the cult has anyone stationed here. We board a train south towards Zavaka, which will take three days, and from there we will drive to Quena. Several of us take a rest, Cat picks a spell to teach Penny to learn, and Gregory continues treating Jack's phobias. 
In the night, Jack is again sleepwalking and has broken into Penny's room and searching for the Necronomicon. Peggy screams and awakens most of the group. As he raises the book, Jack awakens and the book launches itself at Penny, purple light engulfing her and her eyes fade to starlight. She manages to shake it off and surrounds the book in blankets, as everyone, except a sleeping cat, bundles into the room. Mateo attempts to remove the book wrapped in blankets. The book flashes again and Mateo and Penny witness a horrifying vision. It causes Mateo to throw the book down and he nopes his way out of the room. Cat finally awakens and attempts to bring the book under control, but is unable. She becomes very purple and floats, uh, floats into the air, very Scarlet Witch style. As Gregory fetches his medical bag, the Necronomicon opens and a star map begins to lift itself out of the pages. Penny attempts to communicate with Cat via telepathy in order to reach her. However, instead, she peers into the mind of the Necronomicon. She screams and her eyes glow bright gold as she attempts to break the psychic connection. A glowing silver trapezohedron begins to form amongst the stars in the middle of the room. Oliver pulls out his gun and shoots the Necronomicon, but the star map warps the path of the bullets and they miss their target. Jack grabs a lampshade and clobbers Cat over the head with it and knocks her unconscious. But the book is still floating and the trapezohedron is drawing in the light from Penny's glowing eyes. Penny feels something is moving through her to manifest within the room. As awful as it feels, she tries to contain it within herself rather than transferring it to the trapezohedron. Matteo picks himself back up and returns to the room and casts the mantra of tranquility on Penny. It severs her connection to whatever was moving through her, but the trapezohedron crystal absorbs it and fully manifests as a crystal and falls onto the floor next to the Necronomicon and a unconscious cat. Recap. After the commotion, Matteo and Mitch take Penny to another room while Gregory tends to Cat and puts her to bed. Jack inspects the trapezohedron but isn't able to identify it. After she has calmed down, Penny demands privacy and tries to get some sleep in Jack's room. Jack, Mitch and Oliver all stare at the crystal and manage to store it inside a suitcase. Gregory diagnoses Cat with a potential concussion and brings her around. He then checks on Penny and calms her down from her shocking experience. The following morning, we sleep in longer than usual. Penny is feeling well and resumes duties, tending to Cat and informs her of what happened last night. We discuss at length how to keep the book under lock and key so that it is more secure, but also still accessible when it is safe to do so. We then present the crystal to Cat, who also cannot identify it. She notices, however, Jack and Gregory are staring transfixed at it. So she covers it up again and researches into her books. Everyone disperses, but Jack remains and confesses to her that he has suspicions of the party and that he should keep hold of the crystal. She resists, however, and keeps a hold of it, and Jack departs. She studies it and finally discovers what it is. She takes it in a bundle of blankets and gives it to Matteo for safekeeping and returns to her room to delve into her books even further. Jack peeks out into the corridor and just as Matteo to come to his room, where he then unexpectedly clobbers him with the door. He fails to knock out Matteo and Matteo knocks him to one side. The commotion alerts everyone except Kat, who is compulsively checking all of her books for information on the crystal, and Gregory, who is in the saloon. Jack manages to deflect Matteo's attack and successfully grabs the crystal. Wasting no time, Mitch pulls out his gun and wounds Jack in the leg. Meanwhile, Kat is going through her books, each one telling her the same horrifying truth, and she is screaming insanities, which alerts Penny to return. 
and demand that the doctor come to her cabin. Jack is getting desperate and literally bites a chunk out of Mateo's arm, causing Oliver to come right up to Jack with a gun pointed at his face, while Mitch tells them that the crystal is in Jack's coat. Penny tries to calm Kat down, but she just pulls her in close and says, He's here. The books must be wrong. And Kat continues flicking through the pages. Mateo and Jack continue to struggle until Jack finally falls unconscious from blood loss. Mitch and Oliver attempt to stem the blood flow amidst Kat's psychotic episode in the room next door. All the while, the Doctor is having lunch. Welcome back to the Masks of Nyarlathotep. Oh, that took all my energy right out of me. Where last we left our intrepid heroes, uh, the dear Doctor, Doctor Gregory Isaacs, was in the saloon car having a read of his book and a lovely lunch. And he was having a pretty nice day. For once, his patients weren't, like, hanging off him for psychiatric care or medical care. He's put them all to bed and all is well. So he's having a lovely afternoon with his feet up. He's got someone bringing... There's, like, servants or waiters, whatever you call them in restaurants, bringing him snacks. When was the last time you went to a restaurant? (laughs) Servant? (laughs) (laughs) 1920? I don't know. It's a real problem. (laughs) (laughs) It takes him forever to bring in the bill because he's always like, Slave. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, however, in the sleeping car, things were less than ideal. Uh, Lady Vanderbilt is desperately leafing through um, mythos tomes and muttering things like, No, it must be not true. This book will prove it's not true. And then when the book proves that it is true, was hurling them into the air and grabbing another book. Penny has screamed for help three times and is hovering like a good lady's maid. But so far, no one has responded to her cries for help because two doors up, um, Matteo and Oliver and Mitch are desperately trying to save Jack's life. Yay! 
life. Because Jack had gone slightly crazy and had been stabbed. Mildly stabbed. Got shot in the leg, stabbed somewhere else. So it's all going really well. On your detour, you were going 100 miles down the Nile. You're now um, several hundred miles east of the Nile on some sort of elaborate scheme to avoid being tracked by the cult. Question, can I, can I restore my lost HP by swallowing the chunk of Mateo that I bit? Um, As a tasty meal. Well, Mateo is some sort of elevated guru of power and wisdom, so possibly? Yeah, see? Every, everything I've said makes perfect sense. In your insane mind. Does not um, to selectively tick quite an eventful journey. <laughs> or, or Flinty, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Flinty's having a quite uneventful one. So, where we rejoin everyone, you have just managed to restrain Jack at last. Um, and you have first aided him, um, but you all failed. So, he's still bleeding quite heavily. You're kind of like applying pressure and trying to staunch the wounds, but it ain't working. We should probably try something other than your hand. My wounds. Um, there's a lot of activity. It's a bit like a Renaissance painting. Uh, so we'll join um, Mitch. Mitch is going to be all like, I'm going to go and find the doctor. <laughs> At last. So Mitch is going to bustle off doctor wards. Uh, Matteo and Oliver, you've got Jack restrained, but he is dying. And... Um, Failing to summon dessert. What? Critically failing to summon dessert. <laughs> you rolled dessert for some reason. Why did it roll that? I don't know, but you did. Why do you even have dessert as a skill? It's dessert survival. Oh, right. Well, you critically oh. failed to survive the dessert. <laughs> In fact, this could be your heck dessert. I don't know why it rolled that. Let's move on. That completely baffled me. I was like, why are you rolling your dessert? Is how the professor's dessert is being coming out the kitchen? I think an important lesson that we all must learn is that Amazon Basics mice, while cheap, are not very good. (laughs) That sounds fair. But I bought a box of 30 of them, so I'm stuck with them for at least 15 more years. Like me. <clears throat> what if one of us buys you a nice mouse? You'd have to use that because it would be a gift. I'm not sure that's true. Okay, uh, Jack. Not Jack. Uh, Matteo and Oliver, you have Jack restrained, but you have so far failed to staunch his bleeding. Um, would you care to try it again, or are you just going to step back and be like, eh, he doesn't need that blood inside of him? I can assure you, I do need that blood inside of me. <laughs> Jesse's a write-off. Um, yeah, Oliver, do you want to just take your service revolver and like uh, put Jack out of his misery? Please do not administer the coup de grace. The final kindness. Just, just a little double tap. It's fine. <laughs> um, Are you trying the first aid again, Oliver and Matteo? Uh, I am willing to. I'll give it a go. 
Okay, so Mateo, roll first aid with a bonus die because you have Oliver's oh. assistance. Um, can I do it? No, no, I didn't I have... ask for you to do it. You, you said I thought you were going to set roll. Oh, you rolled before I asked for a roll, Nido. That was a wasted critical one. Okay, oh, what if mean. that counts as the bonus die? <laughs> I will allow Peter's suggestion, but you should never roll the dice before I've asked, Nido. Okay, you'll be sad. Okay, uh, using the bed sheets, you you um, apply makeshift bandages to Jack's um, wounds. Am I unconscious? I feel like I'm unconscious. You are unconscious. I'm unconscious. Matteo decided it was time for you to be asleep, and used his kung fu powers on you. Also, all the blood. Going to, I'm going to be unconscious. Uh, Penny, um, no one's responded to your screams for help, and Cat is still frustrating through books, muttering to herself. Well, if I've still been unable to get Cat's attention at this point, I would be sprinting towards the doctor. Okay, which way are you going? You step out into the corridor. Um, where do you think the doctor is? What position it... Are we in the position in the train as indicated by the train cars? Yes. In which case, it would make sense, probabilistically, for him to be further down the train, I think, towards the end. Am I right? Zoom out a bit. As you step out and start going that way, Mitch bustles up and he's like, oh... uh, Hello, Penny. Uh, I'm just going to get the doctor. Jack's Good, been because we need it for, for for my lady. She she's gone completely insane. We need her sedated. Um, I think run? she said he was going for lunch. You and Mitch run off, holding hands. <laughs> so you're you're making your way down the second train sleeping car. All right, Cat. Um, you're still desperately leafing through books. Which book are you currently reading? Uh, I am currently (coughs) reading the last book in my immediate vicinity that I can understand, uh, which is Life as a God. Life as a God. That is a good read. It's full of exciting, insane ramblings by that guy called Montgomery Compton from 1810. Yeah. I thought thought, thought it was Cat's autobiography. What am I running? D100. As you quickly leaf through this book. I got a pie number. <laughs> this book doesn't tell you anything about the dread secrets that you have learnt. So you can't use this book to prove you're not right. Oh. You may, however, roll me a hard sanity. Ah, sanity. My dump stat. No, no, he said you it. still are possessed by the desire to prove what you learned is incorrect. Which book are you going for next? Uh, I am out of books, but I know that the Necronomicon is nearby, so I'm going to go and get that. Right. Didn't, didn't, your... didn't we uh, lock that up in that really weird configuration, or have we yet to do that? No, it's just lying on the bed in Cat's room, and... Um, Cat can unlock the interconnecting door between rooms because it's not designed to be locked. 
didn't get uh, as far as de- we didn't get as far as de- as as designing and building the uh, complicated Necronomicon contract because this already happened. This all happened during the ensuing palaver. Right. Uh, Mateo and Oliver, you have finished securing that uh, unconscious Jack. You've got him into his bed. He's um, no longer bleeding. Mitch has gone for the doctor. What are you two doing? Okay, now I'm in the good girl. Um, no. Um, uh, I'm a bit at a loss now because it's like, okay, so we stopped Jack from whatever else he was trying to do. Um, uh, and we're just kind of, I, I would just be waiting because like, I'm not leaving him alone in case he suddenly wakes up and does something. Okay. Are you just staying around as well, um, Matteo? Keeping an eye on Jack until the doctor arrives? Have, have we heard? Actually, wait. That's oh, wait. One question: Do we hear the screams that we've no. been hearing? Like, no, no I didn't think so. Your listen roll to hear Penny. Yeah, that's why I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, I mean, if if we're expecting the arrival of a doctor, then we wait for Doc, I guess. Okay, Mitch and Penny, you bustle into the saloon car. There are other trade guests. Uh, there are staff serving drinks, and you bustle up to the doctor's table, who's having a beautiful creme caramel and a cup of coffee, and he's got his book propped up against the menu stand. Doctor, Penny and Mitch come bustling up. Medical oh, emergency! Mitch. Please, come and join me. No, medical emergency! Grab, run. <laughs> Dropped coffee all over suit. Don't care. <laughs> I leave you children alone for five minutes. <laughs> I ignore your sarcastic comment. <laughs> yep, yeah, I am whisked away. I should have made Craig roll up to see whether you'd moved. <laughs> Why would he have moved? He could have gone to the toilet. Well, it's too late now. Yes, it's too late now. (sighs) Although it would be funnier to bring the doctor trailing like a a length of toilet paper with his pants (laughs) around his ankles. I I, I would. I I feel like like Russet is just channeling kill Dr. Lucky again, where it's like, you know, the doctor moves on. That's why constantly chasing him around the train, trying to locate where he is. (laughs) To the the theme tune of the Benny Hill. (laughs) He's always in the last place. Someone just knocked on the front door. I'll be right back. A knock. A knocking without. Somebody knocking him up at this time of day. (laughs) We've no need to pick up a weird little phone thing to talk to people now. Oh, there is a weird little phone thing. Is that just his normal phone? (laughs) I... I, I, no, they, I, they, they I, took it with them. They just pulled it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just the case. <laughs> I, I, I will miss the. I will miss the weird noisy beep. Oh, I'm glad I got to visit the old place one last time. It was kind of nice. Yeah, I visited the old place, and then I visited the new place. <laughs> I don't like it. It's different. It's changed. <laughs> what we kind of check? 
Elizabeth just wanted to check when the rubbish was going. Oh, okay. Is that your new neighbour? Yes. The Queen. <laughs> Everybody thinks she's a dumb moral. She's down here at her South Croydon pad. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, yes. Cat. Scroll me a D100. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Apparently the Necronovkin doesn't know either. It's weird. <laughs> what the fact you didn't get a critical it's, fail. It's very obtuse and very difficult to read and, and you're you're just flicking through it frantically. Um uh, and the doctor and Penny and Mitch. Um Mitch is like, Well, Jack is bleeding out and losing lots of blood. The doctor should go to him first. And we don't know how to respond to that situation. Okay, well, what, well what's Cat going on? Well, that's the only medical emergency I'm aware of. Cat is going through literally every single one of our mythos tomes in a crazed furor and might just end reality by accident. How about you restrain her and I'll go see the un... I'm not trained in restraint! I'm a maid! <laughs> if, if anything, Craig, you should be very... Mitch. Great, you restrain great. her, and I'll go see the unconscious one. I will go, says Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch bustles into the room where you left uh, Jack and the doctor. Doctor, roll your medicine on Jack. Medicine. Bustling a lot this session. Mm. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot I was unconscious. Hang on, hang on. Uh, yeah, um, Oliver and Mitch have done a good job of binding his wounds. You, um replace their makeshift bandages with real bandages and give him some drugs to take mm. away the pain and to keep him asleep. Tasty, tasty drugs. And whilst we're doing that, Penny, um, Cat is no longer in the room where you left her. There were books scattered everywhere. But I imagine, seeing as she was rushing frantically, she left the interconnecting door wide open. Well, your luck. Nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Seems a little mean. Yes. Going <laughs> to walk in and be like, hello, Lady Vanderbilt. Come with me, Lady Vanderbilt. Mitch <laughs> just is going to try and pick you up under one arm. Roll me your sanity, please, now. Okay. See this going well. <laughs> Note the sarcasm. Ooh. Um, oh. the, the physical act of being lifted up off the floor makes you drop the book. And um, you're just kind of in a daze as Mitch is kind of just standing there with you tucked under one arm like that, that. <laughs> Lady <laughs> Vanderbilt, let's leave the evil book alone. Roll me your pal at hard now. Oh no! I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch gently nudges the Necronomicon clothes with one foot, and is like, it like backs out of that room, back into Cat's room, and is like, "Oh, she seems fine now, Penny." Maybe my cat isn't normally shell shocked and happy to be under an arm, so she's clearly not fine. I start tidying the room. Maybe you should move all the dark books of evil magic into the other room. 
Yeah, I'll do that, but I need to tidy as well. So I'll do that while I'm tidying. Right, yep. You deal with the stress however you need to, Miss Penny. I ignore that comment and just get on with it. That's a maid. You're very good at ignoring comments. Exactly. Doctor, having seen that Jack is slumbering and safe, you can go and deal with Cat. Um, she seems somewhat out of it, and Mitch is kind of standing guard, having tucked her into her bed. Well, Penny's bed. <laughs> Nobody knows whose bed is what whose anymore. <laughs> um, right, Miss Vanderbilt, what's going on here then? Um. Oh, hi. Hi. Um. Yes. What is going on? That is a good question. Roll your sanity again, Cat. Ah. You are feeling calm enough to <laughs> explain the dark things you have learned. Oh. Okay. Um. Things are. Well, we have a problem at the moment. Uh. And our problem is the object that appeared after uh, someone was reading the book. And we, um, so we need to keep the object not entirely dark, but not in sunlight either. That's our current aim. We need to keep that funny little crystal in moderate light. Yes, just a little bit of light. Not enough that it activates either way. Trap is a hedron. Mm. The trap is a hedron is currently under a blanket. Well, they're not known for... Unless it's a blackout blanket, I think we're okay. <laughs> we could make a tiny hole in the blanket. <laughs> so so what you're saying is, is that we have to keep something <laughs> very... Uh, we have to keep something uh, dark, oh, relatively dark in the middle of the desert. Okay, right. So we need a box with a light source in it. Basically, a, yes. a weak light source. Yes. Although to be okay, fair, I'm not here, so much is like. Well, it's just under a blanket in the ne- room next door. Does that count as being in the dark? Because blankets don't let much light in. I'm that... going to go and take the blanket off of it. I think that sounds dangerous. I. Probably just leave it where it is for now. Like say, I think I think having a blanket on it is better than not having a blanket on it. I I look to cat for direction. Um. Yeah, I guess it just needs to be a little bit of light, but all the time. Or I guess alternately, if it's in some light and then it's not in some light. So if it's in a blanket and out of a blanket at That's- some repetition. So what is do we, it? Do we have a small box, like a shoe box or anything like that? In fact, a better idea. I, I, I basically go to the bed bed stand and just pull out the drawer. Mm-hmm. You pull oh. out the drawer from the bed stand, you now have a drawer. Right. Penny, could you put the crystal thing in here and then just loosely put something on top so only a small sliver of light can get in through the edge? And maybe a thin sheet. Yes. Maybe a handkerchief. Hmm. I I do this thing. 
I find a handkerchief or a small sheet, go to the next room, flip the trapeze ahead, run quickly into it, touching it as little as possible. Job done. Okay. And now we need to keep hold of it quite a lot. Right. Now that we've settled settled that for now, we can find a more permanent solution in a bit. Okay. How are you? Uh, Also not good. Do you want to know why the trapezhedron is a problem? Yes. Okay. Uh, The trapezhedron is a problem. Roll your intelligence first, cat. Uh (laughs) The the trapezhedron is... Maybe you should gather the others and let them all know at once. So that no one else <laughs> can all go mad. I need paperweight. Matteo, can you drag uh, <laughs> the unconscious Jack in here, please? Uh, oh, yeah. Jack is probably leaving his bed for now. <laughs> yeah, I guess if we get everyone together and I can um, cause them the sanity loss altogether. I mean, sorry, what? Um, yeah, we can get everyone together. <laughs> yeah, um, is it possible for, it to, for us to lock? The, the bedroom doors from the outside. Uh, yes, but that won't stop the person inside from unlocking it. Um, They're like little latch keys. I would just like check with the doctor exactly how under Jack is. Oh, he's not waking up for a little while. Okay, I fine. I can spare five minutes then. I shall come hey. You all wander around and gather around Cat's bedside. Cat, you have a big glass of water now, and the doctor is looking after you. Oh, where's Jack? He is sleeping off a nasty leg wound. Oh. That I gave him. Oh. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was necessary. Incompetence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I guess we'll bring him up to speed later uh, if he's asleep now. But the trapezohedron is uh, a big problem because it is a direct link to the big bad that we're trying to avoid. Um, So it's entirely possible that uh, he now knows all of our plans and what we're doing. So that's a problem. So why don't we just separate ourselves from it and us? Just so I mean, we can separate ourselves from the 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 trapezoidion. The the problem then is then there's an artifact like that just lying around. It it's a I think a similar problem we've had with other things that were basically forced to carry around with us until we can find (laughs) someone better to give them to. Um, But in this case, it likely means that we have to drastically change what we're doing. because I suspect in all of the madness, uh, it's been able to find out about the plan, and therefore we should have a different plan. What if we suggest that we're having a different plan, but then stick with the original plan? (laughs) I don't think it's necessary to hear us. I I don't know, actually. Uh, Double, triple, quadruple bluff. It is a direct link. Da, da. Um, from what I've got, I don't know any different. Yeah, um, we, yeah, we are, we're found out. So we probably need to get rid of this in safekeeping and then go about some other plan. 
or potentially the same plan. Who, who do we have that we could give it to that to be possibly safekeeping? Uh, I am not sure. We're pretty far from everybody. Uh, like at worst, we could end up going all the way back to Egypt and trying to. Get You're still in Egypt. I can't remember. All the way who back I to know. Cairo, even and. What what if? What if? You're currently here on the train. What if we just post it somewhere? <laughs> just put it mm. just put it in the post and send it to somebody. They won't necessarily like it, but it will get under it. <laughs> it will remove it from us. Uh for maybe long enough that we can do what we need to do. <coughs> I'm pretty sure if we do that, we end up with a one ring situation. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a no. It needs either handing into a safe NPC's hands, or we have to cart it around with us. It's one of the two. Um, I don't know if Madal would take it. I doubt it. He only ever turns up when we aren't looking for him. Anyway. Well, if it's a matter of luck, uh, I guess we'll see. But um... Do you have any higher power type friends that would be able to dispose of it? The sort um... that you can literally just call to any location? Uh... I guess it hmm, it could be important enough then maybe Etienne would come, but if we can just take it into next week, then <laughs> by then we'll be done. Um uh, actually do I have I thought I did. Yeah, I do, but hmm. I think it probably is. Yeah, if I can try and get in touch with Etienne, but I'm not entirely sure if he'll take it. But I think it'd be worth trying to get in touch with. It's now really the best time to try and do magic after having a psychological episode. Can't. Well, no. <laughs> I thought the but solution at some point. We need to maybe get to the end of this train journey, and then. Are, are you just trying? I don't to think anything see... more is going to happen here on this train. Bold. You get the feeling <laughs> that if we take it, if we take it nearer our destination, it will start behaving strange and doing things that we don't want it to do. Uh, Probably saw... depends on which destination you're referring to. Doctor, I mean, are you referring to where we're planning to go into the duet, or are you referring to the bent pyramid? The latter. The latter is probably going to cause problems, I would imagine. Yeah, I was thinking, well, we get to Quina, and then we have to stop anyway, so we may as well regroup. We are a group. We may as well work out what we're doing, and then 
call Etienne and see if it's something that he's able to take off our hands in order that we can actually do anything because I'm not convinced we can make any progress while we still have it. I thought okay. perfect with it. In the meantime, yeah, we'll just keep it in that drawer. Yes. Uh, in terms of keeping an eye on it, and I, am I keeping an eye on it? As well as the Necronomicon and all the other books in my room? <laughs> I'm happy to keep it in my room. You've had, you've had a troubling, troubling morning already, so I'll take charge of that. All right, Doctor, you take the little little drawer with a handkerchief over it, and I'm like, I'm going to keep this away from all the crazy people. Are you right. going to make Cat sleep or possibly rest? Uh, definitely rest. Um, I won't force any drugs on her at the moment. As long as she's kept separate from all her books, so maybe we can lock the interconnecting door for now. Um, Are you going to give doctor's orders to Penny? Yeah. What do you tell her? Uh, She needs only rest. She's not to read any of those things, so just do what you do best with her under normal circumstances. Uh, Am I able to hear? All right, doctor. Yeah, he's standing right there in front of you, giving orders to your maid because he's your doctor. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not going to do any more reading, but I will, I guess, just keep everything together. So if no one else takes any of the books for the moment. I just yeah, don't they can stay to. in there, but you're not to go in there. You are to rest. Okay. Good. Oliver, I think you can go back and make sure our companion hasn't uh, had any more funny ideas since we got on this train. Uh, yes, I will resume. I th- I think I will probably take up guarding. Like, actually, yeah, no, I should probably I should probably be in with Oliver. So when he does wake up, you are Oliver. Yeah, sorry, not Oliver, Jack. When I can, he's gonna head back to his room. Uh, Matteo, what are you going? Oh, Matteo's probably gonna back to his room, and. Doctor, you take the trap of the hedron back to your room. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Jack, beloved Jack, I need you to roll me a pow, please. Oh, pow, my dump stat. I only tick that so many times. <laughs> and now roll me a constitution. Uh, Constitution, my other dump stat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You are asleep for most of the day. Oliver, you are keeping an eye on him. Mitch offers to go halves on you and also watch him for a while. Occasionally, <laughs> the doctor wanders in to, keep, to check up on him. It's going to take him a few weeks if not months to recover from all of the 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 gunshot wound to the leg but maybe someone has some magical healing they can use on him at some point jack get two hit points back ah my wounds they heal cat and 
Penny, what are you doing? Are you just keeping Cat comfortable? Cups of tea? Maybe a copy of Vogue? <laughs> just gently style her hair while she's reading a magazine and drinking tea. Copy of Vogue? Mm. Ah, uh, Penny. Are you okay today? There have been de- better days, my lady. Oh, yes. Uh, I would quite agree with that. Hey, roll oh. hairstyling, Craig, because you're angling to roll some dice. <laughs> <laughs> you make Cat look pretty. Damn right, I do. You put a hair in curlers, you serve a tea, you eventually take the curlers out. Yeah, you're looking after Cat. Cat, you are forcibly being looked after by your maid. Oh, this is good. Yes. The most strenuous thing you are allowed to read is what this season's nail polish colours are. Can we go to the and if any bar? of those colours are too vibrant, I'm taking the magazine away. I can't <laughs> be excited. So I guess that's a no for the salon car then. You were told to oh, stay in we bed. We were told to stay here. Oh, okay. I can get some stuff brought down to you. Yeah, there's food and something nice to drink. Maybe I not too make, nice, but <laughs> I make this happen. Yeah. What are this season's nail colours? Chartreuse, uh, puce, oh, and probably uh, let's go with heliotrope. Uh, so green, <laughs> green, pink, and something that isn't a color. I am fashionable? Question mark. <laughs> Dolled out in all of your highly fashionable green. I, I, I think I think the aristocrats in the nineteen twenties did you know wear wear very strange colors. Just imagine, like, actually, no, whatever th- this is going to be, this is going to set fashion for everyone nearby for a period of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a trendsetter now. <laughs> a... But, you know, I'm a shadow trendsetter. Cat's the trendsetter, but I'm the power behind the crown. <laughs> <laughs> you um, got, those, got those nail polishes and only, for some reason, only the colours of puke. Um... <laughs> Did Peter die? It has been a while since we saw him. He didn't he go looking for tea and that was it. When he came back, he just went to the bathroom, I think. Ah. Uh, the, the bathroom is also five miles away in, in uh, the other end of the house. It's like, I found my tea. <laughs> oh, the bathroom's back in Broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's a very large house, as previously established. <laughs> right. I, uh, I, I think the day mostly passes uneventfully now that people have stopped messing around with dark artifacts and evil books with a agenda. Um, it was your fault we had the we had the shining trapezohedron. No, it was entirely Cat's fault for being like, let's open the Necronomicon. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault you got blasé about the Necronomicon and how evil it is. Yeah, I know. I've never had it before. <laughs> look, look. We've never had it and it decide to really act up before. Mm. Because mostly, Mateo kept it closed in the bottom of a trunk for the past eight months. 
cat gets look. hold of it and it's like, open it, look, Penny, stuff it into your brain. Look, look. Hey, in, in this, I am blameless because I don't know. Penny is not genre aware yet. We've, we've, been keeping, my fault, but... <laughs> we've been keeping the thing as a bloody coffee book for so long at this point. <laughs> it's just it's just one of the things that's there lying around for casual reading. Jack, you eventually wake up in the evening. Um, you find Oliver sitting in your chair reading a book. You're groggy and you ache slightly and you appear to be... Um, Wrapped in bandages and lying in your bed. Ah, he's ready to go to a duet. <laughs> <laughs> he was seconds away from going there, regardless, <laughs> without necessarily the body to come back to. I don't, yeah. I don't want my heart weighed against a feather. I mean, come on, a feather. Jesus fucking Christ. Who gets passed on that one? That is a bit of bullshit. Oh, straight it's up a bullshit. metaphorical. It's a metaphorical feather. I do like the um, I do like the bit from American Gods where they're like, "Yeah, we used a really heavy feather. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be real bad to make it go down." <laughs> uh, um, Oliver, I say tentatively from my bed. Oliver, he's awake. Quick, execute him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was half tempted to do the click hello. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the sound of a hammer drawing back. <laughs> ah, what time did you say it was, Russet? It's like late evening, about nine p.m. at this point. Ah, good evening, sorry, Mister Jack. Please, Mister Jack was my father. <laughs> 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 Mateo was delicious. Bring me the rest of him the time I finish my meal. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Um, what do I remember? Uh, mostly everything. Uh, I run it through in my head and try to see if there's uh, anything I did that was too embarrassing. Uh, you remember biting Mateo? Oh yeah. <laughs> You were uh, you were trying to uh, unleash the Arthotep from the crystalline prison of the tr- shining trapezohedron. Mm, yeah, which is a pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Oh boy, is my face red with Mateo's blood? Um, <laughs> um, is there do I feel, to say? Do I feel strongly compelled to open the trapezohedron? No, has, no, has no. my mania lifted? Your 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 mania has lifted thanks to all of the drugs and sedatives the doctor pumped into you. Uh, but you are a little bit terrified by the fact that, despite thinking you were free of Nyarthadep's influence, um, he's clearly still got some claws into you. <laughs> Hooray! Um, you should probably roll sanity for that horrifying revelation. Not great. <laughs> Yeah, we go again. Yeah, the thing is, my sanity's so low. <laughs> <laughs> you do get a bonus die. Oh, you didn't need it. Uh, can I take the bonus die anyway? You can. <laughs> uh, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> but still a but pass. Still enough. I sort of, I sort of cringe a little bit, and I'm like, could you, 
Could you fetch me, Mateo? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, re- releasing releasing the Arthur Tep, very cringe. Um, I will. I will I would never hear the end of it for the <laughs> remaining seconds the world existed. You wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm there, aren't I? No, no. This is hours later. You've oh, gone back I, to your room. I, time has passed. Uh, you were in the tea chamber. You are summoned by Oliver because Matteo would like to talk to you. Yep. Oliver is staying around in case Matteo proves uh, Jack proves Frisky, and he's putting down. Next time, Oliver won't miss. Mm. <laughs> Just I'm in case. Sure. You're... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, carry on. I was just, I was just going to say, uh, like, just, just in case, uh, Matteo proves too delicious. <laughs> Where was I bitten again? The arm. The arm. It's all been bandaged up and looked after by the doctor. You should have your hit points back, Matteo. Good. Uh, but yes, Jack is lying in bed. He looks pasty white, and uh, you may now talk to one another. Mateo, I say quietly. Jack? Come closer. You <laughs> 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 bring the cover, <laughs> Um... I feel like I owe you an apology. That's a uh, uh, valid feeling. Why don't you uh, <laughs> follow through with it? <laughs> I'm sorry that I clubbed you in the head with a door, kicked you, and then bit a piece of your arm out. Is your arm okay? Uh, well... Put it this way, if uh, ever we need to identify you by your dental records, uh, I'm going to have a very very useful scar. (laughs) Oh, it's funny because we probably will at some point. (laughs) I think I'm going to need that for all of us by the end of this. (laughs) The only thing left... All of us is teeth. <laughs> a bleached oh. skull. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you can't just have teeth. You need at least a jawbone. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. Can you identify him from his dental records from this handful of teeth? <laughs> <laughs> it's a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where's, where's the picture? Uh... <laughs> Weirdly, he had 96 teeth. That's three people, you idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just secretly a shark. It's funny. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> so don't, don't mention sharks. Yay! Um, Mateo. Blahaj! 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 Mateo. No. Blahaj. No. Um... I can only apologize. I was gripped by a terrible compulsion. Mm. That thing that she has. We shouldn't have it. It shouldn't be anywhere near us. It's very, very, very bad. 
Mm, I, I shouldn't get too close to it in case it does this to me again, I say flatly. Well, flatly. Lord of I, th- I thought it might be dangerous, which was the main reason why I uh, concealed it for a, a long time. I was not quite aware how dangerous. It's a direct link to him, I say meaningfully. Mm. Well, we shall deal with it. Every second it's here, we are compromised. We may already be fatally so. Well, are you feeling better? Um, I feel weirdly fine. Okay. Oh. Do you know, Matteo, you are, you are delicious. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is this a compliment? Um, oh, it's like, Estel Matteo, would you like to? <laughs> I... I... I will see to it that we do something about the book. I'm not exactly sure what... It's it's uh, not it's, it's not the book it's it's the the object the the object the object the, the trap um, as we, a headron we, we, we're aware of what it is and we, cat has given us a briefing yeah the, and what it, what what did she say I say suspiciously that we have to keep it like dark what did she say what like, did she say it was uh basically what you said it's a it's a a metaphysical at the, at the, it could basically expose all our plans uh, yes it, it being near us is a terrible 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 thing and I really don't think I should get very close to it in case it possesses me again well, we have that anti-scrying thing don't we um I, I don't think that matters when we have this in our possession, he's he's go- If he doesn't already know what we're up to, he's going to very soon. We should get rid of it at the first opportunity, and by the first opportunity, I think maybe like flushing it, flushing it, the <laughs> you know, flush it down the toilet, throw it from a window, get the thing away from here. I mean, you could yes. just throw it off the train and uh, leave it in your dust. Do um do I have do I have <laughs> Jack's gone crazy, Oliver, do it. As a, <laughs> former, as a former member of the cult of the bloody tongue, uh do I have any particular knowledge about the shining trapezohedron uh well, that, Cthulhu mythos. that I might be able to roll my Cthulhu mythos about? Oh, this is gonna go poorly. Oh, no, you'd never heard of it before. Uh, you encountered it, summoning itself into this plane of existence. Oh, well. No, it, it has a terrifying avatar of Yalthep in it called the Haunter of the Dark. Uh, yes. Right. It's, it's got a bad thing living inside it that might come out at any moment. Mm. You failed, so you don't get to know that exciting tidbit. Which bit? 
I'm not telling you because you failed the roll. Oh, okay. That's there good. That was an exciting piece of knowledge that would have been really useful to know, but uh, you don't know it. Well, fine. So, I will speak to people about it with due urgency. I don't think I can explain how important it is that we get rid of that thing. You just did. Oh, well, good. In the meantime, could someone perhaps bring me some soup? I'll see to it. And maybe some croutons. That I see to it. I'm the maid. <laughs> you get what's coming to you. <laughs> I'd, I'd quite like my reward, please. My eternal reward. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. We'll, I was just going to say, we'll bring you the soup and we'll just start coming out of a hole, you know, like little snacks and be like, oh, oh, we didn't get all of them. <laughs> all right, Oliver, are you staying to keep an eye on Jack in case he goes crazy again? Um, I'm feeling like he's not too much of a danger at this point. Um, oh, please, I'm perfectly sane for now. What are you doing then, Oliver? Are you going back to your room to rest for a bit? Are you going to follow Matteo to whoever he's going to go talk to? I probably should get some food. I doubt I've eaten properly since this all started. Um, I, Jack, I ask you to stay here. Don't go anywhere. If you go anywhere, I'll shoot you. <laughs> also, also, maybe a light beer. Oliver goes to the dining car. Mitch is also in the dining car. Matteo, who are you going to go talk to about this horrible thing? At? Um, yeah. Let's try and figure out where... There's a knock at the door. It's about 9pm. You've had dinner in bed. You've had a relaxing, trouble-free day so far. But, Penny, do you answer the door? I go to the door and open it a crack to see who is knocking without. It is Nyarlathotep. Closed door. Wait. Bunch of what? Bunch of roses. And a box of Cadbury's milk tray. It's a tempting. I might, I might have to at least be civil if he's brought those. But no, it's Mateo. Okay. Mateo has not oh. bought a, a, a Cadbury's milk tray. Oh, good evening, Matteo. How can I help you? Ah. I'm looking to speak to Kat. Uh, I'll see if she's taking visitors. You know, she's had a very trying <coughs> day, so she might be having an early night. Uh, how important, important should I... Uh, okay, it's quite important. Uh, yes. I, I go over to Kat. Kat, Matteo's here. He says it's quite important. Would, would you like to see him more? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, please. I go over and open a door to let Matteo in properly. Um, do try and keep it brief, obviously. The doctor has said she absolutely needs rest today, really. Yes, of course. Would you like any refreshments while you're here? Um, uh, I will have a glass of water, please. I get Matteo a glass of water while he has his conversation with Kat. Um... 
So, uh... Mateo. How are you faring? Oh, I'm tired. I'm stuck in this room because the doctor says so, but... um, Yes. Hopefully. How far are we out from Quena, anyway? Uh, You are due to arrive in Quena at 10.30, so you're an hour and a half away from... Mm. No, no, you're not arriving in Quena. You're arriving in the... You need to drive across the desert to get... The train doesn't go to Quena. I thought we were going to Quena and then the train goes to Zendara, but... No. No. Okay. We are going to a place. <laughs> Once again, um, looking at the map of Egypt. You are travelling to the port town of Berenice. Aha. Once in Berenice, you will have to travel across the desert to Quena. Okay. So Berenice. Oh no, not Berenice. Uh, Safaga. Yeah, once you get off at Safaka... You will then travel to Quena by car. Mm. You're due to arrive in Safaka or Safaka or Safeku or however you say this place at about 10.30 tonight. You will then stay in the local railway station hotel overnight. And then your cars are booked for tomorrow morning. Okay. So, yeah, we're not far out. So we mm. can hopefully get this thing sorted out quite soon. But um, I have just been speaking to uh, to Jack, mm-hmm. who wanted to see me quite urgently. Um, oh, is he well? He was. I think he was injured earlier, wasn't he? Seems to be doing better, but um, needs rest. Mm-hmm. Um. He wanted to tell me that the what's it called? I keep on forgetting the name of it. The the shape of it. The a trapezohedron. Trape, trapezohedron. Yeah. He he wanted to tell me that the trapezohedron is a extremely dangerous item and should be as far away from our possession as uh, possible as we may be subject to being spied on uh, for as long as it's in our possession and and more. And so he suggests that we get rid of it even before we have reached our destination. I wanted to know what your thoughts are on this i am i would be in favor if i didn't think it might be worse um maybe i should come with you and speak to jack i know we both need rest but this seems like it might be important and i would ask him to come here but i don't think he will want to come here with (laughs) half a leg so (laughs) it is important um and I don't feel as if I am qualified to make decisions about such artifacts. And so I thought that your input might be necessary. Okay. Um, then let's go and see Jack. Uh, Penny, would you come with us? Boss, my lady. Okay. Uh, Jack, you get visitors. It's at. It's Penny, 
It's Mateo. They all pile in like, hello, Jack. I look extremely alarmed when Kat comes in and I say, you haven't brought it. She's like, oh. here! Oh, <laughs> oh it's not, why, why should we not do that? Right, before I do you, however, Doctor, what are you doing? Your patients are mostly behaving and staying in bed. You have a cursed artifact under a handkerchief in your mm-hmm. room. Yeah. Um, I was reading something, wasn't I? You were. You were reading your book. Wasn't it Translated Black Rites? It was the Translated Black Rites of Louvre Carafe. Right. I probably have recontinued that, I think, because the only patient who would probably I'd need to talk to needs bed... Well, the two patients I need to talk to needed bed rest, and I gave them those instructions, so I'd have probably just kept reading that. Okay. Please roll me an English... A whole English. Go on the floor and roll, Flinty. <laughs> You're English. A full English. Full English. Right. Uh, this is the English translation, so it is a lot easier to read. You have now rolled enough to have finished reading it. You may read through the entire book. There's the book. <laughs> Black right. There you go. Right, so five. Finished it. I need to do the 2d6 sand loss, don't I? You do. Did I not? Oh, and that's get... right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd only done the skim read. I hadn't done the full study. That's and right. you get plus 8 Cthulhu Mythos. Yay! It's a special treat just for you, Doctor. Let's hope you don't go insane. Anybody else goes and say I'm shooting. Really? Right, nine sanity. I mean, you don't have to worry about an insanity episode because this has happened over the course of you reading the whole book. How so, much? Um, Cthulhu? Eight. Eight. Okay. I will read. Okay. Jack, Cat, Penny, and Mateo walk in. They're all carrying clubs. <laughs> They look uh, like chair legs wrapped in uh, soft blankets. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like the uh, the chocolate biscuit. If you yeah. like a lot of biscuit in your chocolate, join our club. Now, sort of fancy a uh, club. The orange ones were the best. Orange ones are good. I didn't like them. I'm not a fan of cho- orange chocolate. Mint, uh, mint, not for me. Craig, but it's, but it's not orange. It's not orange chocolate. It's chocolate with orange in it. No, no, it tastes, just tastes like orange chocolate. Tech cherry's chocolate orange. I don't like that either. Craig, Craig, we're in complete agreement here. Orange chocolate is the worst. Mint chocolate. Mint okay. chocolate is where it's Someone so say it's weird. the worst. I just don't like it. So the people who do like it can have my share. Mint chocolate is also fine, but orange chocolate is better than mint chocolate. Mint chocolate is more fine than orange chocolate to me. Oh. What about sorted caramel chocolate? That's absolutely fine. Terrible. I've a salted caramel club. Right, there is. Yeah, talk to Jack. Ah, Jack, how are you feeling? Um, fine now. Although I really would like to be further from that hellstone. Is it actually 
bad enough that we should just get rid of it now and then someone stumbles across it and hastens the demise of everything or um, should we try and deal with it sensibly when we actually get where we're going in an hour and a half it's a real question because i know a little bit about it, it sounds like you might know more uh i know less than you'd think its secrets are big <laughs> oh, top top work memory thank you <laughs> <laughs> its secrets are big, biggest most, even amongst the highest levels of the cult. It is one of our biggerest secrets. <laughs> you think Jack might still be tripping on those drugs? Yeah. I rub the lump on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, its secrets, they are large. Um, Voluminous. Voluminous. <laughs> Maybe I mean, an hour, for, an, yeah. an hour and a half might be fine, but also it might possess me again, which I'm really not keen on. I didn't realize that he was still able to do that, but he can. I am glad you're still with us. That thing is the biggest threat to our mission so far. Uh, I'm... Will me your... Cthulhu Mythos hat. Git can do that. Git, git. Oh, yeah. The problem is, the, the more one knows about the Mythos and the dark horrors lurking behind the curtain, the more of a threat the Shining Trap as a Hedron is to them, especially if you sleep near it. Probably safer in the hands of someone like the Doctor or Penny for now, who know little but is it still, are we We still better trying to just like cast it out to the tracks and then maybe it's weeks before someone finds it or do we actually a horrible want to try dark artifact. Someone will probably trip over it in half an hour, hold it out to the noonday sun going like, oh, I wonder what this is. That's what I'm thinking. And also yeah. it will end up somewhere in the sunlight and that will be bad as well. Oh, I have a suggestion, but I'm not in the room. Uh uh, fine. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Because then I will not attempt to go, oh, yeah, I know all about this stuff. I'll keep hold of it with my massive mythos knowledge. That would also be bad. So, yes, this is... Um, then... You do also, however, know one more thing, Cat. Mm -hmm. The Haunter in the Dark is a manifestation of Nyarlathotep that is lifting directly out of the dreaming. The more people dream near it, the wider the gate gets until it will just be like, it's like, it's not a, it won't happen. It will eventually just pop it open and he'll be like, hello, I'm here now. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? The Haunter of the what? The Haunter of the Dark. Well, we and don't the need haunter, sleep, right? <laughs> a Haunter can track a linked human wherever they shall go. Who is a linked human? Anyone who's touched it, you know, mentally, like Jack or Penny or you, who summoned it. Good. There is only one safe way to deal with it that you know of, and that is to place it in a specially prepared box, which will sever its connection to people, and then you can safely leave that box in a bank somewhere. Okay. But you don't know how to make one of those magic boxes because... The elder things used to make them 64 million years ago. 
Uh, then I'll have to talk to Armitage. <laughs> and maybe he will know, maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be available. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you sent him a telegram saying, uh, saying trap as a hedron, and he'll probably just pop out of a door next to you. <laughs> Possibly. It might be that important. I'll be like, uh, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. Goodbye. Hmm. Where are you going to put it? A volcano. We could have one of them in China. I could make one right now if you want one. Oh, he's going to tell me off. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's going to send it. you home to your children and <laughs> beloved husband and be like, bad Lady Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Mm, no cookie. Sit in your palatial mansion and think about what you did. <laughs> mm. Uh, what's the date? The date? Yeah. <laughs> the date is... Uh, you can make me look at the calendar. It is the 30th <laughs> of October, 1925. Halloween is tomorrow. Yay. Yay. Wait, this is a Halloween episode, technically. No, no, it's September. It's not Halloween. Uh, yeah, Nido, the game, it, it's... It's it's October. Halloween is literally tomorrow, Nido. I'm confused. In the game. Oh, in the game. Oh, that doesn't count. In real life, we're playing the game on the third of no- September, twenty twenty-two. But your characters, Nido, the people you're pretending to be, it's oh. the thirtieth of October, nineteen twenty-five. So, oh, okay, it's Halloween for your characters. Right. Playing thing you're doing? Yes, yes. I I remember now. I remember now. It's it's confusing. Oh, that's confusing, Nino. <laughs> it's very confusing. I just explain role play again, so we we cover all. The yes, things. yes. I think I missed something at the start. <laughs> I've been I've been summoning these things in real life all along. So sorry. Uh, so we've got a couple of months and then. So what is your plan to deal with the shining trap of the hedron? Well, oh. Wait until you reach Safeka and uh, deal with it there? Yeah, that's still my plan. Although we haven't got very long before we'll have to start trying to sleep. But yeah. Right. Let's give it a go. <laughs> the train journey comes to an uneventful ending. You arrive safely at the end of the line, and you transfer across to the hotel you're staying in until your cars are ready tomorrow morning. It must be about 11pm by the time you've all transferred across to the hotel. Oh, no, that is the wrong map. This map. Are people going to bed, or are you gathering to talk about dark artefacts? Do we have to? Do you gather everyone together? Uh... Do we have anything to discuss? Well, I guess we should share this knowledge of um, being careful. So, yeah, let's come together. You get Oliver, the Doctor, and Mitch together in your room. Doctor, do you take the stone with you so it's no longer out of your sight, or do you leave it in your new bedroom in the hotel? Keep it on my person. Like, we're on a train, you know, nobody could come in or out, but now, now we're somewhere we're else. A, we're not on a train. You have arrived at the station hotel. Okay, you all gather. The doctor is holding a drawer that he has stolen from the train. <laughs> it has a handkerchief over it. 
We're very I rich. We can all contain tomorrow morning. <laughs> Has there been some time to discuss that Jack doesn't really want to be anywhere near it? And um, You haven't really had time to tell anyone. You've all been transferring from train to mm-hmm. hotel. But so far, it doesn't seem to be doing anything in its little box. Well, its little drawer. Okay. All right. So we have an artifact that everybody wants to touch. Don't do it. Um, like the opposite of the lure. <laughs> it's so touchable. Okay. So I think, what well, by now everyone knows that it needs to be kept in a kind of partly lit place. Yes, it needs to be kept twilight. in like twilight, which is why it's currently under a handkerchief. Mm-hmm. So, I like the doctor's just like, I'm going to put this on the table. <laughs> so I think, well, from reading and from kind of working out what it is, it needs to go in a box, but I don't know how to prepare the box. So I was going to see if I can contact someone who might be able to tell me more about how we can make this thing safe to mm. put in a deep, dark vault somewhere. Yeah, I'd rather not lug this thing around if it's that dangerous. Yeah, it wouldn't be good to try and carry it with us. And once we've managed to put it somewhere, then we still need to actually work out what the plan is, because I'm not entirely sure we can continue with it. Uh, I mean, oh no, we definitely can 100% continue with it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Two very opposite things there, my lady. Oh, that was... um, Never mind. Uh, okay, so I think then I should try and get in touch with Armitage. Time zones are favourable. They are. Uh, somehow I don't think that's a problem for him. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, uh, Call up Professor Armitage. You're doing it right there in front of everyone. Um, <laughs> no. <What a> treat. <laughs> you scootle into your room. Scootle, scootle. Uh. Spend 10 MP and then roll your pal. Spend in my MP. <gasps> then roll me a luck. Ah. Uh, oh, is he in? I have the luck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the mirror goes foggy for a moment and then it clears and uh, Dr. Armitage and Etienne are both peering through at you. Oh. Ooh. Oh. They're like, Miss Vanderbilt, um, how can we help? Ah, uh, hello, uh, Dr. Etienne. Um, yeah, sorry, it's it's not been so very long since I was last in touch, but I've I've come across quite an unusual artifact, and I was hoping for some advice as to how we can best um, make it safe, I guess. Okay, what have you found, and why did you disturb it? Um, it was an accident, but we have found the Shining Trapezohedron. Uh, 
Dr. Armitage stares at you and then turns to look at his desk and is like, no, you haven't. It's here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And we just just ripped a hole through time and space. (laughs) We've definitely got one of them. Or should I go back and make sure that we don't have it anymore? I mean, this is the only one known to exist on Earth. Known. Ah, ah. Crystalline shard of 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 chaos. Now you know know that two exist. Should I go and get our one now? (laughs) I use it as a paperweight. (laughs) I'm not going to cause any strange paradoxes if I do this, am I? (laughs) You might cause a paradox if it's the same one. If it's not the same one, and you somehow manifested a second one then you have three choices for dealing with it. Okay. You need to work out who it is linked to and cut their heart out uh, whilst they are conscious. This will sever the link and the crystal will crumble back into dust and darkness. Okay. Um, We could try to contain it in a container like the one mine is contained in, but it will take some time to create such a device. Um, mm-hmm. or you could try smashing it with a hammer. <laughs> what? Hammer, hammer. <laughs> if it is new and it is not currently li- actively linked to anyone, you could shatter it before it fully crystallizes. This will break it if it's new. It is very new. Um. What are the downsides of that, given that you left it to last? If it is still tangentially connected to anyone, it might shatter their mind as well when you crack the facets of the crystal into oblivion. Ah, okay. But it is the fastest and quickest way to get rid of it. Yes, I'm quite enamoured of the third option, actually. Well... Go and hit it with a large hammer and uh, hope that anyone it is tangentially connected to can weather the mental storm of energy as it backlashes at them. Oh, I like this. We're going to be spinning the roulette reel. Yeah. How long? If we I need... will strike the trap as a headrun. <laughs> <laughs> if we need to prepare something for it, I'm just thinking just in case this doesn't quite work as we expect, what do we need to do in about how long is it going to keep us here? Um, Ow. It would probably take me about four months to build a containment unit ah, for it. That's will have ended the, by then. The way. <laughs> I'm not sure if we will have that kind of time. It's too long. <laughs> but as we grow closer to the Doomsday event, my ability to transfer time is growing more and more limited. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend you smash it with a hammer and hope that anyone it's got its filthy little claws into um, can survive. I don't want to be clawed. <laughs> this seems like the best plan. <laughs> thank you for your help. Okay, good luck. If you need, if it doesn't work, um, we'll try the containment plan, and Etienne will try to move through time, but that is very risky. Mm. All right, thank you very much.
Are you going to warn anyone, Cat, or are you just going to come in with a hammer and be like, smash? <laughs> um, I will probably... You need to not let anyone prepare for it and just be like, hammered! Yeah, I think, actually, I'll just go straight on to that and it will potentially be me that does it. Not that strength is my big <laughs> forte. Um... No. Okay. Uh, I will go in back in and I'll um yes, I'll I'll present myself again. Okay. Uh well, we can all kneel and worship at thy feet. Or look Excellent. up from their cups of tea. <laughs> okay. That was simple than I thought we need to smash it. We need to smash it now. Oh. Okay. That seems rather simple. Shall I go get a hammer, my lady? Yes, please. Am I there as well, sorry? Yeah, you are there. Are you I sure go it... to get a big hammer. How sure are you that it hasn't linked to, to anyone yet? I hasn't told um... us anything about that oh. yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was I was... It needs to be smashed. <laughs> okay. If you say so. Yeah. There are some risks with this approach, but of the options we have, it's the one we can do. And oh, therefore... what are... risks? Yeah. You know what? I don't want to know them. I just want this dealt with. Let us deal with the thing. Penny comes back in carrying a hammer. Where is it then? The doctor wow. puts it on the table. <laughs> you kind of like tip it out of his box. Uh, no, I'll no, keep we're... it in the box because uh, I'll just arrange it so the handkerchief is still covering it, but it's pretty obvious where it's lying in the box. Just, just to be clear, I'm not there, right? No, you're there. I hope not. Ah. <laughs> we we are on different pages. <laughs> yeah, you're here. No one. I did say everyone gathers together in Cat's room. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, welcome to the that... Crystal Smashing Parlor. Um, maybe you were on the loo and you've just got back. <laughs> you arrived just in time to see the hammer coming down. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry about that. When you gotta go, you gotta ah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm sitting as far as possible from that fucking thing. Right, who's using the hammer on the crystal? I, I say to Cat, do you mind if I take the first swing? It's just it was me. It crawled through. Uh, go be go for it, Penny. Roll strength, Penny. I take my really dumb stat strength. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, fuck no. it, I will luck that by five. Uh, Penny, you hit the shining crap as a hedron and its handkerchief with your ballpoint hammer, like crack, crack. Ballpoint. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a hammer you can use as a pen. It's, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was just like the hammer famously made by Mister Byro. <laughs> yeah, this this hammer was invented in Hungary by Laszlo Biro. What's wrong with that? <laughs> He invented many things in his life. <laughs> the ball, the point, the pen, <laughs> and the hammer. He mixed up, he mixed up, ball, he mixed up ball point and ball peen. We've all done it. <laughs> right, Jack and Penny, I need you both to roll me... I don't want to. Extreme cow. That's, that's not going to happen, Russell. <laughs> Goodbye, my uh, friends. Oh, well, never mind. It's been oh, a good huh? one. <laughs> uh, this oh. does feel like almost the sort of thing we should luck. 
Oh, if we oh, you got hard you, you are in territory, but <laughs> how much, how much do we need to use for that? Uh, Arona needs 22, and you need 18. Fuck it, I'll lock it. So that will be 41 left. I could do this, but it would leave me with 19 luck. <laughs> yeah, but we'll if you don't do this, this is probably going to <laughs> yeah. leave us dead. Yeah, alright, alright. I'm going to spend 19 luck. Hey, both of you feel a horrible, sharp hug on your very souls. Like something has been snapped and severed and it's left its little hooks in your soul, but the hooks are no longer attached to anything. And you both, like, uh, almost scream so loudly that the screams are beyond the subsonic hearing level of humans. And then there's just nothing. The crystal has crumbled into dust. So, to be clear, you said we almost screamed so loudly. Does that mean we didn't actually scream at all? No, you screamed. You just didn't quite phase out of hearing range. But it got very high-pitched for a moment. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, you have shattered the shining, shining Travis Hedron that Cat made. I would uh, like to put forth a motion that we don't make another of those. I fall back in the chair very sweatily, and I'm like, I feel good. I feel I good. Know, I sit down for a rest. <laughs> I feel good. Better we definitely did. We definitely did the right thing. Better out than in. If someone could bring me some more soup. Yeah. <laughs> I would ask Penny to do that, because that's her job, but... I get up and go and get some soup. <laughs> Roll your constitution, Penny. <laughs> gets up and immediately falls over. I get up and get some soup. <laughs> Focusing on doing your job, it makes you feel better. Uh... Alright, dark, horrible artifact from beyond time and space dealt with, but Nyarthotep probably knows all your plans. Yeah. Uh, so... Maybe you should all sleep and decide what you're going to do tomorrow. So, do we go to another hotel? Is there another hotel? I don't know. Um, There probably are some boarding houses you could switch to, but this is a very small port town on the coast of the Red Sea. There aren't many hotels in this town. Mm. Maybe okay... we need to ask ourselves, surely, is are there likely to be any cultists within a day's travel of this remote village, town? what I'm wondering. Because if uh, not, we just stay here. <laughs> or there's cultists everywhere, in which case it doesn't we, really matter. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we could probably make it for a night, but yeah, working out what we're actually going to do, which... Maybe to continue on to Dendara, but... Wow. I don't see what other plan we can possibly have that has any chance of success at this point. Mm. That, that's the thing we're saying. Oh no, what if Nyalfotep knows all of our plans? And the fact is, we only have one plan left that has any remote chance of success. Assuming he doesn't know. So... What choice do we have? Mm, I guess we'd only end up trying to find something else to do and 
Uh, yeah. Okay. No. Fair enough. Let us sleep on it as well. And. Mm. I mean, I assume we are still all together to talk about this. You are still all together. Has anybody else got any view on it then? Because I don't honestly see what other answer we possibly have at this point. I mean, doing doing exactly what our plan was before he found out what our plan was is surely the last thing he expects us to do. (laughs) It was dangerous before and it's maybe more dangerous now. So... Whatever. <laughs> Tick the anachronism box. No, I... uh... um, yeah. I, I'll is there anything that my like spying capabilities would teach me about what I would do if like all of my plans were discovered for a particular thing and I needed to? Uh, yes, none of them really apply to um, supernatural god entities that want to eat the world, knowing all of your plans. Roll me your intelligence, however, Nido. Let's have a look. I'm just trying to think whether, because like, it's like, basically, this is like operational, has operations been compromised, but doesn't necessarily send sort of thing. Oh, Wow. I have the dumb. <laughs> Shoot everyone, and then <laughs> you will know the plan, and um, all will yeah, be well. Uh, that's not a plan. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, never mind. No never mind. Nido, your training has not prepared you for dark gods. I mean, yeah, this isn't in the manual. Right. Do you all sleep or do, to possibly rest and come at this with a fresh mind in the morning? Uh, am I happy enough that the trapezohedron is The trapezohedron is definitely gone. destroyed. Good. Penny and Jack didn't explode. <laughs> Hooray! They nearly exploded, but they spent luck. Hooray! I feel that was wise use of luck. It was. I was going to kill you if you didn't. It was a wise use of luck up until the point where we need that luck in yeah. 10, 10 to 15 minutes' time. Don't worry, at least we get to bring everyone down to your luck level now. Hooray! 19. Oh yeah, group luck rolls are on Jack now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Just have some relaxing days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of, lot of lovely relaxing days coming up in the future, I'm sure. I mean, tomorrow's Halloween. Maybe you could go to a nice Halloween party here in 1925 Egypt when you're about to travel through the desert. Right. Everyone sleeps. No one has any cursed dreams because you destroyed the shining trap as a headron. Yay! Is anyone for any other reason? Uh, No, no. No one has any cursed dreams tonight for any reason. The Necronomicon is closed. Jack's connection with Nyarlathotep is currently asleep. Desperately like us to move on with the plot. (laughs) Want to finish this game this year? (laughs) (laughs) 
He's the one who introduces all these little diversions. No, I just have to react to the fact that you guys didn't check your pilot before you went in a plane because Nido was asleep. You let the NPC bubble people do it. We thought yeah. we were safe. Yeah, yeah. well, n- now you've learned a lesson. The NPCs aren't, must never sleep. As, aren't as trustworthy <laughs> as you. Safe and incompetent. <laughs> I mean... Craig was late because... It's not Craig's fault, because Craig was officially late because he warned us all. Nido's fault, because he should have been there. (laughs) And Foxby's fault. Right, you sleep. Your plan was, the next morning, if you're going to pile into your jeeps and drive inland to Quena, where you need to go to the Temple of Hathor, and some of you need to go and talk to Anubis. Hooray. El Logo. He's he's the best boy. <laughs> are any of you doing anything untoward, changing your plans, or are you just going to get up, get breakfast, pile into the Jeep, and hope you can stay far enough ahead of the cult that they don't quite catch up with you? Uh I really don't like it, but it's still the best plan from my point yeah, of view. Yeah, <laughs> um, unless any of you have got like a, a magic transportation spell hidden away somewhere. Well, but you know, like, like a did, useful one. Like, what would we do? <laughs> what, what, what happens next? Yeah, we could just get there really oh. fast. Uh, yeah, actually getting there. Do you want to punch a hole really in the time and space from the shores of the Red Sea to the Temple Ooh. of Hathor in Dendar? Yes, I think I do. Time and space. Uh, Last time you made a gateway cat, it worked perfectly. Yeah. You and Felix <laughs> saved the day and everything. It's, it's there's not ever even... time for it, it's probably now. I, I think so. It's not even that far on the grand scheme of things. Okay. It is 80 miles. All right. You're going to make me get the rules, aren't you, Cat? Yeah. There's a there's a line in the rules. Like I have two lines <laughs> and none of them tell me how it works. What would smashing the crystal count as a scheme comes undone? No. It's not really a scheme. <laughs> it was the scheme. I think it was more of a fun little side project. Yeah. <laughs> he saw a chance. He went for it. It got scuppered. It really is no skin off his nose. Mm-hmm. Any but... of his many noses. <laughs> <even>. <laughs> I like the part where if we didn't know any better, it's like just smash the thing, and that could have worked immediately. Yeah, would have been safer. Yeah, <laughs> no skin off my. We're too, we're too, we're too uh, Cthulhu scarred to even dare to do that. Ow! 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 Right, cat. Going to cost you five pow okay. and five oh, hours no. to make a gate. Yep. 
would you are you going to just do it and then tell everyone like you're going to send everyone out to get their equipment and their gear for being in the desert and then whilst they're out getting ready you're just going to sort this out uh yeah i think if everyone gets equipment and i still going to take the jeeps through the gateway because that means you need to make it big enough for cars or you're going to walk through um Is it a problem if it's big enough for cars? We've still got to get all that stuff there. Yeah, and you need to get back. No, no, it will cost the same. It okay. just will take slightly longer to build. Yeah, that's fine. All right, okay. Cat uh, sends you all out to get the Jeeps and get all of the desert survival gear and equipment that has been ordered, while she stays in the courtyard behind the hotel and prepares things. And does a spell. Would someone be staying with me? Who do you want to keep with you? You're the boss. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should keep Jack. He's a wizard supreme. I don't think I'm a wizard supreme. I think I might be a chicken supreme. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sort of pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't help but actually using Blarge as, as a pillow again. He is a lovely soft pillow boy. Blarge. Hmm. Who are you keeping with you? You could keep Penny, but Penny might be more useful getting equipment. You could keep Oliver, the man whose job it is to make sure you stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a hint. Just a hint. He's wow. he's so good at that so far. I mean, I mean she's yeah. still alive. <laughs> yeah, great, great. You're doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Your dearest friend and chum, whose life you utterly ruined when you um, hired him to be your exhibition boy in Peru five years ago. I think you mean expedition. Yeah. <laughs> exhibition boy is very different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is cat we're talking about. She might have hired him to be both. There were a lot of skimpy jungle outfits Matteo had to wear. Who are you keeping behind? You can keep the doctor. He seems calm, sensible, and unflappable. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I you will... keep Mitch. He'll keep you entertained with soufflés and spinach puffs. Food. A distraction. <laughs> spinach puffs. That's what you need whilst you're punching a hole through time and space. Um, a distraction. How about I keep Jack and Oliver here if they... Yeah. Hey, you keep Jack and Oliver. Everyone else you send out to get supplies. Right. Penny, Butler, Mancy, please. Come on, right. uh, Matteo and um, Gregory and Mitch, roll me your desert survival, please, or just your survival if you don't have desert. I don't think I have desert, so... Do you have normal survival? No, I can't survive. Okay, you're just carrying boxes and doing what Penny tells you to do. Uh, you can, however, roll me your medicine. Matteo, mm-hmm. roll me a survival. Survival. Uh, that's not a very good... Oh, wow, okay. Uh-huh. Let's Remember stick to that. It. Um... 
working alongside Penny, you've done this travel through the desert before. Whilst Penny is a competent lady, um, it helps to have someone who's actually been through the desert on the team as well. So you're helping get the correct kind of tents, the correct kind of robes to wear. Uh, you know, Penny's like, this will be enough water. And then Matteo's all like, no, triple it. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor, you are stocking up on medical gear. You used quite a few of your drugs on that train journey and after crashing a plane. And your supplies, half your supplies wound up at the, at the bottom of a lake after all. So you are kind of having to restock from scratch. Yep. You had like you had like the supplies that were in your little carry bag, uh, like all the actual supplies in the boxes and suitcases sank. They're gone. And you also remember to buy everyone new clothes. Hmm. Because like, aside from cat's luggage full of dark books uh, that Penny rescued, um, no one else's luggage wound up at the bottom of a lake after you crashed your plane into it. Uh, so, yeah, you are preparing. There are three jeeps for a lot of you with supplies all piled up in the back. You are preparing. Very well done. Cat, you have Oliver and Jack alone. You, you've paid some money, so the courtyard around the back of the hotel is now empty and no one's allowed out here. Would you like to tell them your plan? Ah, yes. Jack, Oliver, uh, I figured we could save some time on our expedition by not actually doing the expeditioning bit <laughs> and just kind of um, opening a door and turning up in Dandara. That seems like Ooh, a good idea, given okay. that we're trying to get there in a hurry. Okay. Uh, what can possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a was that a genuine question or a, or a statement? Um, I mean, I'm only half being facetious. I have done this before. I mean, true. I mean, I I actually have full confidence in this. Success. This is the one thing I've seen you, you do. Success. That's how we got here. Oh wait, no, we took Etienne, didn't we? Um, He's not a we took the we took the Etienne. It does sound like it does sound like a like an Italian underground equivalent train um uh, mm, um well it would certainly get a drop on the cultists if they can't ambush you in the middle of the desert because you're already at the destination this is true imagine them there a week later out in the desert just going they haven't been by yet where are they we only brought enough water for one week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like i feel like it's disruptive but i don't i just can't let nino get away with thinking that etienne uh laurent de marigny is is an italian name <laughs> <laughs> french nino he's from french look, new orleans look look his name is etienne <laughs> it's like the frenchest of names yeah. Not Etienne, no. No, I can't. St- I have to admit that's not true. The Frenchest of names is, of course, Francois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Francois is a little bit more French, but Etienne is definitely fighting for the title there. I mean, his name is even Etienne Laurent de Marigny. I mean, how. 
How yeah. how less Italian could he be? Look, I am not responsible for have my you... ability to tell different European countries apart. <laughs> have you thought he was Italian all this time? I haven't. Um, I, mean, I haven't really kind of I acknowledged. Been doing like, a really awful Italian accent, otherwise, Nido. Mamma mia! Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> mamma mia! At least once. Yeah, he does. He does chicken out of accent. It's a me, Etienne. Right, Jack. Cat has just announced her intentions to punch a hole through time and space. Would you I... like to help and/or observe? <laughs> to help or hinder. Um, while she does it, I'm going to throw rocks at her. Not big, <laughs> not big rocks, but, you know, just enough to hurt. No. Um, um, I, it sounds like a really good idea to me, uh, because obviously now he definitely knows our plans and our... I was going to say our motivations, but he... I mean, they're pretty clear. <laughs> Stop yeah. the bad man. Um yeah, let's let's go. Let's take let's let let me help you with my magical essences. Yes, this is a plan. Let's do right. the plan. Uh are you having Oliver help or are you just having him stand guard? Uh Oliver can stand guard. Okay, Oliver, roll your spycraft. Is under arts and crafts, but it's not alphabetical for <laughs> it's some reason. Craft. It's a craft of some kind. Ugh! What the hell? You are a really bad spy, but you're standing Why? guard. Um, dice. Hate you. Hopefully, no one comes along. Right, uh, Jack, you're helping cat. So, cat, roll pow with a bonus die as you teach Jack how this works. I He's an ex cultist, so it should be relatively easy for him. Well. <laughs> <laughs> 20 or 20? <laughs> I mean, Jack is a competent sorcerer. Yeah. Says that on my, uh, on my business cards. Competent. Uh, <laughs> 5 POW, please. Jack, are you helping with the POW cost? Or you just. Uh, yes. Okay. Flip five between two, however which way you want. I'm 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 gonna take the two. Okay. Stop fiddling around with my character sheet. I need to give you something. <laughs> well I I was in edit mode. You can't be in edit oh. mode too. It's fine, you already know the gate spell anyway. A refresher course. <laughs> okay. Um are you opening the gate so it is active? So no one else has to spend MP when they travel through it? Or are you going to just make everyone spend MP and make a power roll when they go through it themselves? Uh, I will open it so it is active. Hey. That's two MP cat, and then seven sanity needs to be spent. Okay. Seven? 
Yep. Okay. You're you're opening the gateway and inoculating everyone from its strange uh-huh. variances. So you're taking the sanity losses. You understand the strange wisdoms behind the gate's fabric. Mm-hmm. And uh, you eliminate the risk of, I don't know, Craig trying to go through the gate and fucking it up and going somewhere else. I <laughs> like, don't do that. Like you could accidentally, Craig could step through the gate and instead of stepping out the other side, he could step through into the dimension where gravity is 70,000 times as powerful. Why? Why would I do that? Because gateways are piercing through the dimensions of Daelof. Why me? I just picked you at random because you're top left of the video corner. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. You could go to the dimension where atomic bonds don't exist. Speaking of which, that's two hours. All right. Uh, you have opened a gateway from this hotel in Safaka to the temple complex of Hathor in Dendawa, bypassing the town of Quaino entirely. We have given them such a tourist attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Step through this magical portal. And the gates be not visible when they're not active. Yeah, once the gate closes behind you, it won't be visible. Are they they bi-directional? No. Oh, they are. Oh. Yes, because if it's if it's a one-way oh, gate, then they've yeah, got an excellent done. trash disposal thing. Yeah. We just throw all our rubbish in the mystery hole. Who knows where it goes? The Temple of Hathor. <laughs> Slowly filling with garbage. <laughs> right. Penny, Dr. Isaacs, and Matteo, you arrive back at the hotel, driving three dreeps. Um, mm. They are laden down with all the supplies one might need for travelling into the desert. And you find Cat, Jack, are doing something. They've, they've drawn some sort of strange chalk emblem on the floor and up the wall of the hotel. And it is slightly glowing with a strange vermilion light that is making your eyes hurt in the mid-afternoon sunlight on the coast of the Red Sea. And Oliver's just kind of sitting on a... Um, crate nearby having a cigarette he hazes bad today and he's talking to you now what's all this then ah um so this is our way to get to where we're going yes for jeeps we bought them just as you wanted my lady yes we must now take everything with, we're, we're taking on the expedition and go through this. Through what? This gate. You've drawn a gate on a wall. Yes. Basically, we are saving time. It's going to take us quite a long time to get where we're going, and we want to get there much quicker. So we're going this way. If you could drive at the gate at speed, that would be... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Am I to assume, my lady, that something will happen to this wall when we drive into it? Yes. <laughs> it will crumble. Yeah. <laughs> it will fall down. Have you, <laughs> yeah, have you heard the term <laughs> crumple zones? <laughs> no. I do like that after everything you've been through, people are still like... Now, is Kate saying... 
cat saying real things, or has she just gone farming and wants us to ram a wall? Walk into wall. Penny walks oh. into the wall. Penny. <laughs> the oh, gate no. has been primed with MP and uh, is open. Uh, okay. Penny. Uh, but everyone else in the courtyard, Penny just vanishes. Okay, she's, just, she's just gone. Penny, um, you appear elsewhere. Elsewhere. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong word. <laughs> Is it though? We need to find out more. Penny, you appear uh, next to a broken down ancient Egyptian temple. Hmm. Useful. Except at the time that you're in, it was just known as an Egyptian temple. <laughs> Penny, apropos of nothing, says, uh, uh, it's not where we are, it's when we are. <laughs> Penny, you have a uh, handout showing you what you can see. You've got the cloudy Egyptian desert sky, the sand, and then there's some tumbled down sandstone buildings. Sanity yeah. check. God, I was supposed to be writing this down. I expected this. My, I trusted my lady's word. I was merely demonstrating to the plebeians that she was not crazy. <laughs> um, I assume you move out of the way, so if a truck comes through this yes. thing... Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Craig is root beer. I do. Bundaberg. All right, everyone else, sanity check, unless you're Cat, Jack, or Matteo. So Oliver and Gregory. Oh, I've, oh I've, literally no. watching, I've literally been watching them prepare this, though, and was, like, expecting it to work. Were you, though? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, look, I look quite pleased because it worked. <laughs> uh, you lose one sanity, Gregory, and Oliver, just because, yeah, okay, the theory of having this explained to you is one thing. Actually seeing Penny just vanish is is still a reality that makes you go, uh, How do we know she's okay? At least you got a crit and only lost one. Mm. Gregory's just asked you a question, Cat. Uh, what? How do we know she's okay? Oh, um, she's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, all you know. I might have just been blended into my component. Atom. I've, got, exactly. I've got good vibes. Before <laughs> <laughs> you know, Penny is just little chunks of meat on the other side of this game. It would be amazing. Cat's like, she's fine. And then just like a charred skeleton falls back out. He's like, that's a common side effect. It's not hers. Look, it's got a little hat. <laughs> no, that, that's her copy that has since, you know. Oh, oh, it's like a Morky style, I see. Press the button and it destroys your old self. I get it. Right. Are you driving the jeeps through the gateway? Once we've loaded them up... Penny Penny could have come back. (laughs) 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 But but we didn't tell her to, so I suppose that's fine. 
I like the fact that Peggy, Peggy's having Penny's having like ten minutes off. She's yeah. sitting on a rock somewhere, just admiring the ancient architecture. Like yeah. that is exactly what I'm doing. Amazing if Pe- uh, Penny goes through it, the gate immediately closes behind her. She's like, ah, <laughs> I live here now. <laughs> For as I'll long just... as for as long as there's water left in my body, I live here. I just just go do that whole do that thing by yourself. We'll wait. <laughs> you load up the jeeps. You pile into the jeeps. You drive them slowly at the wall, and one by one, as the jeeps translate across the dimensions, you appear outside an ancient Egyptian temple. You have literally crossed the gateway. (laughs) What's this place called? Dendaro. This is the temple complex at Dendaro. Dendarum. Thank you. This is the uh, temple of Hathor you can see before you, which is exactly where you wanted to be. Except it was going to take you another five days to get here. But Lady... Vanderbilt has just compressed dimensions. Why don't we travel everywhere by magical portal? But it takes an orphan <laughs> per time, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have we make a hole in time and space on my bingo. I'm sad. Uh, now, I should probably close this up. What was that, cat? Thinking I should close up this gate. Unless I can think of a good reason not to. You go back through and just put a little sign that says do not lean on this wall. Two MP and you have to make me a power roll to close the gate. Oh dear. Hmm. Not another power roll for cat. Can I can I assist in this or Um you can. Cat can have a uh, bonus die as Jack and Cat join hands and turn to face the gate and I give I give Cat a back rub while she's (laughs) It's very unsettling. Point is, look, if you give her a bonus die, it's basically impossible for her to fail unless she gets two crit fails, which... Now Craig said it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Why would you say that? <laughs> because I'm an agent of chaos, Aroni. You should know this by now. Roll your power, cat. Roll in my power. See? Not going to happen, I told you. With a bonus die, yeah, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, you close the portal so no unsuspecting members of the um, hotel staff wander through the gate <laughs> and travel 80 miles. And we've got jeeps, so we're happy and we're fairly close to the end of the Nile, so we've got a couple of things we can do. Good. <laughs> right, you're here. The temple complex is empty. It's deserted. It's the middle of October. Well, no, sorry, it's it's Halloween. It's the 31st of October, 1925. Good. And you travel to a spooky ancient Egyptian temple. to the fucking underworld. And you're going into the fucking underworld. What could be better? I don't think uh, Halloween just, is celebrated in Egypt. all the ghosts on the way in. Aye, aye, aye. Right. Um, so, your instructions were to... I'm assuming you're going to set up camp first. Mm-hmm. Suppose we can set tent here, I guess. Yeah, well, still, it's all just 
like temple there's nowhere to stay as such so we are your the nearest town is quena but that's a good 15 miles well it's the other side of the nile so it's a good five six miles away from here yeah now we might as well be in tents and plus no one knows we're here hopefully so you mean no one's uh no one's built a hotel right here conveniently Ooh, there's an idea uh, if it ended with you, there'd be like a five-star hotel like that Doctor Who episode, but... The, the Vanderbilt Dendara complex. <laughs> look, look, I'm summoning tents and everything. I must, I must ask a pertinent but somewhat stupid sounding question at this point. Why yeah. are we? Why are we here? Both to meet you at. Yes, I was. I wasn't there for that session. We've just been building to this total height of confusion. For we me. need, yeah, we need to talk to a dead person to find out where the missing. Ah, uh, yes, is. yes, yes, yes. I'm back on board. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> the capstone. You spent so long trying to eat the Necronomicon, you've forgotten <laughs> what we were doing. <laughs> Nobody tried to eat the Necronomicon. I tried, I tried to eat a Peruvian man. That's entirely different. <laughs> Look at this. Necronomicon for several months, maybe. <laughs> Instant camp. Ta-da. There are two big tents. There's a big tent to cook and have food in and to gather around. There's a tent where you're storing your equipment. And then there are smaller tents for you all to stay in. The grey square is the gate, which Cat has closed. There also seems to be some sort of giant thumb. That is a fallen piece of Egyptian architecture, clearly. <laughs> An ancient statue that has fallen over and is just lying there. Yeah. Part you of can... the ruin. So what about it's that just... huge partial paperclip? All the way <laughs> <laughs> That's a curve of the Nile. Stop it before he kills us. <laughs> Fine. Hey, you're asking for this. <laughs> no. no. I'd just like to point out I've been silent through this whole shenanigans. I didn't I'm ask, blameless. I didn't ask for anything. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I've summoned Kuga, the gigantic sentient star. Oh. Hi. Why is that something you can do? Um, hello hello, Kuthuga, can you help us with our current schemes? <laughs> Hey, I've seen Hayori Nyako-san. I know Kifuga is just a cute anime girl, really. <laughs> Aren't all of the Cthulhu Mythos creatures really just cute anime girls? Pretty much, when it really comes down to it. They have a thousand different thorn- forms, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of them must include an anime girl. Cute anime girl, yeah. <laughs> I, I think of all of, the, of all of the Mythos creatures, Nyan of the Tep is the most likely to have a cat girl. Probably. Anyway, by the time you set up the camp and everything, it's getting on for early evening. The sun is descending into the western horizon. The desert is starting to lose its heat. There are the distant chirps of crickets from the Nile. The Nile is a good... Only the Nile isn't far away. Five miles, you said? No, the town is five miles across the Nile. The, Uh. The Nile itself is like maybe a quarter of a mile walked from here. Are you going into the duat tonight, or are you going to maybe wait until tomorrow morning? 
Um, what time of day is best to go to the underworld? I don't know. I'd I'd have thought it'd be a between died. time, like twilight. twilight yeah, or dawn. The witching hour. Yes, the witching hour on Halloween. What better night to go into the Egyptian underworld? You couldn't have timed this better, even with all of your crazy side-tracking. Now, if everyone remember, if they say, would you like to cross the final doorway to, like... Yes! You, know, you say, no, no, no thank you. I mean, really? I, we're probably all going to die and have our souls eaten by Nyalfotep at the rate we're going. Anyone who just goes, yeah, sure, actually gets to go to the afterlife. That's yeah. true. That's true. Nyalfotep eats the afterlife. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's he's going to come and eat heaven. That's... <laughs> The problem with that statement is, I don't reckon he is. Because it, it's the classic. We know full well that Nyalfotep's more like a beekeeper. He's having his fun games with us. Sure, he might reign a thousand years of darkness on the Earth, but he doesn't want to destroy the Earth. No, but eating the eternal paradise of heaven, where all of your souls go and don't give him more power... I as guess that would be a good appetit. As opposed to eating it and claiming all the dead souls of humanity so that when someone dies, they give him more power. Mm. Yeah, plus... Maybe. Plus, also, even if he doesn't do that, he knows you by name and he can just pull you back from the afterlife for for enhanced fun. Possibly. Anyway, we should carry on our plan. (laughs) Yes. Right. Um, The sacred lake is over here. Once you've set up camp, you all traipse over. It has trees in it now. Oh, yeah, trees. Hmm. Nom, nom, nom. For some reason, everyone's token is a different size. I guess this map is a different size. How comes only you have the power to embiggen our tokens? That feels a bit unfair. Because I am your god and lord of all things. <laughs> could, you, could you make me really big, please? Not sure that's wise. (laughs) (laughs) He did it anyway. (laughs) Okay, regular size now, please. (laughs) I'm not here to... uh... Well, you did. (laughs) Okay, fine. Jack, Jack, for no reason, becomes absolutely ginormous and kicks down the temple. (laughs) <laughs> I had my own scheme all at oh no I'm normal size, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh roll your um, Oliver. Roll your Oliver, okay. Rolling your Oliver. <laughs> you were the one who saw the old man who gave you the red mead and know the plan. So roll me your intelligence to remember what he told you. It's been so long ago. That's why I'm making you roll. I remember. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to send Nido a secret message. Yay! Send you a message. We haven't okay. had a, everyone rolls your sanity yet, have we? Can I get to tick we advance the game's plot? Yes. Yay! <clears throat> Didn't everyone have to sanity going through the gate? Oh, no, I did that. Travel through the gate counts as a non-uneventful uh, journey. 
Not really a journey. Yes, it went well. Oh, okay. Damn, I don't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a character dies, and uh, I feel like shooting a Rona to get a bingo would be a little bit me. This might seem wow. like meta gaming. <laughs> right, there you go. Metif Santonido, as you try as you remember what the old wise man who gave you the red ale, or the red mead as it's called, told you to do. Let's check this message. Um Begin your journey as the sun sets. Uh as the darkness comes to the desert the travelers travelers must drink the mead, so you have about an hour to get. So we have about an hour if we want to do this tonight. An hour to get started or an hour to do the whole thing? Uh, an hour to get started. Okay. You need to wrap everyone in bandages first, after all. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> because someone thinks that's a good idea. <laughs> Null. Yeah, no one no one has questioned Kat the assertion that everyone going into the duat needs to be wrapped in bandages. Why would she? Uh, she's the expert. She's the expert, and Matteo had to think about it and agreed with her. So um <laughs> So who I, was going? Because I remember there were some people who were barred from going in. Matteo and Kat cannot go. So it's down to Penny, Gregory, Jack, and um Oliver. Uh, Mitch can't go as well. He is barred due to nebulous reasons of mysterious um, forces from beyond the universe. That's because he's not here. Um, I, uh, question. Will I yes. be allowed to fuck Anubis? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was off topic. Uh, was... <laughs> Can I do some comics where that happens? Will that make me <laughs> No, it's alright. I've already got them. Um, um Am I, now that she's mentioned the plan, am I allowed to roll anything? Uh, you can roll for me your... Hang on, I need to look at your character sheet. I need your skills tab. Roll me your history first. Um... Oh, there's oh. a dump stat. Where are you seeing that? I don't think I have it. Under H! Under first A. They're not alphabetical! They're not alphabetical! You think they're alphabetical, it's three alphabetical lists! firearms heading. Go down that column. Alphabetical, you start in the left-hand column at A, and when you get to the bottom of that one, it carries on at the top of the middle column, in alphabetical order! Then how comes... uh, Except for skills we've added. I'll kill you! Right, now you have a successful history roll, you may roll me a cult. This will be the one he fails. Oh, I'm going to tick my history so that I can learn new things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I mean, you have a think about it, Jack, and you're like, yeah, we're in Egypt. Mummifying, people get mummified before they go into the afterlife. So, yeah. Makes perfect sense. This gag is has now stretched on for three months. Talking <laughs> <laughs> oh, failing the role to work out that cat's talking bollocks because it sounds so reasonable. 
Honestly, I've got a cult, but I have no intention of even questioning Cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Mateo and Cat and Mitch, are you wrapping the rest of your companions up in bandages? Well, who's going? Is um, I thought Penny and Oliver had to go. And Jack yes, and Oliver have to go. Gregory Jack and Jack were also on the team to go. Okay. It would be good to have one of the wizards with us. Yeah, that was your plan back in Cairo, that those okay. four would go. Mitch <laughs> is staying here with Matteo to guard them, and you're staying here because apparently if you enter the Egyptian underworld, God gets angry. So, um... <laughs> My God, you're on God's watch list. <laughs> Fine, let's wrap them up in bandages so that when they arrive, they think that they're taking the piss. <laughs> All right. Right. Uh, you you know, it's not tight bandages, you just bundle everyone up in bandages, get them comfortable underneath some trees in the sacred lake and are you feeding them all the red mead? Is it is it is it the right time? You yeah. tell us. <laughs> <laughs> it is 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 the darkness happening, is the darkness starting to fall, Russet? Darkness is indeed starting to rule. Then uh, yeah, we'll do the thing. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> ah. Um, what do you no. mean, ah? <laughs> well, the page it tells me to turn to is the wrong... Oh, I've got the wrong book. That's right. Oh, this is the deadly book. I need the extra deadly book. They're all the extra deadly book. I need this book. Page 100. So your your players have entered the underworld book. (laughs) Presented by... uh, Your players have entered the underworld of their own volition. That's unusual. No, no, it's not that unusual. We did it in horror as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you literally went on a quest through the nine circles of hell to get Flinty's soul back. Mm-hmm. Because Reginald was not having it. He was just like, no, he died and got cursed to hell rescuing me. Mm-hmm. And in this game, we've cared a lot less about Flinty's souls. <laughs> He's got through a lot of them in this game. I think, I think one of them is sort of wandering around in Egypt right now, isn't it? Uh, uh, don't forget to well, soul anymore. That's a two, body. A two, two if you don't count this one. Look, I'm yeah, sure Lady Benjenev um, just wants to help. This is only my third character. And, and Antoine technically no, isn't dead. Antoine Delamere um, is the steward of Kadath. I'm sure that's working out just fine for him. Also, apparently never really existed according to local uh, media and was Felix Walker all along. (sighs) So what about all the people who saw Antoine Delamere and Felix Walker standing next to each other? I had them killed. No, Felix, he was an elaborate ploy by Felix, so no one knew his pen name. He'd hired an actor to pretend to be Antoine so they could be in the same location at the same time. 
But now it's all been exposed. And everyone's like, oh, it was so clever. But the actor was so incompetent. <laughs> anyway, those of you who drink the red mead, um, everyone who drunk the red mead, make a sanity roll. Oh, good. So that's Penny, Oliver, Gregory, and Jack. Yay! <laughs> Uh, Gregory and Jack, you are fine. Penny and Oliver, it makes you feel strange. You can feel it. You can literally feel this liquid evaporating in your stomach and making your skin grow warm and then cold and you're shivering. You both lose one point of sanity as you have a bad trip. That's that's how how I felt the first time I drank ouzo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can believe that. Gregory and Jack, you have a good trip. You both get two luck. Oh, sweet. Luck for Jack. Right. Uh, Matteo, Mitch, and Cap, what is your plan whilst the others are off on a magical dream quest? Uh, We will, I guess, take shifts overnight and just kind of make sure everything's fine. Uh, you're kind of standing watch and keeping an eye on things. Yeah. <laughs> you're crossing people out. Yeah, we're gone. <laughs> well, I guess in the underworld, so... <laughs> Excellent. You are keeping a watch. Um, Jack. Henny. Gregory. And Oliver. You find yourselves standing on the deck of a boat. The boat seems to be travelling under the stars and sailing across the desert. Um, It's literally skimming across the sand like it's waves. Ah, the barge of the dead taking us and the other glorious souls to Stovokor. (laughs) On the prow, on the forward deck of the boat, there is a large... Egyptian style altar with a massive pair of scales on it. Uh oh. <laughs> and as you're standing there, a door behind you opens in the uh, boat, and this lady steps out. She Where? is indeed a giant hippo. Makes sense. <laughs> We're on the Nile. I totally stole that from you. Yes, Moon we know. It's, we it's know. The <laughs> it's the best picture of her going around. <laughs> What's this from? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <clears throat> to be fair, I've just got the whole scene is just the boat from Moon Knight <laughs> yeah. at the minute. <laughs> it's how it's described in this book. It's fair because it's accurate. <laughs> what, what were they of? They are the goddess of women, children, and the, she is known as the Great Guide. She pauses as she sees you all and is like, You thought I'm dead? No. Hopefully no. not. Pleasure to meet you. Curtsy. Hello, miss, I say. Um, can I roll my occult to have a fucking clue who you the giant roll your is? Occult. I probably want to know as well. Yeah. Roll your occult, everyone. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hold on. I think I have some. Oh. <laughs> well, I know there is. Yes! I know who it is. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oliver. <laughs> Good evening, your majesty. I start. <laughs> and Oliver's like, no, oh. shut up. <laughs> Oliver, you know who she is. She's Taweret, the old man who gave you the magic drug you just drank, told you all about her. Okay. That you would meet her and she would guide you, if you ask her, to Araru, the field of reeds. Uh, hello, uh... I, 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 I almost tried to say good morning or good afternoon or good night, and then I realized that's somewhat irrelevant. Um, I believe, regardless of that particular fact, you would be able to guide us to the field of reeds? She's looking at you all, and she's like, but you're not dead. Are you sure you wish to travel that way? If you submit yourself to final judgment... You can never return through the gates of Osiris to the land of the sun. We are on a quest for important information regarding, and we need to see if we can gain audience for that. Unfortunately, this is the only way to save the uh, land of the sun, as you say. I, I watched that. I watched that remarkably tortured speech come out of his mouth, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, we'd like to talk to someone who has passed on and then return to the mortal world. I, I, I don't know how. I, I'm still baffled by forms of address, so I put a little bow on the end of that. <laughs> wanders over to you, Jack, and she places her hands on the shoulders, your shoulders, and like, there's no need to bow. I am Tewerit, the goddess. Of women, children, and I am the great guide. I can guide you on your quest, but hmm, even though you are not dead, you must still face the challenges of the duat to reach Lord Anubis's throne and petition him. Are you ready for this journey, children? <laughs> well, we 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 drank the mead. We we wrapped ourselves in bandages. I think we're ready. About as ready as we could ever be. Honest. Oh yes, that's a good point. Are we still wrapped in bandages? <laughs> we are not. Oh, okay. I don't think we have much choice, regardless of if we're ready, considering the things we face. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I, I need to pull you up on something, Doctor Isaacs. You wrapped yourselves in bandages before you drank the red meat. Yeah, but we were. Our, our research told us we needed to do that. Right, well, I guess some things have been lost over 4,000 years. That that wasn't really necessary, children. Oh. Actually considered ah. kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, sorry, okay. sorry, the old man who gave us the red meat told us it would contain the un- unbearable diarrhea. <laughs> right. Lost well, in translation. I, just, 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 let's move on. <laughs> and well, no, no, let's not move on. <laughs> I'm not moving on. <laughs> you, you heard him, Oliver wants to move on. Hard Very choice well. of words, Oliver. <laughs> Very well. Well, the boat is sailing. We are travelling the sands, but we must first determine whether you must face the first challenge 
or whether your hearts are pure enough to allow you to pass. I Come. look guilty. <laughs> Follow me, children. <laughs> to the scale. To wear it. She walks up to the front of the boat and uh, she produces a feather and gently places it on the right hand balance scale. I, I, I quite I quite comment. I, based upon what I've read, the, this was normally the job for Anubis. Is that wrong as well? Yes. You need to be balanced before you meet him. Ah, I see. Have we brought lots I of see. people then? You're not actually dead, but you must still prove yourselves worthy to enter his divine presence. I'm I'm quite nice. I like visitors. It's very lovely to have you here. If you weren't on a world-chattering quest to save the universe, I'd suggest we all have crumpets or something. But you want to ask a boon of his lordship. You must be your best balanced selves before entering his presence, or he will feed you to something nasty. If you have the crumpets available, I could always prepare them while you busy yourselves. (laughs) No. No. You are my guest. You will be a guest. (laughs) Curtsy. (laughs) Now who will face the scales first? May I suggest we leave Jack till last? Oh <laughs> god, I shuff- I was already shuffling to the back of the line. I look just increasingly glum. Uh, well, you know- I'll, I'll 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 step forward first because uh, I wouldn't normally say ladies first, but this is not one of those circumstances. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know what's the worst? Is uh, I check the bingo sheet and none of us have. Um, we meet a weird monster who turns out to be quite nice. Nah. <laughs> no. Okay, Doctor Isaacs. She reaches out and reaches into your chest and pulls out your heart. <laughs> you die immediately. You were surprisingly ready for this. You're like <laughs> Egyptian underworld. It's a dream vision quest. And, like, the heart she's pulled out is some sort of ornate carving of your heart in, like, glorious golden uh, etched stone. And she places it on the scales. Must Dr. Gregory Isaacs face the guardians of the snake? Roll your pa- um Hang on. There is an order of these I have to do. Hang on. I need my list. I need my list. Get listed, yo. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Roll your pow. Will the heart not to be so heavy? Just like... <laughs> Everyone looking nervously at Jack and saying, uh, just wondering, do you have spare scales? Just in case. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, place it on. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hastily, I'm hastily putting something heavy together with blue tack that I can stick to the other side of the scale. <laughs> it's a very heavy feather. Aha! I found my list. I found my list. Uh, intelligence roll, please, as to where it speaks. This is the first test, the test to see whether you have led a knowledgeable life, a life of sense and intelligence. I the scale 
wiggles and then balances perfectly. Congratulations, Doctor. Who would step forth next? Yes, I do. <laughs> she removes Penny's heart. She literally, again, her hand plunges into your chest, Penny, and pulls out. And your heart is carved from some sort of rose quartz and glows gently. Mm. Roll your sanity. Uh, it was never going to work. That's a little bit. <laughs> Lose one sanity. Wow. Thanks, Cat. Now you really did a number on poor Penny's starting sanity by feeding her to the Necronomicon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's not great at the moment either. All of ours are not uh, sub-50 now. See, things not to do next time. Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had it, but I don't use it. That was protected and prepared. Penny had no Cthulhu mythos, and you opened the Necronomicon to her brain. I thought we needed to get a bit up to speed. <laughs> Not like that. It's bringing someone up to speed and they're feeding their soul <laughs> the mythos. On the flip side, I only need to lose a bit more sanity and get a little bit more Cthulhu mythos to tip straight over to the hardened state. <laughs> right. Roll your intelligence. That's not a phrase you want to uh, say. It's like, I only need to lose a little bit more (laughs) sanity. Tawera looks at the scales and they tip and the feather rises higher. I'm afraid, Miss Penny, your life of servitude has left your soul and your essence unprepared. You will have to face the guardians of the snake. But first we must weigh the hearts of the others to determine who else may have to walk that path with you. Oliver, are you ready for your heart to be weighed? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, she reaches into your chest and pulls out your heart. Sanity check. Shut through the one, and you're to blame. It feels so weird you also lose a sanity point. Your heart is made of some sort of blue stone flecked with veins of silver. And she places it on the uh, scales and intelligence check, please, Nino. Yay! Your heart balances the scales. She nods and she takes it off and she sets it on the altar. She turns to you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I smile winningly. <laughs> I can see you're trying, Jack. <laughs> Very trying. Are you ready to face the first trial of the duat? Lengthy pause. Yes. She reaches into your chest. Sanity check. Well, there's nothing in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all knew. She extracts your heart, Jack. It's made of polished ebony and seems to gently drip with dark ichor. I cast the judgment of Crancross. <laughs> she smites you. <laughs> Heck. <laughs> Heck indeed. She places it on the scales 
Roll hard intelligence, Jack. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, intelligence genuinely is my dumpster. <laughs> you can uh, do it. I've, I've got my fingers crossed behind my back. Yeah. Uh, oh, six. <laughs> really isn't your dumpster, you liar. No, all my, all my stats are 80. Uh, the scales balance, and Tawaret nods. That is understandable. You are trying to reform. The life you have led has been based on logic and sense at the time, and you have adjusted when you have realized things that you previously thought were correct were not. I let out a tiny fart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid it is only Miss Penny and her perchance to... Serve others, even when she should be thinking of herself, who must face the guardians of the snake. Wait, she's more evil than me? Penny, what are you you up to in your spare time? This isn't a test of evil, this is a test of, like... Balance. Balance. Uh, Penny, Penny is the cat bin lady. Will anyone face this challenge with Penny? Or must she face it alone? I'll go with her, I say. You really are trying to uh, balance your ledger, I see, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot <laughs> I got a lot to work out. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the real world, things are quite peaceful. The stars are out. Um, roll your astronomy if you have it. Uh, I... I'm sorry, if you turn up a week early. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have astronomy. I thought I did, but no. I think I do, but... <laughs> right. Or I did. Hey, Pat, what would you like to do? Things are quiet. There's no one here. You're like a week ahead of schedule. So even if the cult do know your plans, you used a magical time gate to get here. They, um, they're probably still li- like scrambling to lay ambushes on your probable route. Great. <laughs> what, what would you like to do? There was this whole exciting adventure where there would be, like, Nita Kreese and her Dark Sphinx minions attacking, trying to kill the sleeping bodies, but you're, like, a week early, so they're not here. So, um, what would you like to do? Maybe you'd like to crack open the Necronomicon and summon someone to yeah, break up sounds, the boredom. That sounds really good, but actually, no, I think we're, <laughs> we're just here watching... Uh, I don't really have anything else. I could be doing some writing, so I can actually... Yeah, well, writing. Well, time to knock off another evil novel. Yeah. <laughs> Volume two of the <laughs> the wonderful adventures of... Adventures mm. of Naomi Trollope. Volume two. <sighs> Electric Boogaloo. The Revenge. Now with even more magic spells. <laughs> In this second adventure, she's uh, adventuring against Lady V, the high priest of the dark ice gods of the north. I would like to meditate, but I don't think I should at the moment. Well, Mitch is on guard, and Kat's just writing, so she's also sort of on guard. Well, if someone is watching and can rouse me if necessary then I suppose I will tell the others that I am going to meditate for a while. If there's some sort of issue, please feel free to 
um, uh, to, you know, wake me up or, you know, rouse me from my meditation. Okay. Throw a book at you if we need you for 10 minutes. Do we have, like, I guess, maybe bedrolls or whatever out so that we're just somewhere? And I guess maybe we'll sleep in shifts as well. Like, if you're going to be relaxing, then... I don't know how long long, long, long they will be in there. So. 20 years. Yes, good point. Um, I also want to make sure that I have my stuff cast. So that is to say... One second... Let me remind myself what they're about. The Chime of Morning. Has sunset happened? Yeah, I think it has, right, by this point. Yeah, sunset has happened. Uh, So, yeah, I want to... um, Let's see... Can I cast this on... I don't know whether I've got the MP to cast it on all of us. No, not quite. But I can cast it on... Me and Cat Mitch will have to miss out, I guess. Mitch is sad. I just don't have... Mitch will fire up the desert grill... I don't have the MP, but I would like to cast the chime of the what is it again? The morning. The chime of morning on to both me and Cat before we do any sleeping or anything like that. Right, you cast the chime of morning. What does it do again? It. Uh, with uh, permission, obviously, with Cat's permission. So, uh, I from for the rest of the day. And hang on, if you form, it you, you protects anyone or anything entering your mind is what it does, which feels like it will be a good thing. I'm good with that. And could have done with that back on the train. Hmm. Yes. Uh, well, I, I did. I think that's what he got it. <laughs> Uh, and it will protect your dreams as well in the same way at night. So that's good. You cast that chime on yourself and cat Mm -hmm. and uh, roll meditation as you begin your meditations. Yes. Uh, Meditate. 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 You have a nice calming and peaceful meditation under the glorious stars in the Egyptian desert outside the temple to Hathor. Yes, I'm not doing this with any particular aim in mind, just to clear my mind and relax. Okay. Um, back in the duat, Oliver and Gregory Tawaret invites you to um, have some tea and to take a seat on some low cushions and wait. They better not be getting those fucking crumpets that I was promised. Yeah. Mm. No, it hasn't broken out the magic god crumpets yet. Oh, uh, I'm out of sync. You are. Uh, Penny and Jack, You. she turns to you and she's like, 
Good luck. I hope to see you both again soon to face the second test. And she snaps a finger at you. And you find yourselves on a path, rocky stone path. Massive mountains rise up on either side of you. And ahead of you, the hills come together at a large wall. There's a massive gate inscribed with strange Egyptian hieroglyphics. And standing in front of it is a humanoid figure, but with the massive flared head of a cobra. They're all dressed in, like, traditional Egyptian uh, clothing, and they are carrying a kopesh, one of those big curved swords. We know what kopeshes are. Before we go ahead, I just whisper to a side, thank you, Jack. I, I, I don't say anything back, but I take and hold Benny's hand. You approach, and the Guardian looks at you. Uh, curtsy. <laughs> Hello, children. Just Hello. want to cross. Stop it. It's never, never the right time. It points a finger at Penny. You. I am Alan Asmenmat. And you must speak to me and answer my question. What is your name? Uh, Penny Hartman. It seems to hiss as if tasting the air above you. I now know the taste of your truth. Hmm. You can no longer lie to me. Why do you travel through the duat? Because my boss is awful. Ah... Uh... <laughs> You, personally, why do you take this journey? I personally take this journey because I believe that it is important in ensuring the safety of Lady Catherine Vanderbilt. I don't really care about the world itself at large, but I do about my friend. It seems to hiss again, breathing the air above you. Your truth is poignant. Your life revolves around aiding your friend. Very well. You may continue the journey to the second gate. Turns, uh, you, <laughs> turns to you, Jack. What is your name? Augustus Gloop. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that Felix isn't here. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why? What oh, that, done? That, w- that would have been a shocking revelation for everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he dead. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, not dead. He ascended to godhood. He's, he's fondly regarding crenellations or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Jack Katie is my name, I say. Why do you seek... This journey through the duet, Jack. It hisses. I have tasted your truth. 
Why do you make this journey? I've made a number of terrible decisions in my life, and I am trying to atone for them by stopping my former master. The atonement you seek is very far beyond your grasp, but not impossible. Hooray! But know this, there are only two ways to truly atone. And one of them is going to find you soon, Jack. Will you be brave enough to grasp it? For know this, if you don't, you will fall back into the darkness and never rise again. Danny, Jack. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that might be coming. Uh, No. (laughs) No, no. Please, two sanity. I do a little scream. You may proceed to the next gate. But I do not believe you will find the end. Okay. Thank you. The big gates behind it slide open with a soft rumbling sound, and you find yourselves back on the deck of the ship, uh, where Gregory, Isaac, and the gigantic hippo lady are having... Uh, they've polished off the last the crumpets, and they're, they're all sitting there holding their teacups. She looks, she looks... She's like sitting in a big hippo-sized chair, and they're in their normal human-sized chairs. Um, but the table is human sized, so she's like, towering over. He's like, ah, oh, Jack, Penny, you're back. Mm-hmm. You have faced the truth within yourselves. You have faced the thought of Anan Hasmimat. And then it go. You have been permitted to pass on to the second gate. It went well, Gregory. Good. Good. He turns and gestures, and suddenly you all find yourself standing um, in the bottom of a long, deep valley. There's rock, there's sand, and there's a table in the middle. Unusual. She walks over, and the scales are standing on him. This is the second test. This is a test to weigh the very heart and soul of your character. To see if you are true to yourselves and are your best self. This is the test many fail on, and then the sands would take them. And your soul would be pulled down into the forever lost as a grain of sand in the rolling desert of eternity. Here, if you fail this test, you will be expelled from the duat. And being expelled from the duat at this point will have consequences to your souls. For though your bodies still live, 
Your souls are wandering the path only meant for those who have passed. You can turn back here, return to life unscathed, or you can continue and face yourselves. Are you ready, Jack? Why do you call me out specifically? (laughs) (laughs) No reason. (laughs) (laughs) Judgment of Grand Cross. Um... You cannot summon a volcano in the middle of the Egyptian underworld. Shit. Shit, that's my go-to plan these days. It breaks lots of zoning laws. (laughs) (laughs) We had to move the whole Nile. Are you ready, Jack? Or do you wish to turn back like the coward you know you are? Wow. Wow. (laughs) is it not true you're only seeking atonement for your crimes not because they were wrong but because you fear the consequences once you pass from the mortal coil and your soul is cast into the void where Nihalathotep can pluck it to his tune for eternity well I mean yeah Wait, you mean we've been pronouncing it wrong as well? God damn it. <laughs> damn. No, nobody calls me chickens, needles, nobody. Um, uh, I, I must I must do what I have agreed to do. She gestures at the uh, pillar in the middle of this bowl of desert stone. And you see there is a pool of Beautiful, perfectly still water. She doesn't say anything else. She just waits for you. What do you do? Um, am I supposed to get in the water? I, I walk to walk towards water with trepidation. Well, me, your appearance are hard. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, ah, my dump stat. Oh, no. <laughs> Not hard. As you approach the water, you kind of step out of the water, like a water-shaped version of you forms, mm-hmm. and then steps out of the pool, and it's like flesh and blood, just like you, except its eyes glow with silver light. Hi, me. Mm-hmm. God, you're awful. We're awful. Do you remember that little girl we killed on the altar stone in England? Pleading for a mummy and you still did it. Well, yeah. You really think you're ready to face the god of the underworld? I am trying to be better than you. You're not, though. If you thought you'd get a better deal by going back to him, you'd be there in a snap, wouldn't you? Dagger raised high, carving out cat kidneys. No. (laughs) Prove it. Uh, 
Name one thing you've done selflessly since you fled the cult and that you haven't done is if you don't do it, he's going to win. In many ways, trying to save the world from an evil god is a selfless act in and of itself. But it's not, though. Penny's doing it selflessly. She wants to save her friends. Dr. Isaacs is here because, um, well, we'll find out when we get to him. Oliver? Well, he's a secret agent. He's doing his job. You're trying to save the world to try and save your skin for no other reason. It doesn't matter why you do a thing. It matters that the thing is done. Bullshit. Is it possible for me to quickly ask a question of Taweru? Yep, she's standing there. Taweru, are we allowed to say anything at this point to Jack, or is it something he has to do alone? She leans over and whispers very quietly to you, you're all being tested, Penny. In which case I shout out, Jack, you helped me selflessly. I'm not useful to this, but you still came and helped in the last test, even though you had no idea of any consequences that might happen. And in the underworld, that could have been the dissolution of your very soul, and you're intelligent enough to have known that, but you still helped. Yeah, what she said, I say. (laughs) (laughs) Roll your appearance at hard, Penny. Don't, don't, oh, no. feel like don't feel like I'm winning this. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> As Penny screams those words, uh, you feel empowered, Jack, and the copy of you shatters back into water and pools into the pool of water. Thank you, I say, baffledly to Penny. None of you are alone on this path. Penny and Jack, your hearts edge closer to balance. You hesitated. Penny stepped in. Gregory, Oliver, you stood in silence, though, and watched your friend being berated for horrific things from his past. Have you nothing to say for yourself? I I couldn't speak to what Jack has done in the past, and... Uh, well, and our interactions between ourselves have not exactly been entirely positive so far. Um, not that I don't think he's not trying to reform, but um, I, uh, I, you know, he, he's still working to earn my trust at the moment. Sorry, I think um, given my. Uh, my life choices and my sort of profession, I'm... I tend to listen a lot before speaking. Both of you, roll appearance. Uh, now this is my dumb stat. <laughs> oh, can I luck this? You can luck this. Oh, I am lucking this. Hmm, I'll take that. You both speak in your defence. The doctor listens. The agent of the law doesn't know him well enough. Jack, do their words strike you as true and acceptable? Or would you have rather they have spoken up to help against the darkness inside you? We 
are only recent friends, but I'm sure we can all work together to stop the bad man. You can say his name here. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) One of you four still holds something back inside yourselves. But this test you have passed together. Your words were true. Your sincerity reflected in the pool. Everyone look within the pool and see the scales. Look together. Everyone roll constitution as you look into the pool of water. It's not an oof, though. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty oof. That's an oof, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, I think I'm getting flung out of here. I need a little bit wibble. Oh, she did say one of us is holding, but oh, fuck, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really, really, really good luck that Felix isn't here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's got a backstory. I don't even know what my backstory is. <laughs> Felix have come to the underworld, though. Would that be a good idea? <laughs> that would make a great job. down here. Felix wouldn't be in fucking Egypt. Yeah. 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 Spent the entire yeah. campaign trying to keep you out of Egypt. Yeah, Felix, Felix went to great lengths to make sure you didn't go to Egypt. For a reason. <laughs> I mean, it kind of worked out because, frankly, we went to Egypt basically first in the first playthrough. I still remembered how a lot of Egypt went, so we needed to go another way. Really. On the flip side, that is actually the correct way to be going around the world with this campaign. So we did fuck ourselves too. <laughs> and going to China first meant you got the Eye of Light and Darkness first. Otherwise, you're bimbling around in England and Egypt and Kenya without the Eye of Light and Darkness. No, that's, that's a fair point. So the best you can do is turn up at their temples, kill some people, and then run away. You crazy kids. And you want me a you're... D100, please, Flinty Cakes? Eyes of Light and Darkness. 20 of the sixes. I don't think you want 20 times six, Flinty. <laughs> 120 on a D100. Um. Right. As you all look into the pool of water, you see the scales again. You see your hearts flickering. And you see they are balanced. Except for yours, Gregory. You realise that what you said is true. You always listen. You're always listening. Listening to everyone. You never act. You always wait until you think you've heard everything. You never act before the end, which is sometimes the wrong thing to do. You feel a sudden dark wrench deep in your soul, and you suddenly sit up screaming in the real world. In the real world, Matteo, you are jerked out of your um, meditation as someone starts screaming. And Kat, you also obviously hear the screamings. Oh, no. Wow. I look around and try to ascertain the source of the screaming. Also, have you have you left a device in here which is popping off a load of notifications? Probably my phone. It's in the kitchen. Uh, I think it's behind me. 
Smash it. Smash it with hammers. No, I left it on the kitchen table. Okay, Smash well, it with hammers. I can you can't fix everything by smashing it with hammers. You just fix a lot we, of things, it turns We out. have proven that statement to be incorrect. No, no, I'm not sure we've proven it to be completely incorrect. We've definitely proven it to be incorrect in some cases. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. Gregory Isaacs, you're having a little scream as you wake back up. Um, so yeah, if able to see that it's, it's the doctor. Yeah, you can see it's the doctor. He's pulling bandages off himself and having a little scream. I'll, uh, go on over there. And see if the screaming is, uh, just a, a sort of permanent situation or just a little scream. Doctor, roll me your pow, please. Pow. Nope. Okay, your botanophobia has awoken with you, and you spend uh, 10 MP, please. Yep. And in a screaming rage of insane power, as the Doctor rips off the bandages, he screams something about the trees and just fire lances out of his hands and he starts setting fire to the trees that fill the sacred lake. All oh, um, right, sacred lake, sorry. I was gonna say, we're in a desert, we have the trees. Uh, Something about the trees. I'm yeah. going to assume I've just started babbling incoherently and just happened to fire off this spell. Yeah, you're just okay. screaming about the trees. You've woken up, and the first thing you saw was like, the looming branches of the palm trees, and you have a pathological fear of plants. Um, for for some know. reason, for some reason, I thought he was just going to take a chunk out of Mateo. <laughs> Not uh, everybody yeah. wants to eat Mateo. The, the doctor is uh, throwing fire into the trees under which everyone else is sleeping. Mateo, catch! what are you going to do? Uh, I can work out what this is about. Can I? Um, no, no, not really. The doctor's no. the doctor's screaming and hurling fire. You don't really have time to psychology, is he? Him? You might want right. to deal with the fire spewing out of his fingertips first. Uh, what can I do about that? Mitch is all like, I could hit him. Yeah, just just kind of hit him. <laughs> Okay, roll me your constitution at hard, Doctor. I do not pass hard. Uh, Mitch clocks you on the back of the head with a club and knocks you unconscious. Uh, But the trees are now on fire. Uh, The trees that everyone else is peacefully slumbering under. Okay. Oh my god. We need to put out the fire. Uh... No, you and Matteo use your magic. I hit things and cook steaks. Uh, <laughs> I don't have make water spouts happen. Um... Matteo, come through the flames. Uh, I should I punch fire? Fire <laughs> is not normally punchable. Ah, but if you if you use if you channel your special energies when you punch hard enough, you can use 
the compression wave in front of it to put out the flames. I've seen that in films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's how the movie Skyscraper ends. I don't know. I always fall asleep for it ends. I mean, there's lots of water and sand, and we could just like apply things to trees. Hey, roll um, strength. I'll do what I can. It's green. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Matteo, roll strength as you help cat. I will roll my strength. Hooray. You both grab a spade and shovel sand at flames. Sand puts out fire. Yes. That's... Matteo, uh, Mitch is going to take the doctor away to his tent. And you put out the fire. So, um, Jack, Penny, and Oliver don't burn to death in a palm tree fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What happens if you're in the duet and your physical body dies? <laughs> you stay there. You yeah. die yeah. in, in real life oh. as well. We've had this happen before. <laughs> to, to where it's like, well, good news, you don't have to worry about doing those challenges again. Bad news. Bad news, you really need to balance your heart before we get to the end. <laughs> yeah, last time Craig went into a mystical Egyptian underworld... Um, the person who was supposed to be staying on guard fell asleep with them, and a Nazi turned up and was like, "Oh, all of my enemies asleep on the ground!" Bang. Yeah, your little brother dropped the fucking ball on that one. <laughs> it was brilliant. Anyway, um, fire, exciting. Meanwhile, in the duet, uh, you all find yourselves back on the boat with Toaret, except for Gregory. Can anyone else oh, smell no. burning palm tree? <laughs> oh, like, the obvious question is to where it is. Is Gregory going to be okay? Gregory has been expelled from this place. He has been returned to his body and he is alive. His underlying mania has awoken, but I'm sure your friends who await you in the real world will care for him. Hmm. That's not great. I did say the duet. We'll hold back no punches if you failed in balancing the challenges of yourself. And he realised a flaw within his psyche that has been, in a way, defining his life, but holding him back. Now that he's seen it and stared it in the eyes, he has returned to life and can possibly overcome it. Normally, when one faces a dark truth about themselves on the way to the underworld, it is too late to build upon the truth they have discovered, and their soul is lost to damnation. He, at least, is still alive and can work to fix this flaw in his personality. We'll uh, let him know when we get back. If you get back, <laughs> I quite like how I started this campaign as a botanist, and I'm going to end this campaign with botanophobia. <laughs> yeah. If botanophobia is the fear of plants, what's the fear of botanists called? Botanist phobia? 
There is one more challenge. She gestures ahead. You see the boat is approaching a massive set of doors. They seem to rear up out of the desert and the moon hangs above them. Glorious and shining silver in the night. God, it's like Hox's fucking castle around here. If you like, Jack, I can keep you off my boat. I did, did not say that in character because I don't have any foreknowledge about cartoons from a hundred years from now. <laughs> the final test ahead of you is the very final balancing of the soul. Three of you have come this far. You have passed gate after gate, challenge after challenge. And whilst Gregory has been expelled, you three still remain. But the darkest test lies ahead. Are you ready? Do you have any questions for me before we reach the gate? Can you tell us about the test? That's a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> I can now you've asked. This yes, test yes. will tempt you. This test will offer you something you deeply desire. Reject the temptation if you are able, and you can pass through to the throne of the begone. Accept the temptation. And you cannot return. You cannot move on. And you will be lost in an illusionary dream where your temptation comes true and your soul will dwell. So wait, wait a minute. So the, <laughs> the choice here is um, resist the temptation to get the thing that you've always wanted or, uh, but if you don't succeed in resisting it, you get the thing you've always wanted and you just li- live like that for all eternity with the thing you always wanted? You normally last about a year before your soul becomes vacant, vacuous and empty as you realise that it's not the destination, but the journey in the <laughs> <morning>. <laughs> <laughs> Do not interrupt to wear it. (laughs) (laughs) I had to sneeze. So rude. Resist resist the temptation to take a tissue. (laughs) A human soul will soon find that having everything they ever wanted just happen is never enough. It is the journey and reaching for it that matters. And as you realise that you are trapped in what is essentially a pointless existence, your soul will crumble into the dust and sand of oblivion. Oh, it's getting too personal. Game's supposed to be escapism, Russet. (laughs) (laughs) You've gone to the underworld! (laughs) Who will face the test first? One more question. Is this desert made of the sand that you just mentioned? Yes. That's a lot of souls. 
Very few people pass through to the field of reeds. Some very high standards. Hmm. Any further questions before you proceed? I did have one, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> yes, you may have a handkerchief. <laughs> for your sneezes. There's a surprising lot of moral philosophy this week. <laughs> um. Oh, never mind. I'm sure it wasn't important. Then I pick Oliver. Yay! Approach the gate, and you suddenly find your, the boat has stopped, and there's a gangplank that leads down to the gate, and the gate is covered in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Do you approach the gate, Oliver? I uh, I tuck my coat a little firmer and then step off the boat. Okay. Roll me your pow. Let's see. Yeah. You find yourself suddenly... In Washington, you've done it, Nido. You've risen through the ranks and you're about to ascend the steps. Chief of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And after a couple of years in term, the presidency, you will have made it from the street of a nobody police officer to an FBI agent to the chief to the leader of your great nation of the free. All you have to do is go inside the building and your path and journey to success will be over. What do you do? I mean, this can't... I, they've literally just told me this is... This isn't real. Um... Have I just appeared to step out of a car or such? You do appear to have just stepped out of a big fancy car. It's one of those fancy armoured black cars with a little flag on the front of it. The Union Jack, the the Stars and Stripes, (laughs) even. No, no, I get back in the car. I'm going home. Oh, your pal. Come on. You turn towards the car, you pause, and you start up the steps into the building, and you wake up with a jerk in the desert to see Matteo and Cat throwing sand at Mm. the trees to put out a fire. Ah. (laughs) Uh, To you, um, Jack and Penny, Oliver... Approaches the gate and then vanishes and to where it sides. Oliver has fallen to his delusions. He has been expelled from this path. Uh, uh, sigh of relief. At least he didn't succumb entirely then, still. You have to remember, you're both still alive. I have described what happens if you fail the test as a spirit. Ah. 
you'd have Fair to point. royally fuck up <laughs> in snarl forever whilst your living body still remains. Uh, the um the the smile on my face is is fixed and plastered. Penny, Jack, who will try to reach Anubis's throne? We have lost two of your companions on this journey, and they may not return to this path whilst they still live. We both need to try, really, don't we? So I shake Penny's hand and I'm like, "Good luck," and then I step forward. Roll your pal, Jack. Ah, my dump stat. You don't have a dump stat. Uh, I do. It's strength. <laughs> Is your strength thirty? No. It's not I a have a better dump stat than you. Then okay. I've got thirty. That's fair. Uh, what did you want? Um, power. Power. Yeah. Ooh, it's I'm all there, Jack. Extremely powerful. Uh, the life where you never joined the cult. Ooh. The life where you stayed in school and you didn't go to that pub that evening with your friend who introduced you to the Brotherhood of the Bloody Tongue. The life where you got your degree and you made your mother proud of you and you married Jenny from the flower shop and you have three beautiful little kids and you're now a florist in old Soho town. What are, what are my children's names? Beverly, Robert, and Henry. Huh. You love them so. Perfect life, Jack. Oh, well, that's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like getting the power roll first time isn't a good thing. <laughs> This is this is for it predicting how predicting how well what you'd like you know what your uh, perfect life is if you if you if you if you fail the power roll it's like you are presented with a cinema hot dog. <laughs> oh, they are pretty it's good. Been, it's been on one of those rolling things for months. Ooh. I'm not quite so good now. <laughs> it smells like the inside of Satan's foreskin. Hmm. No. You are not <laughs> at all enamoured by this life, however, Jack. Oh, yeah. You know it is... It's just a lie. ...a dream, it is a lie. And you walk on and through the gate that you know is ahead of you. Little Chevin and Brabastian, uh, or whoever the children were, are just... Beverly, a... Robert and Henry. <laughs> well, I'm there. Remember. While I'm there, I throttle the life out of Beverly just for him. Penny, you see Jack walk through the gate. Uh, I turn to Chua and say, thank you for your hospitality. It's been most pleasant. I wish you all the best, Miss Penny. Curtsy, walk towards gate. (laughs) Roll pal. Boom! The life, Penny, the life that you would have enjoyed if you'd taken service with another lady in New York. High society, flirting with the bellboys, living that wonderful life, but not being in the limelight yourself. Friend, indispensable, perfect, running the wonderful household of your dear mistress 
keeping things ticking over whilst they rush around in their hectic life. And you would always be there for them. It's like your life now, but without the crazy magic bullshit that has driven your sanity to the brink. So basically her life up until a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's at, in which case the power roll in this time has made it guess very poorly. <laughs> but doesn't matter, does it? Or you're resisting it. Yeah, yeah. There are flaws. You walk through the gate and find yourself standing next to Jack. Fist bump. Meanwhile, back in the real world, um, Oliver, you've scrambled out of your um, lovely uh, bandages. And you can see Kat and Matteo a little bit soot-stained and the palm trees seem to be a little bit crisped. (laughs) And Matteo and Kat, you realise Oliver is waking up. Oh, um, you're also up. Uh, I nod, looking a little bit out of it, but clearly not as bad as... um... What is going on here? You've just woken up. How's things going? Uh, I'm guessing the other two are doing okay. I fell for a trap that I'll have to deal with at some point. But I'm okay. I'm okay. What what happened to the trees? Oh, um, there was a little accident when uh, Gregory woke up. I see. But it is fine now. Gregory, roll your constitution. You wake up to find Mitch is like bathing the back of your head with a soft cloth. Am I alive? Yes, you are. Hello, Doctor. <sighs> you wake, woke up firing fire from your fingertips. I was what? You hurled fireballs at palm trees. Apparently, they are devil spawn and may not be trusted. Well, I can I can believe the latter, but I don't know how I threw fire at everything. Well, you did. Mm. Fine. I left Cat and Mateo shoveling sand onto the fire, and um, decided after I'd hit you in the back of the head, maybe I should look after you. Oh, uh, I I start. Doing like mini tests of like how many fingers I've got, see if I've got a concussion or anything. Roll your first aid. They're only lightly aflame now. You definitely have a splitting headache, but no concussion. Okie dokie. I'll I'll find some milder painkillers then. <laughs> yep. Um, should we go back and join the others, or do you want to stay in bed? Uh, I'll join you in a moment. I'll just let these painkillers, um... Well, I'm not leaving you on your own. Oh, okay. We'll we'll join them shortly. We'll join them shortly. Okay, fine. Right. Thank you, Mitch. Matteo, are you doing anything else other than looking after Penny and Jack? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the best we can do for them right now. Penny and Jack are breathing very shallowly. Their skin is pasty white. Their heart is barely beating. Their spirits are far away. 
in the underworld. Jack and Penny, you are in a dark place. Ahead of you, there's a long pillared hall, and then there's sort of like dark burning braziers full of burning coals, and there is a throne. And behind the throne is a many-rayed star. It's cool and cold. What do you do? Beyond fist bump. Uh, approach throne. As you approach the throne, a figure is now sitting in the throne. Humanoid, but with the head of a jackal, wearing the clothing of an Egyptian pharaoh. Though their crown, the big fancy headdress doesn't have the little snakes on it. Is the throne on a dais? The throne is standing above a gateway. So at the far end of the hall, there's a large gateway with a silver gate in it, and then the throne is like above it, so you have to look up. Okay. Uh, approach to respectful distance, drop into extended curtsy. Jack, Penny, you have passed the tests of yourselves. Your hearts are, whilst not clean and without sin, he stares at Jack, (laughs) are balanced. The lives you have led to this point grant you access to Aru. You may continue through the gate. Should you so desire. I believe that is not what we are here for, Lord Anubis. Um, Although we thank you profusely for the invitation. (laughs) Then speak, why are you here? Why have you faced eternal damnation and the loss of yourselves? To reach my throne room. No mortal has walked this path in millennia. Not a living one, at least. Hold on, I need to scroll up quite a lot. I am trying to remember a name. Uh, I've well, got it. I've got it, but it's ah, just you've got the name somewhere in my fucking notes. Hang on. We are retrieving a name from <laughs> notes. Please hold. <laughs> I'll I'll start while you look. Uh, we are. Is it looking... is it Nigel Wasif? Is that the person we're looking for here? We're looking no. for Nuri. Nuri El Uh, I do not have him in my notes. Oh yes, talk to Nuri. Okay, <laughs> my notes are not good. Never mind at the moment because they're not present. Um. We're looking for a gentleman who died called Nuri al Wesker, I believe. Uh, he has some information that we desperately need to try and stop. Uh, I'm going to hedge my bets that it still may not be a great idea to say it. The bad man. 
You seek to stop the Dark Pharaoh. Yes, yes, that one. I know what Nuri knows. His soul will speak with me. Why should I let you speak to him? You have passed the test. That grants you audience. It does not grant you favours. What do you offer? We are trying to stop the end of the world. What matters it to me if the world is ended? Or the world falls under his sway even further? I lived through it before. I will live through it again. That's a lot of work, though. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm all out of um, like uh, anks and crooks and flails. Um, I can set terms. Should you wish, but I do normally prefer my petitioners to offer something. I know oh. what I would take from both of you. I can I think use my cult to try and work out what would be a good thing to offer Anubis, an you, offering, uh, you know, the more traditional sense of offerings. You can indeed roll your cult. Come on, them bones! That is not what I wanted to see. Yeah, ancient Egyptian gods and what to give them isn't really in your uh, how to be a good uh, lady's maid. Training. Hairdressing. Now, I have 56 <laughs> in a cult. Don't belittle me. <laughs> I said ancient Egyptian gods. You know, you know all about appeasing the gods of house and hearth. Aye, aye, aye. Um, Clearly, Anubis wasn't on the syllabus. <laughs> from inside, from inside my pocket, I produce a tennis ball, and I'm like, "Who's a good boy? <laughs> you do not do oh, that." <laughs> Fifty-fifty on this working. He will smite you. Uh, I don't want to be smoten. Um, Look, so far I've only smitten one player in a Call of Cthulhu game, and that was Chow. I mean, she was asking for it. She was. She was fucking <laughs> around with a bloody. Um, Wasn't she trying to dismantle the Ark of the Covenant? She was trying to open the Ark of the Covenant whilst in a plane, uh, and she pissed off God. <laughs> I know Reggie felt like you certainly tried to smite him with fucking Hypnos. Yeah, well, you were rude to Hypnos. That, well, that was also his fault. <laughs> yeah. I was not rude to Hypnos. <laughs> who, are you, who are you again? He <laughs> 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 summoned him forth and then we're like, oh, I didn't mean to summon you. Sorry. Yeah, to, to, to just like, just being insulting. honest, it's better than lying. Yeah, just, oh, the bill, please. Um <laughs> Uh, can can um, I try an occult road, occult roll to see what will try an occult roll? Oh dear, a, Jack! Appeal to Lord Doggy Boy over there. Oh, oh. <laughs> I will send you messages. That's a good number. That is a good number. Unlike my one tennis ball, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, my role was nearly bad enough that I would have agreed with that. <laughs> Throw the tennis ball. He's like, firstly, that's fairly racist. <laughs> but I will permit it. <laughs> oh, God. There you go, Hedgehog friend. Four things that come to mind with your critical success. Well, I like that you added the uh, added the fourth thing, but didn't change the text at the top to say four. 
Oh, Jesus, I've just thought of something which is a terrible idea, but it's where Penny's mind would be going at this point. Please speak before I do. I I, I turn to Penny for inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) When we return to the mortal world, we will worship you. We We will build a temple in your name. And you will honour it with a congregation? To the best of our ability. I was trying to get out of here without becoming a worshipper of Anubis this time. It's literally literally the things in the list he gave me. <laughs> this is the um This is uh number one and number three on the list of things he gave me. Did I miss something? Uh, yeah, yeah we're starting a temple. Is there any alternative you would offer, Miss Penny? I smile desperately at her. I'm not going to lie. I have not had many dealings with gods before Lord Anubis. My, my skills and thoughts are much more of a worldly nature. Uh, personally, uh, I am fairly skilled in the forms of... Um, stylings of hair and i noticed that you yourself do have quite a lot of hair uh i believe i could probably give you a very nice makeover if you'd like it uh oh lord he looks at penny in almost bafflement i try i try i am being completely sincere if sincerity is radiating off of penny I yeah, try, no, no, try and return to the mortal world by, think, by thought alone. He, he, um, he gestures and his hair changes configuration. This form is my thought. Whilst I appreciate your skills and your sincerity in your offer, I don't need a valet or a lady's maid. I am the ruler of the dead, the final judgment, the gatekeeper to the field of reeds. As much as that is true, your lordship, and I'm not questioning you, let me please make that clear. Uh, Humans have noticed and observed the fact that it can be quite pleasurable just to have the act of hair being arranged and groomed. That is more of where I was going rather than suggesting that your personal style is in any way flawed. So you're offering me your services as a maid in exchange for the knowledge you require. Really, in many I ways, it's, it's better than it's better than a temple. I say. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be able to be in perpetuity because I am currently beholden to Lady Catherine Vanderbilt and. She is a meddlesome woman who prods at the fabric of the universe in ways she should not. Oh, you I know, it's her. wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> she is also connected to Dr. Liza Vanderbilt and the Walking One, avatars of the universe. It is best not to meddle in the things that Lady Vanderbilt meddles with. 
Maybe I should. of time, like Laurent de Marigny or Armitage. Maybe I should leave this deal in your hands, Jack. I feel like I'm not making things better right now. I'm ever so sorry for wasting your time, Lord Anubis. Time is never wasted. This has been most amusing. Deep curtsy. <laughs> so. I don't want a temple, Jack. I will take something else, however. When it is time for a sacrifice to be made, when it is time to shut the bent pyramid, live up to your mistakes and walk inside. And you must take one other with you. <laughs> and it shall be Penny. Um, I just take Jack's hand and go. Doesn't sound so bad. And Penny will survive. I doubt it, Jack. One of you will have a chance to join me here. The other will no doubt be stuck. That choice is in your futures. Hooray! Oh, I've got I've got to get this character killed before we get before we get to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I demand for all that you have done, Jack. That you set it right at the end. I smile and nod, and I, after a moment, I say, "We couldn't tempt you with the hairdressing thing." <laughs> no, <laughs> fair I tried. Enough, I, fair enough. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Uh, we um, we agree in order to speak to Nuri. Uh, Nuri's soul is summoned. He's a young man, must only be about nineteen twenty. He nods to you. I buried my half, the seal of the Iron Light of Darkness, in the gardens of the Manor House Hotel, next to the lemon tree. But it's not there anymore. Which hotel, sorry? The Manor House Hotel in Cairo. Where is it now? (laughs) (laughs) It is on the altar stone of the Temple of the Black Sphinx beneath the Giza Plateau. (laughs) The entrance to the catacombs is inside the Mycenaeus Pyramid on the Giza Plateau. Mycenaeus Pyramid Catacombs. The majority of the cult are now in Kenya, but some remain. The Queen of Darkness and the Lady of Ice guard the Temple of the Dark Sphinx. But their union is... fragile. You will have to find your way to the Temple of the Black Sphinx. Disrupt their agreement and seize the stone for yourselves. Possibly kill Queen Nitocris whilst you're down there. 
Oh, sure. That's that's real easy. Thanks. I hid it. It lay under that hotel lemon tree for about eight months. Longer, even. (sighs) Years. But when I died, and before my spirit crossed the final boundary, they were able to bind it to speak the truth. They summoned and tortured my soul. Oh, you had one job. I did. Flapjack. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you didn't come to Egypt. And the cult have taken it. Seize the capstone. Repair the pyramid. Save the world. Heck. If only someone hadn't kept delaying us and stopping us from going to Egypt all of this time. <laughs> Look, no one here did that. <laughs> Anubis I... and dismisses Nuri's soul back to where it can have eternal peace. I make a mental note to somehow get him into hell. You have had you your no such thing. The path before you is dangerous and thwart with enemies. I wish you luck. And when you face the final crossroads, I trust you will make the final choice. The correct choice. Oh yes, I'm famously trustworthy, me. Do you have any final questions before I return you to the realm of the living? You paid a hefty price, a compulsion to do the right thing on your very souls. How is there anything that would help us achieve our goal at this point that we can ask from you? Yes. I feel that's probably the end of your answer to that. I suspect <laughs> the thing that we could ask you for is would you be able to give us either knowledge or artifact which would be able to help us defeat Queen Nitu, Chris? From what I've heard, it did not go well for the team last time they faced her. In the Temple of the Black Sphinx, there is a pit, a hole into the desert, the underworld, the darkness beneath. She is just a woman. Yes, she may have powers and sorceries, but throw her body in the hole. And one final thing. He reaches down off his throne and touches your head, Penny, and imprints in you a map of the catacombs. Handy. And be protected at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> you awake back up. Do we feel refreshed, enlivened, and at full sanity? No. Oh, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> do we? Do we feel at max san? <laughs> What about luck? Are we all at max luck? No. Uh, 
You do, however, get seven sanity, Penny and Jack, for facing your inner turmoils and your inner demons and crossing through the Egyptian underworld. Nice. I'm still not a coin flip again, but nice. I am fractionally over. Hooray. You wake back up. <sighs> oh, you guys are back. How did how did it go? It went very well. We have what we need, although we do have some bad news. Oh. Uh, what is the bad? Let's, Let's give, gather listen. everyone first if we're not all immediately here right now. Okay. I, I just <laughs> lay I just lay back down in the bandages and I'm like, just leave me here. No, no, Jack. <laughs> we have a job to do. <laughs> Let's get you back into the tent, and we can, yeah, discuss how things went. You shuffle back to the tents. Why did those trees catch fire? I'm sure they weren't like that before we were left. Oh, it was an accident. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hmm. How are Gregory and uh, Oliver? Uh, they woke up um, a bit before you I'm, did. I'm here. I'm here. I'm yeah, but I'm still asking, how are you? <laughs> I'm oh, showing oh. concern. Yes, but you kind of phrased it as though I wasn't in the room, like you were talking over me. That's because I don't really <laughs> care about you that much. <laughs> oh, oh. I've never spoken to you in your, to your face before. <laughs> Rude. Um, I'm feeling fine. I am. I am okay. Um, and, and Dr. Gregory? Dr. Gregory was okay. Uh, he was a bit agitated when he woke up, hence the fire, but... Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Mitch okay, looking after him. less said about that, the better, I feel, potentially. Mm. Games mongoose. Yeah. In the that's, tent. That's two hours. Then we will pause there as you all make your way to recuperate. Okay, you are all gathered the next morning. Everyone has slept after their harrowing ordeals inside the dark underworlds of the Egyptian lands. And you have gathered together in the tent where one gathers for coffee, teas, and uh, fresh-baked croissants. I was going to say, who is baking these croissants? But it's Mitch, isn't it? Yeah. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is Mitch. the croissant baker. I do like a good fresh baked croissant in the morning. Yeah, fresh croissants with honey and jam. It's pronounced croissant. I really like those just roll ones that you get the things and you just roll them up and put them in the oven. I haven't had those. They're really good. All right. Uh, yeah, there are croissants and tea and coffees. What's your plan? Discuss the things you learned in the underworld, Jack and Penny, whose souls are now tied together in divine duty. Greg always oh. managed to tie his soul to someone. And no, no, it's and it's never normally my choice. <laughs> I, I mean, let's be clear choice. on this. Let's be clear on this, Flinty. 
back when I used fucking um, what 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 was it called? Azafoth, the cur- dread curse of Azafoth. I would have been happier with a result of accidentally eating your soul along with Huston's. Because I'm a terrible person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you back gather to the present in the breakfast tent to discuss your ongoing plans to save the world from Indeed. the Alakatek. So we learn a couple of things, uh, such as, for example, the capstone isn't, or the half of it that we're searching for is no longer where it was originally buried. It's now uh, in the tunnels beneath the pyramids on the Giza Plateau. Uh, You know, the one that happens to be the Temple of the Dark Sphinx as well. So there's that. But most of the cultists aren't there, but Nito Kreese and... um, if that cries, Vendor never. Oh. So. It's good that we know where it is, but. Yeah. Okay. Also, there's a big old pit in there, which if we just chuck. Um, Nito crease down, she will just die. So that's good. Why does she live somewhere where she can be ultimately destroyed? Uh, I think it's Star Wars rules. I think it's it's so that we have a chance to beat her rules. Big <laughs> <laughs> pit is there. She uses it for evil things. Throw yeah. her in the evil hole. That's true. Evil yeah. things do tend to be fairly dangerous, and I mean she's evil and wants to do evil things. So I guess it's a risk she was glad to take. Fair enough. Um, I also have a map of the whole of that place embedded in my brain now. That could be helpful. Yeah. Um, what else did we learn? Oh, yes. Uh, um, we know who's going into the Bent Pyramid at the end of this all now. Hooray! You do? Yes, me and Jack. When right. did you decide this? Uh, Anubis, Anubis decided. decided it for us. As a special treat. <laughs> Why do you both need to go in? Um, I don't know. Not clear as of yet, but it doesn't really make many odds to me. If I'm being perfectly honest, I fully intended to offer myself up for a job anyway, because I don't trust any of the rest of you to keep my mistress safe. Wow. It's a searing indictment, if ever there was one. Oh, she's, she's not wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, the long and short of it is uh, we now need to get back to Cairo, go to the Giza Plateau, get the other half of the capstone by probably having to fight through some of the cult, but not the major majority of it at least. Uh, Nitokris. And apparently Nitokris and Afakwa's alliance is very tenuous, so there is room for disrupting it, potentially. How we do that, I don't know, though, offhand. Throw her in the pit, throw her in the pit. 
We'll have to do all that and then very quickly get to the Bent Pyramid, because I imagine even if we are successful, they'll alert the rest of their friends. Guys, get back here. They're here. Uh, I mean, I would question um, Lady Vanderbilt. Just how much can we rely on your portals for this part of the end game? Um, I mean, they're quite a significant cost to actually use. If we need them to stay ahead, that's one thing. I mean, we are quite away. I think we've got some days on everyone else, and anybody who would be in Cairo is going to well at the 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 pyramid is going to be there and that is where they will be and there's not a lot that we can do just by rushing off there if we thought we wanted to prepare a bit more or recover from what's been quite an interesting few days or all of this um but we can travel there through portal or we can use the jeeps that we still have Mm. and um probably actually going by land is going to take a very long time so we may want to consider going up the Nile, or we could just yeah. go there. But I don't think we need to go there necessarily right now. Right now, yeah. I, th- I think you just raised a good point, actually, because they think we're on our way here. We've got we've got them by surprise, so we could slowly go to Cairo and do what we need to do to get the capstone, and then possibly use your portal to get to uh, the Bent Pyramid because that's a shorter distance. I assume I... portals over shorter distances are better. I would counter that by the fact that, yes, right now, they think we are coming here still. In five days' time, they are not going to think we're coming here. They're going to be fairly suspicious that we've already stymied them at that point. Mm -hmm. At which point, said group is going to make sure the rest of the cult knows that they don't have a clue where we are anymore at which point they're going to go on high alert in every single location which is valuable to them. I agree. I think we've got some days, but not a lot. Like, if we wait too long, then actually that becomes their most priority place. Whereas at the moment, they've no reason to believe we're suddenly going to appear. Uh, well, I guess more so than we could just appear through a portal. They likely know portals exist, but well, they like think... It's 200 miles back to Giza... Mm-hmm. If you follow the river, yep. if you cross the river and go cross country, it's 150 miles to the Giza Plateau. Mm-hmm. Like, if we were to get a boat and go up the Nile, we know that's about a week, because it has been before. Uh, overland might be quicker because all of the Nile routes are slow and touristy could, could you please hurry the boat up we're trying to avoid the end of the world I mean how that much just that, oh. I was going to say when you, when, you said, when you phrase it like that it just sounds like we're, t- we're taking the mickey of them being crazy <laughs> slow <laughs> yeah. I how much cash we have to drop on the boat for it to not sink and also just take us where we want to go yeah like, no stops direct to Cairo please rather we take a portal to Cairo personally it seems the much safer way and make sure that no silly little thing crops up which delays us boats are also notoriously known for just being uh, unreliable 
I mean, look at how many have sunk overall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, uh, Yep, yep, that's the reason. So I would say it will take at least a day or two for anybody who might be stationed around Cairo or Giza to actually leave there in pursuit of coming to get us somewhere between uh, where we were and Quena. So if we appear too soon, then they won't leave or they'll have a much better time of just turning around which is good to just give us a few days to, well, plan what we're actually going to do. Uh, question is, do we want to be in Cairo straight away, or do we want to be somewhere else? Yeah, this is where we are. I would suggest, seeing as we have the supplies, unless there's something we specifically need in a population centre, we should stay away, or we're likely to just blow our cover. Mm. Yeah, I I don't think there's, if we can avoid populated areas until we need to be somewhere, then we should do that. Um, I'm I'll be honest. I'm other than our physical resources of simple energy and moxie, I'm not really sure what else we need now beyond the capstone mm. and getting to the bent pyramid to finish this don't we don't and, we need a a supply of fresh juicy virgin blood for the eye of light and darkness i uh, don't think so this time i think it basically just needs holding together for practically a whole night long isn't it can someone remind us what's in, involved with what's, the fixing what's the, of what's uh, the variant capstone? Spell? the capstone i think you just put it together and the seal is the seal well your cthulhu mythos to remember the spell you were given. All of us? Uh, we're all talking yes. about it together, so yeah. Not a clue. Nope. Uh, Pat remembers. <laughs> no. No chance. Mateo decides he doesn't want to even think vaguely about any of this wibbly <laughs> stuff. No, I thank dig you. dig a hole and jump in it. Jack? Jack also remembers. I know the spell. I'm going to share the handout with you because there's no excuse. What? No excuse for what? (laughs) There's always an excuse. It's just a question of whether it's a valid one. I don't think he knows what words mean. To be fair, I don't know what lots of them mean. Mm -hmm. I don't know more words than I know. Mm. At least I assume so. The problem is I don't know them. There you go, Jack and Kat. I made a handout explaining what the ritual is to fix the uh, capstone on the Red Pyramid is. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna die. <laughs> yes. Mm. Death. So we do need blood of the innocent. Mm. Ah. 
I was fairly sure we didn't, but this is what the ritual says. <laughs> Anybody here feeling innocent? Nope. We all have Cthulhu Mythos, so no. <laughs> mm. Maybe if I just keep going up, it'll wrap back round and I'll be innocent. <laughs> you can't rely on the integer overflow to save you. How many orphans do I need to kill to integer <laughs> overflow? <laughs> oh, Gandhi's integer overflow so, so amazing. But we don't need that much, so we could get that with some bribe to some medical establishment, although it's a bit of a random no, chance of, is someone who has like, given blood or been in a test here actually innocent? So yeah, Exactly, that's probably. too much of a gamble. <laughs> No, we're pretty much at the point of someone needs to kidnap a very young child and just open a vein. Good lord. Well, maybe we can pick one up on the way. Yeah. I mean, we're not planning to drain them dry. No, we just, we just need a little bit. Just traumatize them for the rest of their life. <laughs> we need to use some of your blood for a ritual, child. Hashtag Don't tell them. They might get Cthulhu Mythos just from knowing that. We'll buy you a Coke. Stuff <laughs> uh, back then. Do we have enough magical capacity? Probably. Between all of us, I would imagine so. Well, remember, like one or two of us won't be there for the ritual because we have to have him distracted yeah. in the bent pyramid Who while we was? repair. Yeah. So that's what five of us will be left mm. to do the ritual. I think it's tight. We might actually need just one or even two extra people. Roll your luck, please. Two. No, stop. We're Jack, stopped. roll his luck. Yeah, there it is. Uh, all right. I am ticking someone dragged us down to their luck level. I feel like you may not have the right number there, Jack. <laughs> right. Due to this blatant cheating, I'm going to set our owner's luck level. I did wow. it. I, I put it back. Don't fiddle with my character sheet. Wow. There you go. Never see- <laughs> there you go. Is that better? You no, would have. You would have. You would have kicked. Abject failure, little hedgehog lady. It was still failed. You would have kicked yourself if it was like if you'd rolled under twenty-one on the first one. Butlermancy <laughs> at hard, please. What's that? Butlermancy at hard. Oh, that's me. Uh, eh. I'll yeah. give you an extreme instead. Is that okay? Uh, as you were discussing all of this, Penny is rootling around in one of the chests and pulls out the map of the Dashur Pyramid Complex that she uh, she picked up when you were in Cairo. Okay. Pyramid. The Bent Pyramid is to the south. Pyramid. It's two, nearly 2.9 kilometers from the Red Pyramid. Hmm. 
The Black Pyramid is uh, 2.3 kilometers away. Which helps you get a sense of scale here. They're not all snuggled up next to each other like the pyramids at the Giza complex. The Dashur Pyramid com- uh, Plateau is is quite spread out. Yeah, it is much spreading. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not getting the relevance of this. Whoever's doing the fancy ritual over at the Red Pyramid is not going to be an easy shouting distance to the people at the Bent Pyramid. Right, I see. Wait, was someone suggesting that even? Because No, I just wanted you to get a sense of how far apart these pyramids are okay, from each other. Okay. We, could, we could simply open a portal between the two. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's punch some holes in time and space near Njarlathotep's prison. Now you're thinking with portals. Hmm. Look, you've just been under the Bent Pyramid. Do you remember how that went on Wednesday? He's the worst Lathotep. What were you doing in the Bent Pyramid on Wednesday? Investigating. Don't ask questions. There were Nazis doing weird shit. We were stopping the Nazis. Ashley can only run role-playing games that are set in Egypt at the moment for some reason. Uh, okay. Um, I've seen this map a lot recently. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we may need to bring one, maybe two unknowing, willing, possibly paid off people to what hopefully won't be their doom. But if we fail, it might be their doom in a little longer anyway. So it's probably fine. <laughs> You have to remember that everything we're doing at the moment is for the greater good. Mm. The greater good. You can't keep saying that. (laughs) Um, Do the ends justify the means if you are trying to save the entire human race? Absolutely Mm. in this case. From a very naughty man. Mitch sets down a tray of... um... Volavants. Always volavants. Oh. Little pastry shells stuffed with crab. Oh, oh crab volavants. And so far from the coast. Mm. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder whether or not these things are actually what he says they actually are. Yeah. Your uh, oh, yes. filet mignon with sauce bernades look like dog turds in glue. The Nile isn't that far away. He asks, what's our plan then? Are we going straight to Cairo? Are we driving to Cairo? Are we going to fly to Cairo in the plane that's at the bottom of the lake? Well, we're not yeah, going to be doing it's, that. It's, it sounds like we'll be going straight there via another cat's portals, but not necessarily right now. We'll do that soon. Well, it's the dawn of a new day, so are we just going to sit around here today and do nothing? I mean, I don't mind as a travelling sort of in the distant, like, in the direction of Cairo, because if the cult decide they want to try and come here, then we won't be here, and we'll be just somewhere random. And wherever we get to, if we think, well, we've been traveling for a couple of days, then we could just be in Cairo. Okay. So, out of character, briefly, our plan is to... uh, 
desperately go to that pyramid. Uh, hold on, I wrote it down. The Mycenaeus Pyramid Catacombs to the Temple of the Dark Sphinx and look for the capstone, which is on the altar there. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I was, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that lengthy silence was interrupted by someone agreeing with me. Good, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's why and, I did it. Yes, um, and then thenceforth take the capstone to the something pyramid, the adjective pyramid. Red. Yep, and uh, just sort of whack it on top, and wow. then and then a do a ritual. Us, yeah, well, a couple of us go to the bent pyramid, and. Jump inside and be like, "Hi, we're a distraction," but not actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and he's like, "Where's the rest of you?" We're like, uh, "Um, we betrayed them. We're here to bargain." Yeah, <laughs> tap. We have come to bargain. Door Def- one, yeah, definitely going to sell you guys out. And somewhere <laughs> in this, we need to. Uh, bring on at least one, maybe two other people who don't mind being involved in all our bullshit. So... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yes, and don't forget, we have to find a, a ready source of delicious human blood. I, I guess that would be one or both of these people who we right. are. Right, right, right. This might be a silly question. I'm sure we've asked it before. It has to be human blood. It has to be innocent blood. Yeah, but does it have to be human? Well, I've got a jacket full of kittens. Almost certain we've had this answered before. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! It turns out you're supposed to feed kittens. (laughs) Why would you wear cat and Jack and Mateo? It does have to be innocent human blood. You can't just use or innocent sentient creature blood. Mm. You're not entirely sure kittens count, and do you really want to piss off Bast? Are you, are you mixing up sentient and sapient? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. Either way, it's fine. Lady Vanderbilt will just stop by the Vanderbilt Cairo orphanage. Oh, oh God! She can't <laughs> just rock up and be like, "One of your finest orphans, please." <laughs> Madam, we realise you pay for this, but this is highly unorthodox. Wait, I mean... Just, just don't, remember. don't wrap it, I'll take it with me now. Isn't... You I mean, can't remember, does does the blood actually need to have literally just exited a person, yeah, or can it be stored? Be fresh. It, well, fresh, like, how long yeah. is it? does it take to not be fresh? You don't know. Yeah. It's no, just we, I'm remembering the big old vial we were given in Australia... Yeah, but yeah. that was like summoned out of the ether by a magical being from fifty billion years in the uh-uh. past. Not yeah, magical, we, we, scientific. We dis- we discussed this before. You you um you can't just grab a blood bag and put it in a in an ice box and take it with you. It has to be reasonably fresh or spawned magically by some sort of demon. We're far enough from Giza that it's probably not going to be fresh by the time we get there. Even if it's the first thing we do, that would be my guess. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 have to bring an orphan. Fine, you can just tell Penny to pack an orphan whilst you're preparing to go to the Red Pyramid. I will do that without any questions. Penny, find me a child. They also be involved in the ritual, so 
it may not be enough to just have an orphan. Unless you want someone in the ritual and an orphan. AreWeTheBaddies.com <laughs> I'm pretty certain we've had someone literally just sit and bleed for us in England. So they don't need to do more than that. Mm-hmm. So we can just get an orphan, cut their arms and legs off, blind them, rip their tongues out, and then just have them bleeding there. It, it'll work. They won't be able to get away okay. or scream yeah, or anything. Okay. But okay. the thing okay. is, we need them to be part of the ritual because between us, I don't think we have enough magical capacity to That's what you're trying to get at. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, That's just underline. Oh, oh, right, right. You, you should have. You should have just said we need. We need that MP. <laughs> yeah, we need that MP. Oh, that's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we need that. We need that MP. Don't any of the books we currently have have? Here's how to make an MP battery anymore. Um, certain other people had that. Ability. Well, we we had we had a couple and they got pinched. Um, still, still regret the loss of the lure. The. Uh, also, yeah. um, how 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 do you do this eye darkness light ritual thing? Do you well, want some? We, do you want someone to teach it to you? Oh. Yeah, we, I think I think a few of us probably need to learn that, don't we? I Everybody don't because I'm in the bent so. pyramid. Well, okay, you don't need to know. I think we I think we might have to use up. Um, oh yes, I'm not going to be there, am I? No. No, your power is out of this. Oh, shit. We're definitely going to need need all of Mateo's MP for this complex ritual. Roll your intelligence, uh, Penny. Oh, me. Intelligence. I'm pretty intelligent. Can you speak a message, Craig? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Secret message, Kring. Secret message, Kring. Kring. Need input. Message. Max and Jinx are friends. Not food? Mm-hmm. Fish are friends and food. <laughs> there you go, Craig. A secret message. As Penny has an idea. Okay. Uh, so, Kat. Yes? You know you have friends who are not in this room, right? <laughs> oh, yes. This is going to be the very, very final confrontation. It's time to call them, my lady. Mm, that's true. Gather them. <laughs> gather them all. The order of Merlin. I mean, um, at this point, I would even go so far as to say we should probably consider Felix and Doctor Vanderbilt as well. Oh, that's true. Um, well, I will have to spend my time and energy getting them here. So. But if that's going to be fine, as long as that succeeds, uh... like, oh yeah, the gigantic list of ally NPCs we've made. Summon them. What a good yeah, idea that's that had. The Order of Merlin, Jack Brady. Uh, I guess everyone is going to come. Doctor Armitage, Etienne. Just, just invite them all to you know your 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 fancy summer soiree at the Red Pyramid. Who's okay. that? 
who was that other fella that was helping us for a bit? Um, uh, Haster. Yeah, yeah cool. maybe Haster. not that one. <laughs> uh, Someone, Lady Bast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were already going to do that, weren't we? She was already on the list of things to do there. Oh yeah. I think maybe you need to write a list of people that Cat needs to call on the old magic telephone and be like, "Hi guys, wanna come and help me defeat the Althotep?" Yeah, the Althotep's like, "Hasta, Hasta, I know that's you. You're, you're just wearing a hat." <laughs> We've got a list, haven't we? I thought we did. List of friendly allies. Where is it? Yeah, it was. It was... Order of Merlin, Jack Brady, Bast, um, Etienne, Etienne, Dr. Armitage, mm-hmm. Jack Brady, yeah. Fei Wong. Oh, yeah, Fei's still out there. <laughs> ah. uh, Antoine Delamere. I was just about to say, does, does he count? <laughs> um, he. He, well, he's the butler of the Arsenal tip right now. He's on the naughty person team. Yeah, that sounds like that could be a liability. Hmm. I mean, he did help you one time before. Yeah. Probably when he can get away with it. It, it, it might be a bit embarrassing if, like, you know, you're all there doing the ritual and the Arsenal tip's like, I want a cup of tea and rings the bell and he's like, where's my butler? Yeah, that could be really <laughs> bad. Do not bring him. You he needs ask... to be able to turn up at the bent pyramid if he's called. Oh, um, we said uh, Liza and Felix were on our ally list. I mean, you could they try are. And call them. They would probably want a price, but yeah, they yeah, have, have the architect. There you go. Where is our ally list? You don't have an ally list in Roll Twenty. I did. I was pretty sure one was here. There's a book of all your. There's a list of all your books. Uh, yeah, maybe we don't. I was fairly sure we had one. Cannot find it. Yeah, no, I have a list of all your... Oh, no, there it is. It's in the list of books. Ah, oh, that's why, because it's... <laughs> ah. Yes, I was looking for... Okay, yeah. That's why I'd seen it, because I went through the list of books to work out what Cat was speed reading. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, we do still need some innocent blood, but maybe some of our allies can help us with that as well. I'm sure the Order of Merlin can help with that one. Uh, of course, the further afield we go, the, well, I'll see who can actually make it to us when we're planning to... Yeah, uh, I'm. Sh- I'm sure the order can do teleporty stuff. Etienne, we know, can go anywhere. Yeah, it's Jack Brady. I'm wondering around about. Okay, well, I say we head off. Whoa, Jack, Jack, Jack Brady. Yeah, isn't he meant to be leading his forces simultaneously against? the Black Mountain when we do this so that they can as soon as it takes effect and all of Nealphotep's monsters start disappearing they can take out the rest of the cultists. 
That was a fun idea you had, which you haven't actually communicated to Jack. Ah, in which case, that's probably already beyond possible at this point. Jack was, however, hanging around off the coast of uh, Africa in his big cargo ship with his mercenary force. Not too far away. Possibly he needs a telegram or a radio message. Oh, who's our butler? Uh, well, I'm a maid. No, 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 no. our NPC. Yes, we we do need to get Walter into it. Walter, let's get Walter in. (laughs) Not sure if there's a point where we can call on him anymore. Yeah. Can we use your sister? Can we use your Walpurgis butler? Walter is currently hanging around in Alexandria with the fair Dinkum being all like, look, we're here, honest. <laughs> uh, that's a point, and unless he's got some way to move instantly, we still need him to be doing the distraction thing. Well, I, if they've worked out that we're not in Alexandria, so it's probably fine. Uh, that's a good point. And then, you know, if we're going to be a few days, they can make it to Cairo by the time we... Because it's not that far away. We did Cairo and Alexandria uh, train. However, I would argue we shouldn't call anyone who can't move instantly somewhere for a simple fact. Otherwise, there's a good chance they'll come in hot. Hmm... Yeah, I sort of... Part of the whole point about the plan we're doing at the moment, remember, is that those who are going to the, the, the capstone, to put the capstone back on the Red Pyramid are doing it as secretly as possible, while the people that go into the Bent Pyramid are supposed to probably, if they have any chance of distracting and holding the Alpha Tep's attention, probably going to go and need to go along some sort of storyline of we're betraying our friends to make some sort of deal with you, make make some deals, have some fun, swindling and wheedling us, the Alpha Tep, rather than, you know, walking in and go, you're a poopy face, at which point he just looks away, bored, and sees you. Well... I mean, the turning off the bent pyramid and being a distraction, that's the one thing. But the secretness of being able to get the capstone and go to the red pyramid is pretty much lost, given that our best suspicions that um, he knows the whole plan. So that's The problem things. with that statement is if we're taking that logic, we need to do a portal to Giza immediately and then a portal to the bent pyramid and watcher immediately because otherwise he's going to start moving his heavy forces away from the temple of the black wind uh yeah we're back to how quickly do we need to hmm we've got lots of allies yeah, not all of them I feel are appropriate for this mission. There's no harm in contacting all of them and just see if they can help. Well, the thing is, everyone does want to converge in the place, so it's whether or not they can 
do so because that's uh, where they need to be anyway. Again, that's the whole question of mm. which place. For example, Jack Brady is not a wizard. Mm. Having him come to where we're trying to do the penultimate thing, which doesn't need a non-wizard, and where we're hoping to not have a pitched battle in the first place, mm-hmm. feels like it's just inviting risk, effectively. Whereas actually having him visibly present elsewhere, doing something, strikes me as a much more useful extra diversion. If the Temple of a Black Wind is under a serious attack, while at the same time we're trying to wheedle and deal with Nyalfotep, he's not going to have that much more bandwidth for worrying about other things going on, is my thoughts on it. Now, obviously, uh, yourself and those at the Red Pyramid need the power to be able to do the ritual. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, one or two other people to react to any threats that do arise is probably all we really need there, considering the whole point of that is that hopefully they're not actually going to realize what's going on there in the first place. Because if they truly realize we are being absolutely ignorant if we truly believe the higher-ups at the cult don't have any way to move large forces fairly fast. Because, I mean, look at what we did just in the last 24 hours. As much as you're very powerful, my lady, if you are so much beyond what the cult can do, we wouldn't be this scared in the first place. So we can pretty much assume they can move the equivalent of many jeeps worth of people or monsters almost anywhere as long as they have five, six hours to do it Mm. and the knowledge of where they need to be. It will be a considerable feat to do so from Kenya. Uh, And the way which they do it is limited by who's there. Roll your Cthulhu Mythos cat. I can do that. Can I send you a secret message? Secret message cat. Secret message cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Message. There you go now. Oh, good. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. So the Black Sphinx has the ability to move through time and space. So that's exciting. And places some urgency on the things that we are doing. <laughs> ah, very useful, yes. Um... Uh, okay. Uh... If it can move through time and space, can we just hop on its back and ride it like Falcor back about two years? <laughs> if it was our friend, yes. It is not our friend, Jack. Oh, yeah. That's the Altatep in his big calf 
form. Yeah, that's the one where we crushed uh, in Cairo the last time we played this. You did. Finty crushed it with a temple. Yeah. Mm. And I saved everyone else with the dream compass. Mm. Oh, that dream compass. Anyone else has allowed it but Craig. I made good use of it over the years. You have, indeed. So, step one of your plan is get the capstone off Nito Grease. Step two... Join your allies at Dashur. Step three, beat Nialathotep? Question mark, question mark. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we need to get contacting them now, really, just saying, you know, the next few days, we're doing it. Can you get there? We need X, Y, and Z. We also, need, we need, if you could bring some blood. Yeah, we need blood, we need magicians, uh, and we just need... Bear in mind, it's completely possible as well that once we start talking to our allies, they might have further information or suggestions as well. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to break camp and start travelling north-west towards Giza? Or are you going to camp out here, contact allies here magically, and then transport to Cairo via gate? We said we had a couple of days, didn't we? It depends on where they're planning to ambush us. If they decided to ambush us here, they're going to find us. Mm. Yeah, maybe we should break camp and just get out of here first. Yeah, I think we should definitely move. Uh... Obscure our tracks a bit. Don't have to go too far. Just away from Quenna and away from Dendara. I guess it sort of requires us to know, well, where we're going, uh, and then be able to keep on that line for however long. Otherwise, I guess we're kind of assuming then we will just be uh, taking a gate onto, uh, I guess, onto Giza from there. I think so, yeah. Hi. You break camp and begin to travel. Depending on how Giza goes, this almost feels like we might be able to finish this today. Almost. Maybe. You I cross Giza is and start traveling. You spend... Who is driving a jeep? You have three jeeps, therefore you need three drivers. I've all I've always said, when in doubt, let me drive the jeep. All right, that's Jack. Roll a drive-in. Matteo, are you driving a jeep? Roll drive-in. Who's driving the third jeep? I, I could drive. Oh, are you I could drive. Okay. Oliver, I could drive. drive the jeep. I can technically legally drive. Yay! One second, where are you? I passed the skill. I didn't say I was was good at driving the Jeep. Extreme driving challenge. Right, Matteo is in the lead with Cat and Penny. 
Jack. Jeep is coming up the middle. And he's well, so Oliver's Jack Jeep is coming up the middle with Dr. Isaacs and Mitch and Jack are in the final Jeep, which um is going a little bit sideways. <laughs> Just slower than the others. So you all have to slow down to drive along it so Jack can keep pace with you. You cross the Nile and you put a day between you and Dendara. Heading out into the sandy deserts of eastern Egypt. So are we gonna like make camp in the evening and start contacting our associates? Well desert survival. What happens if you don't have a desert or a survival? <laughs> Then oh. you aren't much help setting up camp. Jack, that's dessert. It's it's what I have. Anyone else rolling a survival? Don't have I either. Roll a survival. It's all me, is it? It's all me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the only person uh, left with desert survival. Oh no, I don't. I don't have that. Of course you uh, don't. You're an FBI man. Um, I suppose, how much luck do I have at the moment? Let me have a look. Ugh, not as much as I'd like. Um, can, Ash, can I leverage Butlermancy to not exactly desert survive, but to help the people who are doing the desert survival stuff? I, I will luck it to succeed. There you, you go. You can, however, have a bonus dice before you luck it, honey, because... I'm assuming everyone else is chipping in and just following your instructions. Well, yeah, that's exactly yeah, yeah. what I was getting at. Okay, yeah, we're not just sitting in the jeep doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, Cat might be. She's a multi-billionaire. She's like, I have servants to do this. That's you guys. I don't s- drive. I've never striven in my life. Uh, I apologize for my outburst of laughter, but uh, this just came up. Um, well, it's on the Saturday chat. No, I'm going to spend the luck. Okay. Hmm. Yes, I have that memory. <laughs> um. Oh. Why is Craig possessed? That's <laughs> uh, September the third on a previous Saturday. Long, long ago. Craig, you look possessed. Are we playing Call of Cthulhu in this one? Because uh, we're playing Deadlands in this one. You can tell because there are Deadlands books missing on the shelf behind yeah, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Probably some Watleys have just done something horrible. Or we've just <laughs> done something weird. Stupid. Ah, <laughs> oh, Grand Canyon. <laughs> Uh, you break camp. It takes a while to put it together. Jack, you kind of have to take charge and tell everyone what to do, how to build the tents, how to sort out the water supply. Mitch is cooking dinner for you all. Very well. Right. Uh, How are you contacting people? What methods are you using to call people? Uh, Jack has the Mirror of Mendoza. Do I? You do. 
Oh, oh, yes. I thought that was lost in a terrible boating accident. No, you have the Mirror of Mendoza. It's in your pocket. That can be used to communicate with people if you can rest it to your mind. Oh, I was told I should... I remember being told that I should use that by someone. You were told to use that by Bast, and then you never asked for it. Uh, because it never kept never coming up. <laughs> That's because you needed to go and ask? It was uh, your yeah. problem? Yes, but what, what I mean is, is that like it never... like. It was never the right time to ask someone about it. Um, well, there's Jack. He's just finished. And it's reminded me now. Building an lovely desert camp. I'm like, oh, that that's the mirror. The mirror thing. I apparently should use that. Bass told me to use it. I look very unconvinced. I'm trying to remember how I'm trying to remember exactly what she said now. Um was it use the mirror and die? <laughs> no, no, it was something positive, I think. Um yeah. I'm trying I'm just trying to remember now. Was it use the mirror and die swiftly? Uh, it was there was general general positivity about it. Um, Roll your intelligence. Use the mirror and die happy. (sighs) As told you, if you're seeking allies and need to speak to those who have aided you in the past, look to the mirror of Mendoza for assistance. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she said. Which I think is the plan anyway, isn't it? Uh, well, contacting everybody. Yeah. Would you would you like a go? I say, getting the mirror out of my saddle. I could. Who would you? Who am I placing the call to? <laughs> Operator. Let's go. Let's go and find Cat <laughs> and check with her. Yes, you find Cat. She is lying in her deck chair. She has a little blanket over her lap. The stars are coming out. She's got margarita. Penny is like plumping her cushions. Mitch is like frying something on the fire. Yeah. Cat's having a lovely time. She's not had to help build any of this nonsense. Doing a relax. Hello, Cat. We have a magic mirror. Oh, good. That we periodically forget we're carrying, but here it is. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah. Bass told me that I should use this to call people for help. I don't know why me specifically, but. Do you know she, any of the uh, people that we would call for help? Uh, roll your intelligence, Nita. Do I know any of the people? Um, because I've come into the game fairly late. Oh, I'm, I'm passing all the int rolls. That's good. Uh, uh, she didn't specifically tell you to use it. You asked as a party what you could do to help. Right. And she told you, reminded you all about it, and then you didn't tell anyone about it for two sessions. So, right, um, right. I think because for the last few sessions, everything has been exploding. <laughs> um, stop you going, oh, hi, guys. The goddess told me a useful thing. Also, I think it was like the literally like the last thing that happened in a session, and then I forgot by the time the next session started. Um, so... Yeah, she said that we should. Th- th- this is a way that we can use to contact and talk to people. 
Okay. Uh, so it might help with that whole organization of uh, goodies that we're getting together. Yes, there'd be various people I could get in touch with and quite a few that I couldn't. So this would be quite useful, I guess, for all of the above, depending on how difficult it is to actually use it. I, so this... I take it that would be something that you might know how to do anyway? Is it just stare at the mirror and think real hard about the person? Yeah, look at the mirror, think about who you want to talk to, spend 15 power. <laughs> you don't know. You've never um, taken the time to learn how this thing works. And Nido forgot all about it when you could have been learning. I, I literally, I actually, I'm fairly certain that is what happened. It was like the very last piece of information communicated before we wrapped for a set of, wrapped for the day, and I was like, "Oh, I hope someone wrote that down." <laughs> Well, it was your piece of plot, Nido, so that was kind of your job. Right, um, you're gathered around Cat's chair. Are you all gathering around to d- discuss this mirror and how you might use it to contact your friends? Yeah, I mean, we all charged into Cat's chamber, so I guess we can uh, gather people together more. Right, uh, you uh, Doctor and Matteo. What role would it be to... Know what role to know. You'd have to research through some mythos books to see if any of them make mention of it. Ah, to the to the tomes. To the tomes. The good, those good old tomes that never let us down. Lovely tomes. We we rely on them daily. There's a list of books that you have. That some of you have read, but some of you might know how to flick through. You can flick through the black rites. Have I read any books? I ain't afraid of no tome. Black rites. I'll have a look at my book. (laughs) Did I write it down? (laughs) Did, Did I jot down? Right, hang on. I need to open some... Mythos tomes. So, uh, the Black Whites of Louvre Uh Cat is looking through the adventures of Naomi Trelop. Right, is anyone else looking through a different book? I've got, uh, I've got some partial read on Lever de Iron, or actual. No, have I got full read? I think I've got full read. The Lever de Iron. Okay. Any other books, Matteo? Are you going to crack over one of these dark tomes, or are you just going to? Stand around holding a club ready to knock them unconscious if they go crazy. Yeah, that one. I um, I don't feel like this is a great time to become an avid reader. <laughs> Matteo's just got a big club. He's eyeing you all up. Uh, Penny, are you going to crack open a book? If Cat specifically asks me, I will. But the fact of the matter is, is I don't have a partial or skim on any of these. So I'm yeah, going to be able to understanding of the inner secrets of the Necronomicon. Do I though? Mm-hmm. You sort of do. I would not offer the Necronomicon to pay. If Cat wants me to look for a book, I will take a book that she offers me. But I am otherwise going to be buttling in the background. Yeah, are you going to give Penny a copy of your book, or are you just going to let her get on with plumping your pillows and helping Mitch with dinner? I don't think Penny's read my book. 
So now I'll just. Okay. Okay. So, Flintus, roll me a d100. You need less than 33. I definitely know this. I will deal with that in a bit. Oh, dear. Um, oh, no, I'm not good at either. I will deal with oh, that in a bit. Oh, my fucking gods. Uh, Jack, what book are you looking through? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think I still have the Libra Divonis in my possession. I believe you do. The Libra Divonis. There it is. Okay, roll me a D100, Jack. Try not to critically fail like the other two. Don't get 100. 72. Okay. You don't find anything, but you haven't accidentally set something off. Um, Oliver, roll D100 for the Libre de Ivan. Flat D100. You. Oh. <laughs> I accidentally rolled it to GM, but it counts. <laughs> right. I need to deal with these critical failures first. What did you get, Nita? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Flinty, roll me a D4. You now you've got to roll under a four. Uno. Oh. Right. Ow. Okay. Cat. I need you to roll me a D lots. D lots. <laughs> You're in the lots of trouble. <laughs> oh, I know what's going on. I don't, I don't like it. Oh, have you done this before? <laughs> uh, I, I've seen this before. <laughs> roll me a D20. Uh, yes. <clears throat> a number. Oh, great. Wow. Wow. You both are... Wow. (laughs) I have Uh, some juicy stuff in there. (laughs) You you plump down next to Jack and are like, oh, look, here, in the margin of this book, um, I think that's mirror. And you're like, oh, yes, says Jack. Look, holding up the mirror. Yeah, that's it. Let's read what it says. So you two are studying that when um, a cold wind suddenly blows through the camp. Um, Oliver, no, Gregory and Kat have been reading, you've been flipping through these dark tomes, you've been running your finger down a page, you've been sort of like unintendedly mumbling under your breath as you've like, you know, no, no, um, there's a cold wind that blows through the desert and both of you need to make me power rolls. Oh Oh, God. Honestly, I thought you were better than this cat. Right, you both need to spend 8 MP each. Question. Yes? Did I recover MP uh, after the duat? Yes, you've slept since then. Okay, how much MP do we spend? 8. 8. Good. Done. Okay, Uh, the wind is blowing harder now and the tents start to snap and shake. And tremble. 
And um, Gregory and Cat, you look up and catch each other's eyes as you realise somehow you've been reading the same thing under your breath from two different books at the oh. same time oh. in perfect sync. Um, roll me your Cthulhu mythos to realise what the fuck you've just done. Oh. I haven't got a clue. But I bet, I, I think that's a character, I think I know. Fusion dance. <laughs> 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 oh god, it's Ninty. <laughs> the thing is, will you have done it wrong or and will you end up with fat minty? <laughs> uh whilst Narl reads their messages and rolls their sanity for me. Gregory, you're looking around. Roll me your spot hidden. Like like everyone else seems quite Quiet, like Mitch is serving dinner, Penny is helping him, Gregory, uh, uh, Oliver and Jack are like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, we found the instructions. Perfect. We're making some notes. And Matteo is all like ready to smack some heads. And you spot to the south, darkness. You know, the vault of the stars is overhead and it's gorgeous and magnificent and wondrous in all its wonderful ways. Um, but to the south, where there's some sand dunes, there's just a little semicircle of darkness on top of the dune that is glowing with a strange violet light and starting to grow brighter. Um, does anybody know what that is? Uh, does anybody Luke know what that is? And then roll me a d10. Sorry, how many was that? Five. I need the main wall book. You rolled uh Okay, that's fine. Carry on with your instructions as given. Okay. Um suddenly leaps into one of the jeeps and starts the engine and just starts screaming, get in, get in. Magic. Get in immediately. Okay. What what is going on? When, when, get in the jeep. When, 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 when he says, "When he says, what is going on?" I, I body him into the jeep. <laughs> well, I'm I'm drawing my gun because, like, normally, as I climb into the jeep immediately with Cat, I say, uh, "Lady Vanderbilt, regardless of what a hurry you're in, you don't even know how to drive. You're more likely to make us stall and get stuck here. Please swap with someone that does know." <laughs> uh, uh, Fair. <laughs> she is ignoring you. She's behind the wheel, and already her jeep is already going. Uh-huh. Um, Flinty, you see this rising up out of the um, sand dunes to the south. Oh, first. I'm preemptively doing that. <laughs> wow. Oh no, Flinty. Oh. I guess we're ending it this game, then. Aren't yeah. We? <laughs> <laughs> Before this session is over, even. No. Face this. <laughs> God, beast. What is... I, it's only Flinty that's seen this so far, right? Uh, roll your spot hidden. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did shout, what's that? He oh, did why? shout, what's why would you that? Shout that? Why would you shout because that? Because I passed the spot hidden. I hate you, Flinty. Hey, you have no right to say that the amount of characters you've mine you've killed. 
<laughs> so I think we probably need a brief pause. What exactly is the situation? Cat's yeah. already off and going in a van, you've said. I stated I was going to jump in immediately with her, so am I in one with her, or did she already go? Mm. Uh, roll me your luck, please. Um, everyone except Cat. Wow. Yes. Yay, hard luck. Unsurprisingly, no. <laughs> There's a lot of similar numbers coming out. Hilo, Hilo. So, Oliver and Gregory, you are in Cat's Jeep. You jumped in the passenger side. Uh, Penny, you stopped to try to convince Cat to give up the driver's seat, and she's just driven off without you. Oh. So you have to pile into another Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you were standing there being like you know please cause I was you're... expecting her to have to roll to drive wow. <laughs> she's like she's like, mom no no you'll do yourself a mischief and she was like lead foot go <laughs> just like fucking peeling out leaving you in the dust <laughs> I can get another maid <laughs> oh god oh so mean that is what, <laughs> yes it is but that is effectively what you did <laughs> oh. Uh, so, oh. Benny, you have to scramble into another Jeep. Uh, I know, Mateo, Jack. You are in a Jeep, and um, Penny and Jack are in another Jeep together. Uh, everyone, I... you can't really miss the gigantic, faceless, starvoid sphinx rising up over the southern uh, dunes, especially after Dr. Isaac was like, <laughs> And then went insane, and he lost oh that many sanity points. Yeah, three. Oh, that's not bad for that roll. The dice was nice to you. Mm. How about me? Um, everyone needs to roll a sanity who has seen the beast, which is all of you. I rolled one before you started asking for luck rolls, so that was bingo. Did you? Where is it? Uh, (laughs) All right. Does this include me? I think I rolled one. No, you're fine. You've already gone, Wibbly. That's why you're peeling out of there, leaving your maid in the dust. Um, What exactly? I I I missed the the exact thing that set this off. Me Uh, and cat. (laughs) Okay, I I, 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 were mumbling some. It it was from. It was that's right. It was mumbling from books. Yeah, I'm just uh, checking for bingo-y reasons. Someone reads a book, bad things happen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. You lose one sanity. Did we actually both get the same spell then? Uh, You both rolled a spell that summoned Nialathotep. So Uh, yes. I. Oh, wait, a, wait a minute, I've, oh, I've got yeah. a bingo as well. I'll deal with bingos after this. Right, who, Nido, did you fail your sanity or not? I can't find it. I in think the I've, uh, let me scroll up. You haven't rolled a sanity. You rolled a spot hidden. Oh, that, oh yeah, that was it. I, I, that was it, I passed the spot hidden. And then you, and then we started going to things. So let me do the sanity roll. Oh, thank God. You also lose one sanity. 
Jack, Penny, uh, you both lose. Uh, Penny and Jack, you lose six sanity each. Oh, yeah, hey. Roll a d10. Yes. <clears throat> I like how the book that I was reading, it lists the spell that summons this thing, but doesn't actually tell you how to do it. Yeah, no, yeah. How, did I, how did I summon it? <laughs> I mean, it's in the book. It's just, you know, you, you were like scanning the page trying to find information. And it ensnared your weak and feeble mind. Have a weak and feeble mind? Cat certainly doesn't have a weak and feeble mind. She's got power 250. And the heart and stomach of a concrete elephant. Roll <laughs> d10, please, a hedgehog friend. Oh, yes. Sorry. I thought I did that, but then, in fact, I did not. Uh. Maximum points. That's a good number, right? Roll me your driving at hard, please, Jack. Uh, oh, well. Boy, oh boy, we're going to die, sorry. (laughs) 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 I would like to push the roll. You can push the roll. It still needs to be hard. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um... (laughs) Oh. I will permit it to be regular as you're pushing the roll, oh. but if you fail, it's a quit fail. Any luck it still? Can't luck a pushed uh, roll. Okay, and, also, and also, I don't have that much luck. <laughs> yeah, I know, true. but... Uh, press the button. Oh, exactly as bad. Mm. <laughs> I will deal with you two in a moment. Um, yeah. So... Cat, your um, Jeep is... Roll me your driving, please, Cat. Uh-huh. I hope I you am have Jeep. Have a luck it. You can't luck it. You're in the midst of an insanity-driven oh, craziness. Fine, fine. <laughs> uh, but you've got Oliver and um, Gregory in the car. You do get a bonus die from both of them. Just a single one. Yeah, just a single one, because, you know, it's still a moving car, so they can't be oh as God. helpful as normal. Ah! <laughs> one of you, like, like, Cat is just floor to the ground, streaming along, and one of you, is, like, leans over and just grabs the wheel, and is like, no, that way! That way! <laughs> Why? against her, and she's kind of, she's not braking, she's got the accelerator down as far as it will go, and one of you is just desperately hanging onto the wheel, Overriding her manic instructions. Good, well, we're safe. Uh, Matteo, roll me a spot hidden. All right. Uh, One sec. Spot hidden. I see things. Your um, Mitch is in your car. Uh, he's mm. piled in with you, um, and uh, he's good. You know, you're in time to see the jeep behind you with Jack and Penny hit a sand dune and kind of just flip. Oh, 
It's like they've hit the sand dune at the wrong angle and the car just flips. Uh, I need you to roll me your dexterity, Jack and Penny. Ah, my dump stat. Penny uses her maid roll and just flips out of that jeep in a bit of a manic panic. And Jack, you're you're sitting upside down, shaking the wheel like, "Why go faster?" Even though the car is upside down. How far behind are they from me? They're about maybe twenty yards behind. You could swing back and pick them up, but you can see dust as gigantic paws lift on top of that dune, and that thing has finally finished arriving. Calm down. Massive clouds are rolling in to obscure the stars. Okay, I... Uh... Shoot them both to put them out of their misery, says Jack, uh, Mitch. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know about this, but I feel like I have to try if they're 20 yards away. All right, I'm going to... Slow... Uh, I'm going to stop back up very quickly and give them a very short amount of time to get the fuck into the car. Roll me driving. Um, hard success. Uh, a jeep drives to a stop in the sand. Penny and Jack, I need you to dexterity to scramble into the jeep before Matteo leaves. Fail. Go, 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 oh, go. Oh, wait, go, no, go, luck. Luck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact I nearly just that. accepted that. <laughs> Yeah, you've got enough luck, but yeah, <laughs> do it, do it. Otherwise, it is a very bad end. Yes, but I could push the roll instead. No, oh, you, yeah, that's auto crit fail at that point. You fucked. Well, yes, but look, it's it's a it's a three in four chance of success. It's yes, and you, you failed it once already. Yeah, yeah, which means that my odds are doubled now. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it works. Look, no. you've got push is not unreasonable, but well, the risk is there. <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I have to do some maths. <laughs> I do love it when you inadvertently summon the desert god. Uh, yeah, why have why have two of my characters accidentally summoned gods? Not because, even the good ones. Because you're a monster. You're a monster who wants to drag my luck down to zero. <laughs> um. Yes, okay, I'm going to spend the luck, but I'm also going to roll it again just to see whether I would have passed. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Never, ever, never. Never do it. You managed to... Mitch helps drag you into the passenger seat. Jack, you kind of managed to haul yourself over the fender into, like, the truck's, you know, bit at the back. (laughs) <laughs> I'm it's doing like that a scene from Jurassic Park. You're like, yes, I'm doing, an, I'm doing an Ian Malcolm. I'm there, like, must go faster. <laughs> yep. Uh, the the faceless Sphinx of Nyarlathotep has finished manifesting. The storm, the desert, is literally descending into this swirling maelstrom of lightning and sand and storm and nightmare horrors as you peel off into the night, and you all hear the voice whisper in your minds as the sand swirls around. I am back, children. What did you do? 
Egypt is mine, and it shall always be mine. I have returned. Face me at Dashur if you dare. Oh, fuck. Just gonna, just gonna put this out there now. I fully <laughs> blame Nido. Suicide? <laughs> How can you blame me? Because Not you really. had to remember the mirror now. You mean the thing that Basque told me to do? Could have told us about it before. I mean, this was the worst place to fuck it up. <laughs> it's not my fault that you two cut, read a book. Right, wrong. Um, come now, <laughs> any any of us could have accidentally summoned the faceless god beast. Roll me a luck roll, Jack. Ten <laughs> percent chance. Why? Why? I, ha- I have a I have a ninety percent chance of failing it. You that's never why. know. You might get lucky. Oh god! I suppose that's the point. If you fail, <laughs> you could luck it. Um. <laughs> All right, your jeep is not lucky. Uh, who's got the lowest luck out of Gregory, Isaac, and Cat? Forty-six. Uh, not me. Oliver, what's your luck? My luck is forty-eight. Sounds like it's you, Flinty. Really, forty-six is the lowest. Yep. Okay. Uh, you're very lucky. A stone. A massive slab of stone slams through the windshield of the uh, jeep, like just shattering it, and uh, you manage to catch it. Yeah, because, you know, uh, it just comes through the the windshield, and you're like, yeah, glass everywhere, careening through the storm, there's no sign of the others. Uh, Let me just find something. You're holding this, Flinty. Oh. I recognise... Oh! Wait, what? Mm -hmm. And you careen through the storm. You've lost sight of each other. You've lost sight of the god beast that loomed out of the sand. Its voice, its mocking voice lingering in your ears for hours. And eventually the storm dies down and you're lost in the desert. Um, is any of this Arthur's fault? Arthur? Mm. No, Arthur's a, like, dick. No, he's not even that, he's like four. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Arthur's like four years old right now. His parents met in 1921. Oh, thank God. Thank God. And they got married at the end of early 1922. So, yeah, at best he's like three or four years old. Splendid. Right. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to start with Jeep number two. Matteo, Penny, Mitch, and um, Jack. Yes, oh, Jeep wasn't lucky. Your Jeep isn't lucky, but you know that's because it wasn't lucky. Something didn't happen to it. 
happened to the other jeep instead. Right, a good thing happened to someone else, not a bad thing was happening to us. Right, okay, yeah. that's fine. You're just lost in the desert right now. Ugh, I don't believe I stopped for your bad luck. <laughs> I'm an albatross. Well, if you were any good at being one, you could fly us out of here. <laughs> Alright, uh, you've stopped, the storm has died, the sand everywhere, there's just rolling sandy desert in every direction, and uh, the stars are coming back out. Uh, Penny and Jack, you've kind of calmed down. Sanity-wise, you're like, okay, we've escaped, evil monster's gone. Oh, uh, Mitch is like there with, like, beef burgers. Of he bought the food. Um, can I ask a question? Yep. The bingos. Oh, yeah, bingos. Who got a bingo? Me. Plenty. <laughs> get 12 luck. Who else got a bingo? Yeah. Luck boy over there. Can I, can I get 90 luck? <laughs> uh, that, you, that would be yeah. handy. You can get 11 luck, according to the dice roll I just made. Hooray! Does anyone else have a bingo? Does my margarita from before count as time for booze? No. (laughs) (laughs) Desperately. I am just living in that luck box today. (laughs) Has a scheme come undone? Yes. (laughs) Yes, the scheme to save the world, unfortunately. Uh... No yeah. one's technically betrayed us. Haven't had a visit to the library. Haven't had casually racist British. And we haven't ill advisedly picked something up. Right, when it's my turn, I have another question. Right, I'm being the other guy, so now. Yeah, right, Matteo, okay. you stop the Jeep. Um, you're grumpily eating a beef burger. Mm. People were fucking about with dark magic books again and summoned Nyarlathotep back to the Egypt. Well, I'm not saying anything. They <laughs> they can probably read on my face what my thoughts are at the moment. <laughs> Jack, Penny, what are you doing? There is nothing I can do right now other than sit and look at the stars. Well, your astronomy. I don't have it. Aw, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Uh, you Jack, can not stars are right, me. <laughs> um. <sighs> um. I, 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 I draw the um. I draw the faceless god beast in my notebook. Okay, great. You draw the faceless god beast in your notebook. Mm. That seems unwise, but very well. <laughs> Are you just kind of taking stop and sleeping I, for the night now? I, I've had a day. <laughs> mm. Right. Other Jeep, uh, you finally careen to a stop. You haven't really had time. It was like an hour of manic driving through the storm. And you finally stopped. Cat seems to have a slumped semi-conscious over the steering wheel. Um, I check that she's okay. Well, your medicine. 
She's just exhausted and a little bit shell-shocked. She needs some proper rest, probably, but she's probably not going to get it. Right. Uh, so my, my question... Um, yeah. Out of character, I think I know what this stone is, because there's uh, some English writing on the handout. Roll me your occult. With a bonus die. No. You can also roll your Cthulhu Mythos. No. That is also with a bonus die. No. Then <laughs> you're not okay. sure what this is in character. All right. Okay. I'll I'll get round to it when I get round to it. Um, right, you're looking after Cat. The jeep has stopped. There's no sign of the other jeep. The desert is quiet and cold and empty. The stars are shining overhead. Oh. According to your watch, it's about 1am. So it's me, Oliver, and Cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll try and stand on top of the Jeep and just look around. Yeah, you stand on top of the Jeep and have a look around while you're spot hidden. I'll spend one luck. There were things out there, loping in a wide circle, heading across the sand. Black, shadowy figures on four feet with wings. They are giving you a wide berth, but they seem to be spreading out in all directions. Sir? Okay, I, I get back in the Jeep. Oliver, what are you doing? Um. Well, uh, okay, so... It's just us. We've lost track of the other jeep in the yep. panic. Well, you could try to work out where you are. I was going to look through everything that we had in the jeep first to see what we actually had with us, given the fact we abandoned our camp and half the supplies and things. There is a water butt in the jeep, because you don't unload that. You just get water from it. Yeah. There is some emergency supplies, and that is about it. There's Cat's big bag of books that's in the back. Otherwise, nothing. No no tents, no robes. You're probably wearing your robes, but yeah. You've abandoned most of the supplies when you fled the camp. Um, yeah, I'm going to see if we've got anything that could let me try and work out where we are. Come well, you'll navigate. Do you have any astronomy or astrology? Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. It's a fat, fleet, featureless plane of sand in all directions. Uh, you're probably going to need to do some dead reckoning star uh, alignments to work out where the fuck you are. Do we have a map? You have a map. But that's okay. useful to you if you don't know where you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why, um, why you just not use your GPS? You haven't crossed any rivers, so neither you can probably surmise at least that you're somewhere between the rivers. So it is somewhere in that... Oh, do you know how large that square area is? Square area. <sighs> that is about 200 miles 
square of desert. Unless you've gone through this little bit here where the two rivers don't line up, then you're fucked. I mean, you're pretty screwed as it is. You could ask Cat or Gregory if either of those can help with working out where you are. Yeah. Um, guys, we, we need to work out where we are. Um, has anybody got any orienteering skills? <laughs> I don't even know how to survive in a city, let alone in the desert. Yeah, and I'm just ticking we end up in entirely the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that feels fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is now like, should have just opened that portal back to the fucking hotel in Cairo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Should have, Cat. Should have. <laughs> Meanwhile, being the other guys, Matteo, Jack, Penny, are any of you trying to work out where the fuck you are, or are you literally just going to wait for dawn? Um, hmm. I know that looking at the stars can be useful, but I don't think I have any starology or staronomy. You'd have to make a regular old navigate roll. Duh. Hard. Mm-hmm. Can I can I roll archaeology and be like, this is what the stars looked like a long time ago? Yes, but that won't help you work out where you are. <laughs> can I uh, roll my desert survival to help with this? You can give a bonus roll to someone rolling navigate with desert survival. All right, let's let's try All navigate. Right. Did it win? Do a bonus. No. Um, I need a one. Need a zero. No, I need, I need, I need a zero. That's I it. Need a zero. Oh, oh so close. look what you, you did, can, Peter. You can spend luck. luck. You can spend luck. <laughs> <laughs> no. I will be generous and let you both spend some luck. No, we'll wait till morning. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've got wait a minute, I've got a compass. Yes. That would give you another bonus die. Oh no, I thought I did. It, it's a, it's actually a submachine gun. <laughs> well, that won't give you any bonus dies to navigating. You can't <laughs> hold the Sahara Desert hostage. <laughs> <laughs> now look, Sand. I'm gonna kill you grain by grain until you tell us where we are. It's all going so well as well. You went to the duet, you know where the thing was. Right. Uh, and then someone skipped the, uh, someone pressed the skip to end boss button. <laughs> Not even no end one... boss. This isn't a boss we can fight. As the, oh, you could fight. He's got statistics in no, the No, no, no. He can fight us and kill us. We can't win against this boss. The night passes. Eventually, the eastern sky turns pale pink, and then the roasting sun slowly rises back up over the desert. You have slept. You restore your magic points. You haven't slept comfortably. Uh, the Matteo's jeep. You have Mitch, who has um, the food he was cooking on the grill when he jumped in a jeep in an emergency. Um, so you, at least you have food. Roll me your luck, please, Matteo. Okay. It felt too cool to ask Jack to roll his luck. <laughs> you yes. also have a big butt full of water in the back of the truck. 
I beg your pardon. <laughs> That's a serious I'm, condition, and I'll you not to bring it up again. I'm sorry. Oh, what he meant just, to say is you have a tarp. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. Right, it's morning. Uh, Matteo's jeep. Penny, Jack, Mitch, you kind of like gather in the jeep. I will cast that. Mind protection spell on uh, Jack. Yeah, good call. Matteo rings a bell around you, like ignore this. I <laughs> this this is this is the seventeenth weirdest thing I've seen today. I just like watch totally impassively as he rings a bell around my head. Jack, roll your pal. Ah, my dumpster. Ooh. Ooh. Odd. When he finishes ringing the bell, your eyesight, you realise, was slightly fuzzy, and there was something at the back of your head, like something was with you, lurking and watching through your eyes, and now it's gone. Whilst it was there, you were completely unaware of it, but now that it's been exorcised... I um, look at Mateo and I say, oh, that made me feel better. Thank you. Uh, Alarming, but good. Hmm. Maybe you need to do whatever that is every morning. (laughs) (laughs) And every night. I've only got so much um, resources. Camponology. What are you doing? Mitch, let's see what Mitch has got. Mitch is all with you. He's like, right, it's morning. I haven't got a fucking clue where we are. Can anyone help? Uh, Define help. Compass, equipment, the map from the glove compartment, anything, anything at all. I have none of those things. I go get the map from the glove compartment for him, though. Roll your luck, Penny. Oh, that's not a good thing. Nope. There is no map in the glove compartment. There we go, then. I just return to him and shrug. <laughs> right. Okay. This might take me a little while. Right, the sun is over there. Let me check my possessions list, see if I have anything useful. Oh, I have hmm, two books in a Derringer. Oh, and Bubbles, too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, I have a mystical cursed artifact. Which is? It holds up the headdress of eyes. Yeah. Oh. The ch- gold chain with little eye danglers hanging off it, like golden eyes. I've got this. Does this help? Almost certainly not. Well, if no one's got any suggestions, I suggest we pop this on Jack and see if he can use it to... Oh, Jack, you've got your magic mirror. Find us a path. Uh... Jack, you do know how to use it now. We just never got around to adding that to your character sheet due to all of the excitement. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the. I remember somebody being somebody being like, "Oh, look, the word mirror is written in the in the in the margin there." And I was like, "Oh, yes." And then someone else was like, "Oh, run away, run away fast." <laughs> Run away fast! That thing that looks like Shy Halud with a like, headache is coming out of the ground. It's not my fault. They summoned him. Yes. Let me add it to your character sheet. Meanwhile, we other- we did not summon anybody. We just read books. <laughs> Unfortunately, you determined you, you determined that we summoned him. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually, I, 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 it's all very. Look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I need to add this to Oliver too because he also learnt it. Yay. I just don't have the mirror. There we go, Jack. You now have. The instructions for Mendoza's mirror. It's on your spell list. All right, other guys, what are you doing whilst Arona reads how that works? Are you trying to work out where you are? Are you trying to navigate? Cat, you're feeling more resolved and back to normal now. And Gregory has a big stone. What? What is the big stone? Uh, it looks like this GM chair button. <laughs> The big stone. That's in the headdress of eyes. Nope. <laughs> Egypt number two. Oh. Looks like this. Back yeah. up Egypt. The outer character, I think I know exactly what this is, but. Do you have any your... idea what this is, Cat? <laughs> Roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Let's see. Mark the Mythos says, yeah. Yes, cat. You um you stare at it for a moment, then you kind of climb into the back of the jeep and you um you put it, it with this. And then you're kind of like sitting there staring at it. Um What? I mean, okay. <laughs> what is what is that? That is the other half of the capstone. What? The thing we've been searching for. Yes. How how did that happen? You heard what he said. Oh, oh no! I think I'm doing a challenge. (laughs) Yeah, we summoned him, and now he's saying, "Come get me." And knows exactly what we're gonna do now, so we are not going to succeed. Well, so so he. So, so he's given us all the parts we need to seal him. Yeah, but he's that confident. Oh, let <laughs> yeah. me check, uh, Oliver. Is one sanity just because that is a bit? Oh no! Well, tits. Uh, uh, in which case, I think 
We should go for a light. Try and find the others. Um, I don't know if they had better look with the mirror. They might be able to find us. But in either case, I was thinking we'd just go to Alexandria and work out what we're going to do next. Yeah. I don't really want to go to Cairo at the moment, but Alexandria might be okay to be somewhere that's not too far away from Dashur, but isn't in Dashur. But in Cairo, yeah. All right, how are you going to get Alexandria? You've got no clue where you are. Portal. Uh, Portal was my first idea, yeah. (laughs) Middle name. You're going to open a gate. Roll me your... Cthulhu. Well, I mean, not necessarily just now. Like, we've got to see if we can find the others for a bit. Yeah, I need you to roll me a Cthulhu Mythos first, however. Mm-hmm. You only have one problem with opening a gate. Yeah. You kind of need to know where you are to begin with. Yeah. Or else you don't know where you're punching a hole to. Like, how far, how long does the tunnel need to be? Are you 100 miles from Alexandria, or are you 300 miles from Alexandria? Have you ever watched Stargate? You need the point of origin. Mm. (laughs) Clearly. Roll, navigate, Greg, Olive, and Cat. Olive. Can I roll a Olive? (laughs) (laughs) The other reindeer. Astrology Um, during the day. uh Astrology during the daylight hours will not help much. I can see a star. Yeah, that's it. Just keep staring. Just keep staring. Ooh, yeah. Go on, Oliver. Do your navigate. Oh, what? Yeah. Save your Improbable. luck. <laughs> um, after, after working it out for a bit, you work out you are roughly where this purple dot is. Purple dot on the map. Hold on, I had a window open on top of the map. Uh... You're about 190 miles from Alexandria. Slap bang in the middle. Uh, well, maybe we should keep going that direction. And I don't know. It's uh, the only thing I can think of is if we had some kind of way of signaling at a distance the others. Um, um I we don't don't have know, a flare gun, do we? I'm a bit concerned what's actually now out there, given that the Black Sphinx arrived. So without giving away our own position too overtly, how do they find us? And you do you have any way of contacting them? Uh, um You could cat. Roll me an intelligence roll. Mm-hmm. I can indeed do that. Or can you? Nice. I will send you a message. Other guys, what are you doing? It's morning. Um, you haven't had much luck working out where you are. Mitch is like muttering and doing maths as he tries to work it out. Mm. Not a lot. <laughs> I mean until we can figure out where we are I don't know what good it is to move None. Ah, 
Mitch is like, I know exactly where we are. Oh, yay. Great. <laughs> I haven't got a fucking clue. I've got no sextant. I've got no map. I have no idea how you work out where you are in the middle of a desert. Oh, why would you need to bring your sextant? Because at least then I could work out our longitude. I Let's have wait. bubbles too. Let's wait for nightfall, survive in the meantime, and see if we can have any more luck with navigating by the stars. How about that? Okay. I'm going to go into inventory the supplies. Can I roll my dessert survival? You can roll your dessert survival. The chocolate eclairs are a perfect success. Thank heavens. The, the iced buns look pretty nice. Okay, you desert survival to help everyone survive the day. You... I spent some time meditating. I want to see whether I can uh, communicate, make, make any contact with someone who can help us in this situation. Oh, I will also, while I'm thinking about it... No, no, no. Never mind. Okay, Jack, would you like to try and use the mirror? Uh... I... Oh, hang on. Yeah, you have to view this in, like, the expanded mode, don't you, so that it's readable? Yeah, put it in edit mode normally, yeah. Yeah, sorry, it was confusing. Uh, all right, I, I'm going to use the mirror. Exciting. Mm. Spend the MP, roll the pow. Uh, I, I'm going to use the mirror to contact Nyarlathotep. Okay, good, good plan. No. And and ask him what the hell he thinks he's playing at. Uh, I'm going to try and contact Cat. Okay, roll Mirror of Mendoza. Click. Uh, You've got four luck left, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, fine, whatever, I'll spend four luck. It's first cast though, isn't it? Yeah, good point. It is. It needs to be hard for first. Oh, okay. Get that luck back. (laughs) Then I do nothing. It doesn't activate Uh... at all. It's just a shiny, smooth golden mirror. I I use it to flick light in Mateo's eyes annoyingly for a little while. I mean, it's better than the days when just having a look at it would cause you to have all sorts of horrific visions. I'm feeling feeling like a dickhead. (laughs) He's meditating. Roll meditate. Roll meditate. Uh, uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on. There you are. Success. Not enough success to communicate with someone, I'm afraid, though. Okay, well, I'll keep trying. I don't have much else to do today. Okay. Uh, Where last we left you, some of you were lost in the desert, and some of you were in the desert but knew where you were. I believe Jack was about to attempt communion once more with the Mirror of Mendoza. 
after it didn't work the first time. You know what they say, if something doesn't work the first time, do it a second time, then only one more time after that. And never try it again. And never try it again. <laughs> uh, we already passed our limit with a mirror of Mendoza then from the past. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, just, I shatter it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Roll your power extreme. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, you <laughs> pass. Yay. Who were you focusing on? Cat? Um, yes. Cat, a shimmering image of um, Jack appears in like midair, hanging above the desert sand. Oliver and Gregory, you can also see this. He's doing finger wiggles, even though they're not required. <laughs> they're not required by the spell, but they are by um, the um, conceit of the format. Um, roll sanity, all three of you who have just seen Jack materialise in front of you. Yeah, just, maybe. just, just from. Wait, wait, wait. Couple worst thing have... I've seen today. Look, I just yes, like to point out. You do. Uh, I helped him learn it. Doesn't matter. You weren't expecting okay, it. Okay, fine. You only lose one sanity, but because it fine. startles you, and you're still a bit fragile after the big spooky scare you got yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ah, Jack. I say. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. <laughs> okay, I fire the Death Star super laser at Earth. You're not, you're not allowed to get all excited by the Death Star just because we watched Rogue One last night. Blowing you yeah. up. Kind of his finger and excited by planet-ending super weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very on brand for him, honestly. Yeah. Um, you're talking to Cat. Hello, Cat. Hello. How is everyone? Are you are you all fine? We are all alive. We are lost in the desert. Are you oh. fine? Yes, we are lost. Well, we know where we are in the desert. Um, mm. I can tell you that. So I tell you that with the numbers that I got from Oliver. And we were... You hear I... we're very grumpy. That doesn't help if we don't know where we are, Cat, from Nick yeah. in the background. I shout, I shout out the numbers uh, uh, and to someone with me so that they write them down. You hear Mitch cursing a lot. These uh, these numbers are presumably not the the numbers he shouts in the sand. (laughs) But it gives you a point to aim for. Mm. Because if you get here, then I can portless to Alexandria, which is my current next idea. (sighs) Um. Yes, that's an idea. Uh. We don't know where we are. How do you find out where you are in a desert? Uh, I would try and look at the stars, which may help you later. Um, yeah, the thing is, the thing is, he's making us roll navigate instead of dev- desert survival. Oh, <laughs> a skill that, of course, no one has. <laughs> look, Mido used to have it, and then he died. No, he didn't have it. That's why he died. Mitchell's <laughs> navigate. Um, with the whole ship thing. Is uh, uh, um, I don't know, Mitch. Can you navigate? Yes, but oh. it's really hard when the only frame of reference is endless desert sand. Well, simply look at the stars. The stars, man. 
Okay, yes. I have found a star. It's that one. It's the big, big, glowy one that's blocking out all the other stars, Jack. <laughs> I, uh, I, been, I have been, been shot for his, uh, for his insolence. Mitch rams the bullet back up you. I'm I'm the captain of this desert boat. I think Mateo is. We already had a desert boat, remember? That was an actual thing. Um, <laughs> well, uh, okay. I I look at you kind of like I sort of expected you to be more helpful in this situation than you are, than you have in fact been. I like, uh, well, I guess uh... we'll we'll try and figure out how to get to you. I don't know how we'll do that, though. Um, I have to wait for the sun to go down. Yeah, and I'll have a light on, which you'll have to get close enough to see it. Um, But I don't have a magic beer magnet for all of my friends to kind of drag them here. So Uh, uh, if I did, I'd be using that right now. That'd be a great idea. Yeah, no, it's it. (laughs) Would be a good idea. Hmm. Is there anything else I can do? Could, could we light a small fire and then you could follow smoke if you see smoke? What do we have to burn with? Everything was at the campsite. I don't know, there's all these books. <laughs> <laughs> do not burn evil books. We won't burn the evil ones. We'll build. We'll, we'll burn. We'll burn all the <coughs> copies we have of Cat's book. You know, the one that's been no end of trouble all this time. I don't know. You you, you run away from one like entity, <laughs> yeah. and suddenly civilization goes out the window, and we start burning books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bitter or anything. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I'm <laughs> deeply opposed to the idea of book burnings. However, cat's uh, book, they're just, uh, we could burn <laughs> thirty copies and still have more. Jesus, just. <laughs> <laughs> but just are full of like like crates of them. <laughs> I'm just handing them out to people as I go by. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We aren't without kindling. smoke signals are the one thing that would let them see us from quite a distance away if you're more Uh, than five miles away it won't work says Mitch well maybe we're not five miles away maybe I I don't know how long we were driving for Um, I I don't remember but could Mm. we be more than five miles apart I don't know Possibly. We've no way of knowing. Hmm. I have no way of knowing, says Mitch. We'll have to wait until the sun sets. Okay. Um, we'll try and try and survive until then. In the meantime, is there anyone else you want me to call with this thing? I say, jiggling the mirror so that I move around in a weird fashion. Yeah. Um, oh. I say you could. Uh. About Walter, yeah, meet us at Alexandria. Well, there's calling Walter. Um, I could call Etienne, but he not sure he necessarily wants to be quite too close to Alder Wibley. Uh, ask you don't get. True. I 
I will call Walter and tell him that things are coming to a head. Okay. Uh, I will give Etienne a call and see. Um, Do you want to try Jack Brady as well? Oh, I guess let Jack know what we're doing. Because I get the feeling now, because what the big bad knows exactly where we are and what's going to happen. So any distractions are absolutely pointless now. Yeah. Mm. So let's try and get anyone and everyone up to Dasher. Yeah, I, I, I think I think now is the time to bring down the hammer. Yeah. The hammer is my penis. <laughs> Roger Vanderbilt, he's coming over. Yeah, someone call Roger Vanderbilt's oh, penis. Oh, that would be amazing. Just, just, just like we all hope is lost, and then just, just this looming shadow just comes out from the <laughs> <laughs> with the um, with the, uh, uh, the the noise from the two thousand and four War of the Worlds movie. And then it turns out Roger Vanderbilt's penis was an avatar of Nyalfatep all along. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the ultimate—the ultimate plot twist. <laughs> the listeners at home will be. Something. Maybe they should have guessed from I'm the set. fact it's bigger than the horizon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is one of the few things you can navigate by at night. <laughs> yeah. So, so our plan then to admit, is to wait for the sun to go down and ride towards the penis on the horizon. That's that's always been my plan. That's <laughs> what I live by. <laughs> when when in doubt. Okay, uh, to end your call with Pat. Um Okay. So yeah. you're gonna navigate by the stars, I'll keep a light on here and you can always call again and I will try well, more exotic things, but yeah. Yes, I will. I will call you uh, later. Perhaps I will call Jack, the other Jack, who's not me, and I will call Walter. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, if you die in the meantime, um, sorry. Yeah. Same to you. <laughs> <laughs> I um I stare awkwardly at you for about twenty seconds and say, "How do you turn this thing off?" And then I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and it's of course the correct way of doing it. Right. Turn, it turns out you just shake it upside down like an etch a sketch. Cat. Um, what are you doing at your camp? We've got your doctor and you've got your bodyguard. Um, we have, do we have some supplies? There was a mention of emergency stuff. You have a big water butt. Yeah, I heard you got a big wet butt. (laughs) And you have, like, some food. Yeah. Like, there's a a tin of biscuits, and that's about it. Well, it'll do us for a little while. If if we run out of food, then we'll just have to, to go back to Alexandria, whether or not. We have heard anything from Jack in the person. Are you going um, to call anyone? Uh, yeah, I think I. Mm-hmm. 
think I will call Etienne. So I've called Armitage a couple of times now. Bend the MP and roll power to call Etienne Laurent de Mogni. All right. And he's all like, Mamma mia! <laughs> yes. <laughs> How are you calling Etienne? Oh, uh, I do just have calling the clock, don't I? You can call the clock. Uh, then I will do that. Spend 10 MP and roll pow to call the clock. Pow, pow, pow. This could be a bad idea. I pow. Roll luck. Oh. Um, with a chime that seems to echo through your bones, a coffin-shaped clock seems to just fade into existence next to the van. It has more hands than it should, and the numerals on the clock are in some sort of language no of you ever speak. Well, now it just kind of sits there under the sun. Oh, no. Out of, out of character, what is that language? Enochian, I believe. Okay. Enochian. Okay. Yeah, it's just sitting there. Wow. Does it, does it look a bit different from the normal clock? No, nope, yeah. it looks exactly like the time clock you've seen before. I can indeed call the clock. Can't necessarily do anything with it. And Etienne doesn't have to be here, but I can call the clock. <laughs> Wait, you is just summoned. Is he just, is he just like trapped somewhere? That's amazing. <laughs> He can I mean, call it back, but he's like it's fucked off. <laughs> never, he's never done that before. <laughs> I can call it with that. I, he can probably do the same. <laughs> yeah. So, so, if, it, so if he's not bearing, in there, probably. So if he's not in there, then what's the point of this? Well, he was supposed to be in there. He, like we have ourselves a time machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could just open the door and try to use it yourself, cat. I could indeed do that. <laughs> But I'll I'll let it sit there until I work out that that might be a, a an emergency option to do. We we know where Etienne is though. He was with Armitage, wasn't he? Yes, which means he wasn't in the clock until his yes. car fucked off. <laughs> uh, car oh, slash I could, house. I could just call Armitage then if he is still there. I mean, he's not in the clock. <laughs> Been wondering, where's my clock? Where's my where's my fucking house? What have you, what have you done? Okay, fine. I will call, I will pester Armitage again. Oh, right, meanwhile, Jack, you are going to call the Ghostbusters or Walter and Matteo. Roll meditation again. Yes, that's what I want to do. Do you? Think- are you doing anything of any significance? Whilst all of this magical wisdom is going on. There is literally nothing for me to do right now. Well, I mean, you could make us a dinner. With what, Jack? Would you like a sandwich? I'll give you all the sand you can eat. Yeah, I hear him. Well, Hitted him. You like give him a proper punch in the arm, like infuriated whack. Probably gonna bruise later, Jack. And it uh, it doesn't cost me any hit points though because she's a woman. 
Oh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm. I think that falls under the grounds of casually racist British, but you know, it's equivalent. Yeah, Jack. I mean, yeah, yeah. Are you trying you to balance that, your heart? For a uh, for a number of reasons, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> now, do I just levitate him as high into the air as I can, and then just drop him? Just come back down as an icicle. I tell you what, offered you bubbles too. Now, now, there's no need for ultraviolence. No, see, there's this note in here about shooting Arona's characters in the balls with this thing. So uh, it's traditional, apparently. Why did it, why, Fair enough. That specifically called me out like that. That's <laughs> unusual. Call back to that time when Liza almost shot your balls off with Felix. I, I yeah, I remember. I saved I his life by shooting him very near the ball. She did. She, sa- she saved. She saved my life with testicular gunfire. Um, yeah. What are we? What are we doing? Why are we here? Uh, Matteo, you managed to connect with the steering llama. Uh, I can I uh, spend the one luck needed to turn that into an extreme success. You can. Since that might this might be my one of my last meditate opportunities. The searing llama appears in your mind and is like, ah, young Mateo. It is difficult to reach you. Yes. Supernatural aura around Egypt is steeped in darkness. Yeah, things are pretty bad. Reach for me with your mind, my son. Join me here in Shangri-La. It is not too late to depart the coils of the mortal world and come to safety. Uh, very tempting, but I feel like uh, I have a duty to do what I can and help over on this side first. Then I shall meet you near the great library. You shall? I shall meet you there in 12 hours. Uh, I'm. We're lost currently in the desert. I have checked the timeline, and I have faith that the good timeline will out. If I don't see you there, I shall see you soon. Okay. You know, because you're dead. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, great library then. We used to think you were cool. Hey, Jack, you trying to call Walter? <laughs> yes, I start with Walter because uh, I, w- I want to startle him. <laughs> <laughs> well, how? I'm trying to. I'm trying MP. to. Hmm? Well, pal, spend MP. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm extremely successful. Um, Walter appears in the mirror. He's uh, sitting at his desk on what you recognise as his office in the Fair Dinkum. And he looks Walter, up. Walter, I say. He looks up. He raises an eyebrow and goes, Ah, Mr. Cady, do you happen to know where Lady Vanderbilt is? I, I'm, I'm a little crestfallen that he's not more scared, but uh, I try not to show it upon my face. Um... Yes, uh, things have gotten a little out of hand. By a little, do you mean the... Uh, well, 
why don't you fill me in on what's happened at your end, and I'll tell you what's going on at this end. Afterwards. Uh, uh, the, the, the world is probably coming to an end. Um, we, um, we went into the duo. How much do you know about what, what we were up to? I haven't spoken to you since you snuck off the boat and uh, scootled inland as we were sailing up the Red Sea. So, not a thing. Ah, okay. Well, we went into the Egyptian underworld to uh, speak to Nuri to discover where he'd left the capstone for the Red Pyramid. Mm -hmm. You understand? You're on board with the plan that we needed that, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, so um, he'd buried it somewhere safely... um, but we took so long to get to Egypt that um, uh, the evil guy's troops had basically pulled him out of heaven and asked it, interrogated him as to where it is, and then they went and found it. Hmm. Um, and now uh, we we came up with a a plan. Uh, a multi-pronged plan to go and get the piece from where it was hidden and put it back on top of the Red Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, so far. And uh, then somehow he found us. In He turned into a, a mile-high faceless sphinx that rose from the sands. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he issued us a challenge uh, to try and stop him, and he gave us the end cap. I think we think he's on to us. When you say good, do you mean not good? Well, I'm currently... Are you, uh, have you got a Xanatos gambit going on over there? Are you, are you playing N-dimensional chess with us, Walter? <laughs> no. That's I a... am anchored in the Fair Dinkum, just outside Alexandria harbour, and quite an interesting collection of boats has turned up. Um, (laughs) You gonna elaborate? This thing costs me a lot of money per minute. (laughs) Magical mirror! This is the longest distance call you can possibly imagine. This is just a a hobby. He likes to watch the boats. Category. There is the yacht, the Buckingham, with the Duke and Duchess of Buckingham on board along with uh, several members of the Order of the Merlin. Apparently this is where they need to be. There's a very nice-looking Oriental-style junk that's just, um, how do I describe this, floated out of the clouds and dropped anchors next door to us. All right, good, yes. Um, let's see. Mr. I, Brady's I, cargo I, 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 I babble these things uh, to... Um, to Matteo and Mitch. Have a not to me. Why did you just say oriental style junk at me? (laughs) 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 Just write it down, write it down. I I, I nudge you and I gesture towards the sands. Okay. uh, Asian genitalia. (laughs) 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 It's floating. (laughs) <laughs> Psilocybin is a hell of a drug. Would you like me to continue? 
<laughs> yes, so, sorry, I, I'm I'm keeping it. Uh, there are other people here. I say I point the mirror at other people in the hopes they picks them up. I have no idea whether it works that way or not. I'm using this thing like it was a smartphone. Who knows if that's how it works? Well, Mr. Brady's cargo ship with his mercenary force has arrived. Right. Dr. Armitage from the Mythcatonic University is here with Etienne Laurent de Marigny. Etienne is a little bit perturbed because his magic clock has fucked off. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, some lady called um, Nestle. Nestle? No, that's not her name. That's a a large chocolate manufacturer. Yes, the Nestle Corporation headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> They're very worried that if the world ends, they won't be able to sell chocolate. Mm. Fair. Yeah. Which admittedly is a concern. <laughs> it reminds me of that report that Coke had made, where they were concerned that um, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be enough water for them to make Coke. <laughs> it feels like there might be other concerns there. Oh, Neris, the High Priestess of Bast, and um, has turned up with um, a menagerie of big cats. I'm I'm relaying this to uh, to the others so that I I don't have to repeat it constantly in character like a buffoon. So but that, is, that um, is what I'm doing. Yes, apparently they're all supposed to be here at this time, but you're not here yet. Uh, yes, we're lost. Right in the desert. You don't know how to navigate by starlight, do you, Walter? Yes, I, I could go and ask the captain of the ship I'm on. Um, okay, well, that, that, sure, let's give that a go. Anything and then we ma- work very much now in the middle of the day. Well, yeah, well, yes, we we have to wait. Oh, hang on, I've got an idea. Um, does this stay with me if I leave the room, or do you stay here? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out together, Walter. Well, sounds like a bad idea, Jack. Maybe you should hang up, and I'll call you back. I think it's. I think it's focused on you rather than your room. I was thinking about you. He walks out into the corridor, and and your mirror kind of follows him. Ah, see, excellent. Am I just floating next to you now as you move? <laughs> How does that yes, work? Yes, it's very disconcerting, uh, Jack. Ah, oh, wonderful. Um, be sure to. Intri- oh, hang on! No, I've got it! I've got it! I I turn away from him in a direction I'm looking and I go. <laughs> there now! Now the ship's crew will simply think that you're haunted. Walter walks off. I'm sorry, Walter. I'm not taking this serious seriously. As I just, <laughs> I've had a day. Uh, he walks into. Um... The what you recognise as the lounge on the fair dinkum and goes, Lord Buckingham Gardner, where are they? And uh, you uh, you can only see Walter on your, in the mirror, but you see him sort of like frowning and talking to someone. This is uh, a famous NPC turns up in a cameo if you're uh, playing yeah. along at home. Hey. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Son, have we had ill-advised use of magic go horribly wrong? Yeah. Yep. Oh, then I've got a second bingo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you nice remember? One. You did it. <laughs> I thought that was just books. I didn't actually cast a spell. Didn't you? 
you you were chanting out loud. That's usually how this stuff happens. All right. Oh, all I'm saying is that if your excuse is I wasn't casting a spell, I was just reading aloud from a book, then I want separate lawyers when this goes to trial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him. <laughs> Hang on. I need something from another game, but I can get it by being smart. You don't need anything from another game. Stop Stop loading other games. I'm not loading other games. I'm using the transmogrifier. Sounds painful. <laughs> if he If he just turns into like a watery soap bubble or something. How was how was your Burger King, Craig? Killed me at least. Good. I haven't had Burger King in so long. I don't think I miss it. That's fair. All right, uh, Jack. I need you to make me a power roll, please. Uh, 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 Ah, my dump Hard success. There is a sudden bright crack of light, and um, a gentleman in a very nice fawn-coloured summer suit, and a sort of like a twilby hat, is just there. Penny and Matteo, who's just just appeared, and the, the mirror has gone back to normal in your hands, Jack. I open fire immediately. This is clearly <laughs> this is clearly one of Nealvatep's <clears throat> tricks. Sorry, who? What? 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 What just appeared? Uh, Reginald Buckingham has just appeared. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I need them. Who you would actually recognise. Yes, uh, Matteo would recognise him. I'm not sure if Jack would. Jack wouldn't, no. Can, I, need can, I, can I roll my credit rating? I'm, I'm quite that's a... Um, I'm, a, I'm a fairly point. well-off English person. I might have just known of him in general. You can roll your credit rating. You can roll your credit rating, Craig. Uh, my credit rating of 15 or my credit rating of 99? That isn't my credit rating. That's credit rating. Uh, In which case, yes. Hard hard success. You both recognize him. He's like, aha, I found you. Curtsy. Wait to speak to be spoken to. Uh, You know what I meant by that, even though I mangled it. (laughs) Um, I, I look across at him like I blink of it and I'm like, Lord Buckingham? Yes, that's me. Um, how, how are you here? Oh. Uh, well, I honed in on the psychic emanations of Jack from the mirror, and I found you. And now I know where you are, so we can go back. Um, I just okay. step up to him. <laughs> I don't question it. Everyone hold on to my walking stick. Do you need anything from the jeep? Uh, yes, the jeep. I go over to the jeep and just have a glass of water first. <laughs> now okay, I'm ready. I lay a hand on the jeep and my walking oh. stick. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Right. I think I remember how to do this. If I drop you, try not to change the timeline. No uh, promises. This one's pretty shit. Wait, I need to say something, <laughs> I need to say something first. Um, yeah, there. It can't hurt. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I see where this is going. There is a flash of light, and suddenly you are on board the fair dinkum. Okay. <laughs> with a with the jeep, or you're on the back deck of the fair dinkum with the jeep. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Sure, the sailors are thrilled at the sudden arrival of a fairly large land vessel <laughs> on a boat. Yeah, this boat not being that huge either, and this being very heavy. <laughs> uh, it's 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 fine. It'll sort itself out. Um. So, when are you going to teach us how to do that? I say uh, uh, cheerily. Oh, I'm not teaching you how to do that. But it seems so. Have you handy. any idea how much uh, magical essence I had to burn to pull your keisters out of that desert? That seems like an, an an anachronism used in speech, Lord Buckingham. I will slap you and send you back <laughs> to whence I came. Oh dear! <laughs> no, please don't. My mother wouldn't like it. Thinking more sending you back to the cold with a bloody tongue. <laughs> it does our run in with uh, Lord Buckingham uh, count as we ill advisedly pick something up. Probably <laughs> 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 not. Now, I need to go and find Lady Vanderbilt and her minions. You lot. Oh, we, we know where they are. Oh, where are they? We wrote the coordinates in the sat. <laughs> he disappears in a flash of light. <laughs> <laughs> Just to check, Walter would be my direct superior, I assume. Yes. I go to report to Walter, who must be somewhere on board this ship, saying he's been tethered to it for the last decade. <laughs> I, w- I, I wander off to go to the galley because I, I want a sandwich that isn't made entirely of actual sand. <laughs> Mitch is in the galley and when he sees you trying to come in shuts the door in your face feed me <laughs> <laughs> just invent the pizza just slide it under the door Jack has locked himself uh, Mitch has locked himself in the galley Mitch is having a day We're all having... not the only one uh... ah Half the boat has evaporated. Uh, a cast undo boat evaporation. Anyway, um, whilst I'm fixing the boat, um, there is a flash of light, Cat, just as you are starting to think about interfering with the clock. And uh, Lord Buckingham Gartner appears in a flash of light. Ah. Aha! It worked! It did. I probably recognise him as well, don't I? You and Oliver probably both recognise him, yes. Buckingham, what what a pleasant surprise. What brings you here? Rescuing you lot. Apparently, you're lost in the desert. I know we are in the desert. Now I'm going to take you back to Balta, and then none of us tell my wife I did this. 
Oh, that that would be very helpful. Thank you. So I know you where we are. I just don't like know where this? they are. <laughs> what was that, uh, Doctor Isaacs? I didn't know you could do things like this. Well, it takes a lot of concentration and a lot of magic power, and you have to be amazing. You know what? I'm not going to argue. He successfully proved the paranormal at last. Oh, proved. <laughs> Just imagine him. The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Never been so proved. <laughs> Uh, it takes about five minutes before you are also teleported safely and successfully on board the Fair Needham. <laughs> and Dutchie? <laughs> right, well, hurrah! Party rescued. Ah. See, this is why you should always call Walter. Yeah, I say, uh, that's that's why I did it first. That's why I called Walter first. I knew this would be the outcome. I don't even sound like I've convinced myself. Good. Is Jack Brady also here? He's over on his ship. He points uh-huh. over the deck at a large cargo boat that's nearby. Yeah, it just look very busy here now? There are about... Four boats anchored up around here. There's an oriental sailing boat. There's a large cargo boat. There's a really swanky-looking sailing yacht. And there's your steam yacht. Hmm. Did any time pass in the course of our um, move from the desert? No, it seems to have been about ten minutes in total. Hmm. Okay. With all the faffing about. Uh, I, I guess... need to be somewhere in 12 hours. That's the reason I ask. Where do you need to be? <laughs> Dead. The Great Library. Well, this is the Great Library. A visit to a library! <laughs> this is the Great Library uh, docking point. Well, great. That's very convenient, then. It is. Well, that's where I need to be. I'm getting a little bit of extra help for us, with any luck. Would it be the old, ancient Tolly man who owns the magical oriental sailing boat? Oh, oriental junk. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, you hear my eyes roll from several decks away. <laughs> if looks could kill, etc., etc. Um. Uh, yes, I expect so. Ah, so we should start getting in touch with everybody else. Unless they already know to come here, I would not put it past them. Like some of them are already here. Oh, who's here? Well, why don't we go down to the lounge and we can all say hello to everyone. All right. We uh, we enter this medium caliber buffet. Right, who am I missing? I'm missing Cat. I'm missing Gregly. Oh, and Oliver. 
I shall treasure that little hiccup. You all gather in the lounge. Walter wanders in. He's like, ah, my lady, welcome back to the Fair Dinkum. Uh, Thank you, Walter. How have things been here? Well, it was uh, pretty quiet until all of these people started turning up. Mm. Uh, Etienne wanders in, grabs you by the shoulders, cat, and shakes you. He's like, where is my clock? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your clock. Um, I called it hoping that you might be able to be there and give us a hand. If you just call it back, or I can call it back. Don't mess with my clock, woman. <laughs> oh, he's I not so. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, not the so. The wrong uh, Vanderbilt. Not so debonair when you play with his toys, is he? <laughs> I'm going to go and summon the clock before Nyarthotep steals it. Yes, a good idea. I thought Nyarthotep had stolen it. Stop saying his name. <laughs> Nyarthotep, Nyarthotep, Nyarthotep. Uh, so, I guess everyone's coming here because they know the situation? No, we just know that this is where we're meant to be. Ooh. Etienne was all like, everyone should be here on the 2nd of November. And ah. voila, everyone is here on the 2nd of November. Ah, then we will have much to discuss. But I need to freshen up a bit. <laughs> well, why don't you all take an hour to go powder your noses and change out of those sand-filled clothes. And then we can all gather here and um, we can decide what's going to happen next. Yeah. Mm. What do people do with an hour of free time? Uh, well, Except for Penny, obviously, who is probably at work. Who's reporting to Walter? I yeah, did say yeah. that earlier. Yeah, Walter hasn't got been back to his office yet. Yeah. Um, now seems the ideal time to read the uh, fourth scroll of the Necronomicon. Uh-huh. Here you go. The last time you were on <laughs> this ship and read the Necronomicon, <laughs> sink that boat! Sink that boat! <laughs> you can't you need a every boat. boat. Uh. Yes, we were, on Nido. we were on Nido's boat. We oh, blew, yeah, it. Was, was we it, blew it to atoms. <laughs> Along with Nido's new character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it would be funny if a it sound was so sad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it had a pun name, so it had to be destroyed. All right. Uh, Penny, uh, you're loitering in the corridor when Walter comes down, and he's like, ah, this Penny. So I, I figured I should come report in, seeing as it's been a while since we last spoke. No, I need you to get upstairs and get the mistress back. Get back to the mistress's room. She's gone on a bath, fresh clothes, new hairstyle, do her nails, freshen her up. You've got an hour and a half. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, uh, okay. I I bustle off then. We're gonna have a proper catch up later over some tea. Indeed, sir. I'll make the tea. Wonderful, sir. Roll me your butlermancy, Craig. Butlermancy. I battle. You beat Cat to the bathroom and have the bath already running by the time she turns up. Good, good. Good, good. You will take an hour and a half to have a bath, get rid of the sand, change into some clothes. 
Find more sand. Get rid of that too. Mm-hmm. I hate sand. Mm. <laughs> do uh, do cat hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to make her look look respectable. The Duke and Duchess of Buckingham are on board. Well, will be on board. <laughs> but the cloud makeup you're not sure is working. I clean her off and start again. And again. <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's the thing with the thing with makeup is you just you just start and you have a go and you keep going. And no matter how bad it is, you just keep going. She's got about an inch worth of makeup on. Do you remember do you remember that, that time I, a professional tailor, had to cut a single twelve inch piece of leather in half with a pair of scissors? And yet, yet, A, he made me roll for it, and B, I kept failing continuously for weeks. <laughs> I'm watching you trying to cut a square of cloth. Just, uh, just, just popped to mind apropos of nothing. <laughs> I had forgotten, and now I haven't. <laughs> I hadn't forgotten. It haunts my dreams. <laughs> I had not either. Oh, I've sent I've sent Cat new makeup to the. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 that was the first two attempts. <laughs> I realised it was bad because it wasn't a crit fail, so I cleaned her off and did it again. It just took quite a long time to get right, and even then, it only barely looks right. <laughs> it looks right. If you can do better, you do it. <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> Uh, Look, I've sent you dancing woman wink. That will cheer everything up. Yeah. Right, um, you all have a little uh, little break. Uh, no one gets any sanity back. No one gets any luck back. But hey, you've been rescued. You're no longer lost in the Sahara Desert, being stalked by the faceless children of the Black Sphinx. Gonna relax for every bit of this one and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is quietly in a spa or something, desperately trying to crank that sand back up. Well, there's only uh, one other bathroom on this level, so everyone else is probably having to queue and take turns because Cat sure ain't in a hurry in her private bathroom. That's my fucking boat. Did you? <laughs> Going to assume this is just a toilet. Flinty says, facing a frying pan. Uh, it's a cruise bathroom. You can um, you can use the crew bathroom just to speed things along a bit. Looking at the the titles of some of these rooms, we've got the the cook and K maid. Kitchen maid. Kitchen maid, okay. A K maid. You've got a room labelled the bathroom ladies. <laughs> bathroom men. Is that just where the um, pool attendants live or something? Bathroom ladies, bathroom men. Who knows? Eventually, after sprucing up, changing clothes, you all gather in the lounge. Um, The Duke and Duchess of Buckingham are here. Jack Brady is here. 
the Searing Llama is here. Uh, he waves at you, Mateo, and um, ah. then goes back to contemplating his tea. Ekman is here. Doctor Armitage is here. Walter is here. And uh, Nuri, not Nuri, Neris. <laughs> Nuri is here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Neris, you met Neris. Those of you who went to the Temple of Bast, mm-hmm. he glares at you, Jack. Um, I I don't know who she is, so I I look back with a mixture of confusion and surprise. She holds her hand up. Uh, I want to open the meeting with an, a request that we give Mr. Cady immediately to the Lady Bast as a recompense, and then uh, she will help us properly. I step forward and say, uh, I have to say I would not like that, as I have witnessed this man's truth. He is repentant. Lady Bast is really angry with him. Um, in my defense... I didn't mean to do all those killings. You did. Shut up, Jack. I, I was not in my right state of mind at the time when I did the murders. I smile. Can any murderer truly be said to be in a right state of mind? Look, she took her anger out on poor Miss Peggy. Um, you got an innocent young woman murdered by the goddess of cats, Jack. I already feel bad about this. You don't have to make me feel more bad. You haven't done anything to, um, you know, appease poor Peggy's murdered soul. Um, from, from I, everything I, I've heard, she wasn't innocent. Honestly, we've we've been quite busy. What with one thing and another. If if we survive the next, oh, I don't know, month or so, I will I will appease. I will grovel and debase myself in order to atone for whatever you feel like I must atone for. It's not me. You have to convince. It's the goddess of cats. But in the meantime, I feel like we should really be concentrating on that whole, you know, end-of-the-world problem. Well, my lady thinks that her matters should be a top priority, but she is a cat, so... um. I yield the floor to Lady Vanderbilt. I will simply put a cucumber near her and she will be frightened by it. <laughs> Maybe don't say that for no. real. Oh no, oh no, sorry. Sorry, that was, that was just a passing thought. I don't say that. Last time someone put a cucumber near Lady Bass, the Nile dried up. Um, 200 years. Wink emoji. Ah. <sighs> Good evening, everyone. So, from what I'm hearing, we're all here, but it isn't necessarily clear why we are all here today, other than we should all be here today. There's very little in the way of a plan. Well, I suppose just to update on where we are in that we have managed to retrieve both halves of the capstone which we will need if we are to seal away uh, when when she says retrieve I do the finger quote <laughs> mm. worth mentioning the manner of retrieval <laughs> well it is no. a problem 
<laughs> well, yes, he is aware of the plan. Is the bad side of this? Uh, he he actively taunted us about our plan. Yes, he gave us the last <laughs> half of the capstone and said, "Come to Dashur, he'll be waiting." I th- I think his exact phrase was, "Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough." <laughs> <laughs> um. Red is like, well, gosh damn it. Now what do we do? Storm Dasher? Um, I think we die. Uh... <laughs> Nonsense. I have a future. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, lucky for some. I suppose my question would be what, like, knowing the plan, what does that help him do to better prepare for it? Will he be moving everybody to the shore now? Is that likely to happen? Can can he bring his reinforcements from uh, Africa? Well, the Dark Sphinx is back, right? Says the Searing Lama. Correct. Yes. And the army of Sphinxes that it commands will be back with it. Correct. Right. The saw rest them. of Nyarlathotep's minions in Kenya are still there. Only some of the supernatural ones will have been able to move. You don't think he's he can? open gates and things. Any mortal that passes through the Faceless One's portal will not come out to the other end intact. Um, does, does that apply to giant sphinx monsters? I mean... The giant sphinx monsters are probably already here. Uh, oh, cool. Cool and good. Thank you. The thank you. One is the giant Sphinx monster. Oh, that fella. Oh, is that who he is? Yes. Mm. Oh, I hadn't put that together. I hadn't put together that, that giant Sphinx we saw was the giant Sphinx we should be frightened of. Yes. I thought I thought it was a fully separate and distinct giant Sphinx. Well, this is the Tep, and he does have a lot of masks. You have, after all, been dealing with the masks of Nyarlathotep. Oh, title drop! <laughs> a mere, a mere two and a half years into the campaign. <laughs> I think we've been going longer than that now, haven't we? <laughs> a mere four years. <laughs> In years. Our plan has to be simply straightforward. We go to Dashur, we have a team focused on restoring the capstone, we have a team protecting those people, and then we have some sacrifices who are going to go into the temple and engage Nyarlathotep. Whilst the Black Pharaoh is engaged on his throne, the Black Pharaoh himself cannot raise his hand against us. He'll only be able to use the avatar of the Dark Sphinx. Myself and Jack have been charged by Anubis to take that position inside of the Bent Pyramid. That's easy, then. So that's one team decided. Sorry, what were the others? We need a team doing the ritual to restore the Red Pyramid. Not it. And then we need a team (laughs) protecting the people around doing the ritual. Uh, It, yeah. Uh, three three years, six months, and seventeen days. Yay. 
Do we need another team engaging the Black Sphinx? I suspect that will be the team doing the protecting. Ah. Oh, I guess they will come there as opposed to anywhere else. Yes. Okay. If the Red Pyramid is restored, and remember, we have to run the ritual from sunset to moonrise. Mm -hmm. So we really should pick a day where moonrise is shortly after sunset, as opposed to like, you know, 7pm the next morning or something. Mm -hmm. As soon as the Red Pyramid is restored, any incursion of Nyarlathotep that's physically manifested should be banished. We just have to hold out till then. Which means the team inside the Bent Pyramid have to keep him talking. He has to follow certain rules if you are supplicant before the throne. So don't just, you know, agree to something in an offhand comment because that frees him up to come outside and spank us. Uh, um, I have concerns about going into the pyramid. Well, only a fool would go in there more than once. Um, well, have I been have I been in there before? Um, I can't remember. I don't think any of no no one in Nasca Nyarlathotep has been into that pyramid. Uh, well, my my concern is that uh. In many ways, he was my former employer. That is why you were probably best placed to defeat him. Well, yes, but I'm... um, He's already taken over my mind remotely once. I'm concerned he can just do that again. I suspect that's one of the rules as a supplicant in front of his throne. He probably can't direct... Oh. Well, he could mess with you however he wants, but I thought Matteo, says the Searing Lama, has a way to protect your mind. I do. I was about to mention that. I... Matteo casts that ritual, I, I deliberately use that word, on me, on me earlier, and when he did, I felt a presence lift from my mind. Oh, that's what the bell was! <laughs> He didn't actually tell us at any point. No, he did. He, he didn't. He didn't tell us. I'm just. I'm just assuming. <laughs> I am forbidden from instructing you about that particular um, ritual. How long does it last? I'm putting two miles until the sun rises. Okay. So if you perform it on Jack and Penny before they enter the pyramid at sunset, they should be safe. Matteo, your your ritual has saved the day. Who would have thought you'd be the master ritualist? The holy ritual of the silver citadel of Shangri-La. You are unworthy to know its secrets. Uh, I don't understand. This is a good ritual. I I get told I'm unworthy quite a lot, I say, frankly. Mm. Because you are. Don't worry, Jack. One day you'll just learn to accept it like me. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Oh no, Miss Penny, you should be fated for your diligence and duty to your lady. More curtsy. <laughs> you should be remembered for your sacrifice by entering the bent pyramid with at least no less than three 
maybe four universities named after you. Hmm. Pleasant. Uh, I mean, I'd rather not die if that's enough. <laughs> uh. So, who's performing the ritual? Well, I don't know the ritual, so probably not me. I can perform the ritual. We can teach it better somewhere else. We can teach it to people, right? We have Mm. the technology. (laughs) That's that's not what I was going to say, you (laughs) tremendous (laughs) dog. I will take part in the ritual, says Neris. And I'll join the ritual, says Reginald. My wife will join the team defending the pyramid. And my axe. (laughs) Doctor. Um... Anya Buckingham-Gartner turns to you, speaking with her thick German accent. Go on, then. What uh, (laughs) offensive capabilities do you know? Offensive capabilities? Uh, I can shoot a rifle. Then I will get you a rifle worthy of this battle. Is it Bubbles 2? No. Better than Bubbles 2. Bubbles 3. How about an ancient Yithian lightning gun? Oh, Yithian. I'm extremely vaguely aware of Yithian. (laughs) 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 Oh, they say, you know, play to your strengths. That's a phrase. Extremely vaguely aware. Extremely vaguely aware of that. I have Yithian on my character sheet. Well. Never uh, ever has it come up. Please speak to us more of this Yiffian. <laughs> so that leaves um, Oliver to join Miss Vanderbilt in the ritual. Oh, you seem to be on mute. You can't hear you, Nido, for some reason. Oliver no longer can speak. <laughs> Oliver's batteries have run out. He can hear us, but if we can't hear him. Yeah, that's a feature. <laughs> Blink once for yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there, Spirit? Ah. Would you like a new um Oh yeah. I heard something there. My battery did the thing where it decided that like or rather Discord does the thing where it uh decides to stop talking to my headphones after my headphones do its back low battery alert. So it's like Thanks. That's real useful. Um, I was going to say, I was trying to say, um, well, yes, my main job is to protect cats. So wherever a cat goes um, and wherever a cat is, I should be there to protect her. Question mark. Not that she need, not that, despite the fact that in this situation, like she probably has more capability of protecting herself from weird magical doobries than I do. <laughs> Still, yeah, you're 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 there really to uh, absorb fire until. <laughs> see, see, I'm not. I'm not especially fond of that bit. <laughs> you're, you're there to soak up, uh, soak up ammunition. You know, both uh, both real and magical. Not not, not a big fan. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's why I'm there. So, you know, 
Well, then we have a plan. We have the well, team going into the bent pyramid to engage Nyarlathotep. We have the team performing the ritual on top of the red pyramid and the team keeping them safe. What was uh, Matteo doing? Matteo will be protecting... Okay. On the team protecting the uh, pyramid. Okay. It's the one. You, 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 you. Yeah, got everybody now. I'll be going inside to uh, keep Nyarlathotep enthralled with my complex riddles. What gets wetter the more it dries? Ooh. Mmm. A towel. Wait, no, no, you're not supposed to know them. Yeah. <laughs> these, these are state of the art. They've never been used in battle before. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, then. We should prepare. So what will the day be? Roll me your rolling thing. Yes. You really need to be more specific. No, no, I don't need to be specific. You know, the thing you need to roll. The skill. The skill. The skill. <laughs> the thing. They're all made of Lego. Roll me your education, cat. Education. Yes. Dreamed success. Uh, it is currently... The 2nd of November. Sunset on the 4th, Wednesday the 4th, would probably be the best. Sunset on the 4th is at um, 7.33. Moonrise is at 9pm. So that's just under two hours to keep the ritual going. And protect the red pyramid before the sun rises. Which gives you tomorrow to prepare. It seems like a not a lot of that seems like quite a long time to keep him distracted. Two hours is a lot shorter than what I thought it was gonna be. Mm. <laughs> when is a door not a door? When it's a jar. It's a jar. How, how do you know these ones? <laughs> what month of the year has 28 days? <laughs> Come on now, I thought that was a good one. <laughs> I, near, I nearly said it, I nearly said it, but no. Uh, yeah. Right, I am going to end it there today. So next month we can go into the assault on the red pyramid. The spirums wow. and spectrums. The next one has to be the finale now. <laughs> I mean we, you we... say you say that, Kring. But first first thing I'm gonna do in that session is go into the dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want an eight an eight and a half hour improvised dream venture. I please. don't think that's possible considering where we are in this <laughs> campaign. And we're against the king, ultimate king of dream. <laughs> Plus, you literally have Reggie there who would just be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. No sleep. <laughs> this dream is ended. 
I'll just I'll just pump everybody full of adrenaline as well. <laughs> oh, he's not that kind of doctor. Well, I hope everyone had fun and is ready for next month's ultimate showdown. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we finally it's gonna be finally an found eight hour these, battle. These <laughs> masks of Yalta. No, I'm gonna puzzle him with my ultimate riddle. What has many keys but cannot open a lock? <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> oh God. Um, hang on. I haven't been thinking. I'll just need a minute. Where does today yes, Sorry to stop oh, slightly yes, early, but I thought we don't want to be going into the final climactic battle after everyone is tired. Yeah, Judgment of Crancross. Judgment of Crancross <laughs> for everyone. We have got off the boat yet, Judgment. <laughs> <laughs> but all of your allies are turning up. Even the Searing Llama is here. Wow, it's What serious. has lots of eyes but cannot see? A potato. Hang on. <laughs> Not every potato has many eyes, though. Shut up. <laughs> And it gives me time to draw the map I need. Oh, he loves a good map. What has a thumb and four fingers but is not a hand? A glove. (laughs) (laughs) This this children's riddle website will keep me entertained for hours. (laughs) Oh, that's quite a good one. (laughs) Which one? It stalks the countryside with ears that can't hear. What is it? Oh, corn. Wheat. Corn! <laughs> nice. Oh. But also Wheat possible. would also be acceptable. Yeah. Wheat would also be acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Did Peter die? Somewhat frozen. I think he died. I'm thinking. Oh, God, he's just not moving. I don't... No, his camera is working. He's just refusing to move. What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? Male masculinity. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Nolly, are you just really good at these, or are you on the same website as me? Uh, No, I'm not on a website. I'm I'm working them out. (laughs) Well, that means when... Uh, Russet does his riddles. We know who to turn to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make you a riddle contest? No. Between Yarl the Tet, Penny and a Hedgehog? No, absolutely not. No, no, it's too late. I've got permission now. You have not. I think, yes, de- definitely someone saying to you, no, absolutely not, is permission. That's that's how that works. <laughs> I'm, I'm the GM. Uh, this isn't a democracy. What is at the end of everything? Full stop. The letter G. Oh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, let's keep this simple. Um... Join us next time for the exciting conclusion of what has essentially been a three and a half year long party wipe. 